Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. The Pulp Next Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you. It's Monday, March 18th, 6.01 p.m. Pacific. Thank you for listening. Thank you, RacerX Facebook, for watching. Appreciate it. Sorry, Heather Kiefer's not in studio. Uh, we'll try to do better. Thank you, people, for tuning in. PulpMXShow.com, of course. And uh, you can get all the Pulp Shows on the app, PulpMX app as well. Uh, check that. And uh, we have our archives on there from going way back to 2008. So if you're looking for a specific podcast show um, of somebody that you've uh, wondering about, check the Steve Mathis Show on the app um, or on iTunes or whatever. We've got a ton of podcasts over the last Holy shit, 11 years. So thank you again for tuning in. Uh, sponsor deals on PulpMechShow.com and go there. Really looking forward to having our good show tonight. Indianapolis Supercross is in the rearview mirror, and there's plenty to talk about when it comes to that. Tonight on the show, Zach Osmond will be on. Can't wait to talk to Zacho. David Villeman will be on. Nick McCampbell will be on. He's a, a, a mechanic for the Moto Concepts team. He'll be on. Uh, the great Rick Johnson will also join us. Late addition to the show. RJ was out in Perumth testing some Michelin tires, and RJ will be on. And, and I always have time for RJ, and so should you. Uh, Amazon button on popmex.com. Click on that. Takes you to Amazon. You make your purchase. We get a small slice of that, and I'm able to keep uh, keep buying e-bikes for uh, our in-studio guests to uh, to ride when they come out here. So um, thank you to for play, playing Popmex Fantasy as well. That's always been fun. Live shows. If you're into this show and you're into into uh, Racer X and with Wygan and everything else, JT, we got three live shows coming up. Tickets are available on pulpmex.com. We have yet to finalize New York City, but that is coming. It's actually New Jersey. It's called The Loft in New Jersey. Friday night before the Jersey Supercross. It's not far from the stadium. Live Pulpamex Racer X podcast show. Wygant, JT, uh, Kiefer at some of these, um, and uh, special guests uh, always. RV's booked for one. Will Hahn's booked for one. Denny Stevenson's booked for one. Uh, what we have, the Vegas and the Denver shows on sale now. Tickets start at 20 bucks. If you want to pay a little bit more, you can hang out afterwards with us and uh, you know basically shoot the shit and all that. Fuck you. I mean, okay, that's fine too. You don't have to do it, but 20 bucks. the tickets do start at that. So uh, please check it out. And uh, like I said, Vegas, Denver, New Jersey uh, live shows. Uh, really appreciate you people for supporting these in the past, and we're able to keep them going, man. So Jason Thomas will be on as well later on, of course. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Racetech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, EVS Sports, Michelin Star Cross 5, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, Pro Filter, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection. We have a code for the folks at Works Connection now. We didn't have that for a long time. We got it now. So you're in the market for some Works Connection goodies. And who isn't? PulpMX20 is the code to save at WorksConnection.com. OGO Power Sports, Daniel Blair's official bag that he travels with each and every week. Get Data, Guts Racing, WUSA, Eagle Grit, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Intense Bicycles, LA Honda World, and Ride Engineering all on board with us tonight. And looking forward to, uh, yeah, you people. We'll talk some Indianapolis. We've uh, got RJ. We've got Osborne. we got got uh, Villeman. we got Nick. Nick McCampbell all coming on. And most of all, in studio, a 
couple of my f- favorites, friends of mine, let's say. First up, from NBC Sports, from Main Event Moto, from Eagle Grit. He's our regular co-host every now and then. Daniel Blair, what's up, man? Pumped to be in, a little bummed. Not at Mr. Richardson mm-hmm. here is next yep. to me, but there was another person who was supposed to be on the show. I've been excited about it for weeks. Yep, absolutely. Rough weekend for that individual, so he decided not to come on. Yep. I'm bummed about it. Mm-hmm. Text him some hateful stuff Sunday morning. Yep. And there's a chair, and he's mm-hmm. not in it. And he's not in it. No. Nope. What happened? That would be Alex Ray. Supposed to be in. He was in before either one of you. I know. He was, he was locked in and uh, didn't make the last two main events. I got a text from him 10 minutes ago. Uh, it says, uh, Steve, should I move to Oklahoma and go train with Robbie Renard? <laughs> so I, I said yes. No. He, sh- he should do whatever. <laughs> Is the, whatever he's doing different from now? I that's what, I have that's what he I have the A Ray fix. Oh, I know. And, and what I is know. That? I don't want to disclose that information publicly. He's going to have to come seek me out. Okay. Ten minute conversation. I will fix his career. You will fix him. Hundred percent. Oh, I can't Does wait. He li- is he going to listen to this? I don't think so. Him? But someone will tell him. Alex, come talk to me this weekend. Okay. I will fix everything. I know the problem. I've been watching you closely, obviously because of fantasy yeah, and your yeah. oh, he, he, obvious letdowns here and there, yep, like me yep. having seven of eight riders in the main this week. One not in there. Yep. Who would it be? Who would that be? I can fix everything, Alex. Seek me out in okay. Seattle. All right. Fixed. All right. Set. Fantastic. Um, okay. And also in studio from Michelin, Michelin Motorcycles. He was uh, up in Pahrump doing a uh, on a dual... <sighs> What do you call those things? It's called a press launch. Oh, yeah. Where but, we introduce no, tires but, but to the, the, the bikes. The bikes. Okay, adventure touring adventure motorcycle. Adventure touring motorcycle yeah, there bikes. You go. There uh, you go. So, Randy Richardson, back in studio. Thank you, Randy, for coming in. Glad to be here. South Carolina's own. South Carolina, yes. Fastest Thank man you. in Piedmont. I, I don't, don't doubt that. I, don't doubt that. I cannot believe you pulled yourself away from the. The pool, you know, the uh, was, whatever was that was going on in your life. A, a big time was had by all. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, you look and, a little uh, sunburnt. I, I'm. Hey, did you get some sun? I I got some sun. That's the, all the, I got. That's all I got. But I got some sun there and had a good time. The 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 photo with the the attractive young girls mm-hmm. were there at the pool also. They were doing their job. Now it's it's a, a buddy of uh, Travis Pastrana's and Hubert Rollins, America's mm-hmm. favorite redneck, uh, a guy named Josh Hall, who who works there. Okay. So so he hooked me up and got me in there, and it was, well, it was I want to cool hang out with him. I want to get to meet this Josh. Uh, well, uh, I tell you what, maybe you can come by um, for the Supercross in uh, Vegas. I think I'm uh-huh. I'm bringing Brooke out. I'm thinking I'll take Heather and Pookie. Uh-huh. She won't be able to wear that house coat. No, no, not that gown. Right. She, her granny gown's got to right, stay. Right. But uh, I'll take the three ladies, and we'll go out and have oh, some fun poolside. Uh-huh. Well, Kiefer does a day program, and yeah. you go talk to and riders. I, and I go talk to riders. Yeah. Um, it's good. Well, thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. We're going to talk about the tire that launched for the uh, yep. the Venture Touring. Mm-hmm. Uh, SC5s, of course, Starcross 5s, doing well for you. I've yep. got a set on my bike. Absolutely love them. Uh, we were mountain biking today. We did. That was fun. How'd it go, Steve? How'd you do today? What happened? Right over the bars. <laughs> right. Oh, it was a good one, Randy. Right. It was a good one. I, I, I almost brought GoPro with me because I've had it out at that press launch, oh, and I'm boy. like, eh, I don't want to be lame. And t-. I so wish. I so wish. I, I, had I, I had one hand off, and I was pointing. We were talking. He's doing one hander. It was not a like Timmy. It, yeah. No, that was a can. It was. It was not a um uh, a stressful trip. Part you're, of the trail. You're blowing it right now. And I and I just you're blowing it right now. Oh. Yeah. Why are you admitting? Because he, t- he, he would say absolutely that. weak the crash was. Yeah. 
Why didn't you should be in here going, dude? Look what happened, man! I dude, tried this but he forty would, foot Randy's drop not, off. Randy, you wouldn't gonna, back him no, up. I would have. I would have said it was the gnarliest technical drop section that I. I, I was going to walk. He, ha- he would have had your it. back. I was going to walk. Well, it. that's exactly what happened. Bastrava Steve. No, I, con- I got a concussion. That's, that's not what happened. What happened. <laughs> you fell over. The thing for me was immediately. I I, I thought I am not. I have no. EMT training, you know, not, 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 you know, not, I'm, I'm no David Pingree. Don't right. get mad, Steve. But anyway, right. I, I thought I have no EMT training. If you start leaking that brain fluid out of your right. nose again, I don't know what yeah. to do. Right. I, I, I was nine one one. That's all if I would do. You had to mouth to mouth. Would you have done it? Life or death. He's gonna die. I don't know. That'd be tough. That'd be tough. No, I'd help him out. I'd help him out. I'd help him out. What I would do, I would have taken my fly backpack, my hydration pack. I'd have stuck that hose in his mouth and then blew it out. That would have done it that way. I'd have done it that way. He would have given it his all, Steve, but there's just some things Uh, it was. do. I'm so sore right now. I was good. For a Wait little bit, t- but hey. that's all setting in. Wait till tomorrow. <laughs> yes. You were talking about having a ride, uh, you know, ride tomorrow. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, don't worry, you're not going to. Uh, you're not I don't think want so. To. No. So the intense taser uh, worked fantastic. Uh, it was my own fault. I'd like to, for the, for the record. <laughs> you went down like you had gotten tased. tased. Yes, you yes. surely <laughs> did. So quick. Uh, oh my god! It, but like, it was fun. It like was the a, limp body drop, where yes. you like you don't even fight it. You just go down. Yeah. Dude, I was like just. Like one of those ones where I didn't even see it coming, just do, 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 bang, boom, over the bars, yeah. and there I there I go into the into the thing, and my phone case broke, my phone went flying, the tasers bars are twisted three times around. Oh, oh boy, good times, good times, yeah, good times, everybody. Glad I ask, you're, glad I, you're okay, but I asked if you were okay before I started laughing. You did, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, no. Hey, you okay? That's you okay? always the first yes. go. Hey, you were very good, worried, right? yes. and then and then I'm like, and I was I was fine, and I was just like, shit. Yeah, I found concern, and then I found humor. Yes, absolutely, exactly. and I wouldn't expect anything else from you by the You're way. You're welcome. Uh, Rick Johnson was at the tire launch? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Oh, Heck yeah. Oh, yeah. RJ. Oh, a what legend. A, what an honor to legend. hang out with that guy. You know what I mean? And ride a motorcycle with yep. him. It's uh, it's cool. I'm so you may if you're on fan. Facebook Live, this is the pack of ice that Pookie <laughs> bought me for my shin. That is roughly the size of a tennis ball underneath my shin. Uh, so, anyways, over there in the corner, producing the show, holding things down. Uh, he was probably scared of the talking to he was going to get from Blair. Came in fairly early. He was the Travis Marks. I'm turning a new leaf. What can I say, Blair? Because he knew I was here. Yep. And I was not going to accept it. Uh, he was yeah. not going to make it happen. Listen, Dude, I you know were... who it, I can get away with things with, and he's not one of them. Blair so. had a huge speech ready for you. A write-up was coming. Yep. Uh, and, I, and I'm not about that life, you yep. know? Right. And plus, I needed to bring my average down, so. Right, right. He did good. He was here pretty early. Yeah, it, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Uh, so, Daniel, last time, EagleGrid.com, uh, hand cleaner, uh, bike wash, a lot of different products. Yes. We did a, uh, a special last time you were here. It did really well. We're going to do it again, right? Yeah, it was extremely fresh. I can't believe I'm going to do this again because it was – you made – I can't blame you, but it was a tough couple days on the shipping. <laughs> our, our listeners, the orders bro, came out. Look, Our I, listeners respond. I've, I've been in full belief that this is a garbage, janky show. Yes. Which it is. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. No, but, I agree. Yeah, but I agree. Right. You have enough fans out there, and I'm I'm sold because the next three days, probably even probably for like a week, the orders flew in, mm-hmm. and we moved some serious product. Yeah. So thank you very much. And yeah, we'll do it again. Same deal. I have the Moto Bundle, which is a combination of products that are perfect for Moto Guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Bike wash, a penetrant lube, which is like WD forty, a glass cleaner for your plastic and your helmet, and your goggles, and of course the hand cleaner because dub right. Yep. Uh, it's a little bundle that we have. Use the code PULP or PULPAMEX, 25% off. And the first 20, again, I'll do the T-shirt deal. And I think 
Because we got a lot. And I think there was a few in there that were thinking they were in that top 20. And, they, yeah. dude, the first 20 were like, by the time I got home Tuesday right. morning, yeah, yeah. 20s the gone. 20 were gone. Yeah. I even went past the 20. I felt bad. Oh. Uh, I'm tight this week, though. The 20, and that's it. 20 <laughs> is, the, is the limit. So. Free T-shirt for the first uh, 20 that order the Moto Bundle using the code. And use the code PulpMX. Or uh, Pulp Max, or Pulp, P-U-L, and whatever you want. Jerk and off, yeah. whatever, whatever P- you want. P-U-L, right. jerk right. off. What, what, uh, how is it going? My, the fans demand it. Uh, uh, they want me on Supercross Live Show. How is that going? I, I've, I'm in, okay, when you first asked me about that, publicly I said, yeah. yeah. Privately I thought, I don't know, i got to think about it. Right. I'm, st- I'm on the fence. You haven't sold me all the way on your maturity level and the, how you would handle yourself on the show. I got to look out for our show, our right. staff. Uh-huh. I got to look out for Holly. Yeah, I just I'm not 100 percent sure you're ready to handle that responsibility. No, Sell I'm, me. I'm good. I'm ready. I'm good. I, don't know. I, I, I feel. I mean, honestly, it's, if you give me five or six things to talk about and that's it, I'll stick to the to the topic. Like, I don't know if you'll stick to it. I think I can. I, I mean, just don't trigger me. It's, look, it's, 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 don't <laughs> trigger me. There's no, you know, we got to we need, we need to listen. So it's my responsibility to not lead well, you no, into trouble. I, I we need to send sure. you a list of trigger words that you stay away from. <laughs> and and like like SX futures. Like yeah. don't have Steve yeah, on yeah. when there's going to be a bunch Steve, of amateur what do you think, kids what do you the think next about day. Amateur riders uh, right. and their careers that yeah. start at eleven. No. Yeah. Yeah. So that, they'll get to take to the track tomorrow. What do you think? That about would be an example of something not to say when I'm super crossed on. that's it. We had Bowers on. Yep. After the whole lime day ever. He did very well. We right. had Tickle on in Daytona. Yeah. So we are softening up towards, yeah. you know, the um, okay. problem right. people. The, the, the figures, problem people. Yeah, problem people. So but you are the, all, you're at yeah. the top of the list of problems. <laughs> I'm saying if you can convince me that you're mature enough to handle the show, I will take the next step and ask. I I'm think, not asking until I believe. Right. And I, I, I think don't I'm believe good. That. I think I am. I think I'm, I think Manny, I'm ready. Am I walking yeah. into trouble? Is he, is he conning me? I don't know. I don't know. He's, he could be. He could be. Um. Uh, I don't know, man. Listen, uh, Daniel Blair brought to you by Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Pulp MX or Pulp Nation code at RoostMX.net saves you 20%. Uh, 48-hour turnaround shipping orders is the top priority for these guys. Check out the new Pulp Nation section to get Pulp MX swag. Uh, so you go to uh, go to RoostMX.net, click on Pulp Nation. There's a whole section of stuff there and uh use the code pulp nation to save 20 percent. you know who rides for cycle trader is uh jacob hayes that's right and uh west coast is back on ask me how i'm doing two weeks how you doing today jacob i like my graphics my graphics are good <laughs> my roots graphics are good Daniel. they are they're, i got no problem with that they're good they've no been problem. perfect all year right i'm ready for seattle all right long flight they're gonna get trashed in seattle see the way i don't care did you see the way i got a team they do everything i'm lazy <laughs> That you are. That and the mac and cheese. If we can get those things taken I care like of, mac and cheese. you'll be a lot better off, Jacob. Cartman. <laughs> RoosMX.net uh, bringing you uh, Daniel Blair on the show. Uh, and so, again, thank you, everybody, for uh, listening. So, Indianapolis. I thought Blake Baggett was going to get Marv. I really did. Daniel, what did you think? Yes. Because um, he was kind of goofy was, at the very beginning. It was Glendale-ish, right? It, it was it was Atlanta-ish oh. in reverse. Remember, it was Webb, Baggett, Muskin, uh-huh. one, two, three. Yeah. This was the other way around. Uh, but Blake was kind of goofy in the very beginning. He got past whatever, and then he kind of snapped and went into fast mode. Mm-hmm. Caught him, but it was the same kind of thing. Like they're, yeah. When they get in these little three-rider deals where there's three of them, the middle guy just bounces back and forth. He's got pressure from the guy in yeah. third, yeah. and then he leaves him, goes to the guy in first, gets to him, nothing happened. So he was right. going back and forth. Uh-huh. 
Um, and then Cooper made it a little easier on him with the stalling, whatever. So then Baggett had his run to go one-on-one. There just wasn't much place to pass. Well, I mean, if you were riding at 95% efficiency, you could pretty much hold off the guy behind you unless he was next level. And he wasn't next, next level. Mm-hmm. He was faster than Marv, yep. but by not enough to do anything other than get to him. You know what I mean? Marv has eight podiums in the last nine races. He was on fire in Daytona. Now, so was Eli, so Eli beat him. This win has been a long time coming for Marv. So 11 races in, he gets a win, and David David Villeman will be on later to talk about that. But um, now he is seven up, I believe, on Eli. Yes. Uh, Let me check. I think it was seven up. Yeah, seven up on Eli, and uh, he is uh, 14 back of Coop. So to me, and we'll talk about Tomac. Mm. We, we're going to put 45 minutes aside later to talk about Tomac. Um, <laughs> 45 which, minutes which to, Tomac? Yeah. Which Tomac? Are Wait, you 45 about? minutes to dissect and come up with nothing at the end? <laughs> right, right. At, at, when we're all done. Like, you act like we're going to go 45 minutes yeah. and then figure it out. Right, right. And again, yeah. and again, which Tomac? Yeah. I don't. I had him picked to win the Eli title. And John I, or uh, good Eli, bad Eli? Yeah, that one. Yeah. Um, the latter of the two. Like yeah. freakish smoke so, everybody like you wouldn't believe Eli and then... Look, I, I know I, it's dangerous to make conclusions week to week on a, on a janky radio show. I get that. Eli followed up a win in Detroit with that sixth in Atlanta. One Daytona followed it up this weekend with a second to fourth ride, 20 seconds back of the leader. I that's believe the it. problem, not the fourth. The problem is when Coop got him, What I yeah, don't know what happened. Arm pump, not feeling comfy, whatever it is. Yeah, I don't know what it was, um, but whatever it was, like that's... That's the bad look. I don't think the fourth is a bad look because he's still in range on points. You're within a race. You're okay-ish. <laughs> it's the way it looked. That's a problem because I was watching too, and I was like, where's the fight back? Uh, and I don't so know. So to me, and again, it's dangerous to make judgments coming off of one race and all that, and I get it, and Eli could go on this run. I don't think he is. But to me, now this thing is now a two-man race. Hey, Kenny alluded to something in the Honda press release today about having some issues and trying to figure it out. Hmm. So he's not been the same for a while. Can't, hasn't made a podium since, been a lot since Dallas. over there. Yep. A little bit. Um, a little bit of a lot. Eli is up and down. So we will continue to think he's going to be up and down. So now to me, Randy, it's Marvin and Webb's deal, and we're going to fight this to the end. I like yep. Webb to hold on to it, but it is going to be the KTM dudes going at it. Absolutely, which is going to make that whole what's their relationship like even that much more interesting. Yeah. Down there. And we should ask Osborne about that. Yeah. yeah I, I want to yeah, ask yeah. that because there's two things to dissect on that. The relationship itself and the true feelings for each other inside. I think publicly and probably even in the group, they're probably like doing the right things. I yeah. think they have to. Of course. I don't think, no, Alden will, Alden will Neither will it. Ian, yeah. and neither would Rod. They're not going to allow them to have a problem. They're going to yeah. make it fine. Yeah. But how do they really feel about each other, and will that Dude, come I, out I think if that, Marvin gets a little closer in I think that whole part is overdone, too. Like Marv's a nice guy. He, I mean, Anderson was jacking with him, but it was Anderson who did it all. Marv did not. Marv is not an aggressor here. At the same time, there's still beef. And even though they patched it up and had their meeting and start, whatever, you don't forget of things. And Cooper was spicy with him back in the 250 days. Yeah, and I'm he sure was. he doesn't like it. Yeah. And I'm sure he doesn't like the fact that Cooper has came in and replaced right. Dungy as the guy on yep. results. They yep. are what they are. Yep. So whether you are a cool guy or not, you still have your inner feelings. And yep. will those come out ever? And if it's for a title, I mean, I think if Marvin closes it up another week or two, like say he gets back in single digits... Then, he could, he then could. you see yeah. Marvin right. from New Jersey who goes in, or where were we last year? Where we hit <laughs> not, Eli? Not Marvin from France, but Marvin from New Jersey. Yeah, no, yeah. Marvin from Foxborough. Marvin from yeah. New England. Yeah, New England. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
that Marvin who yeah. went right in there and put Eli on the ground for right. a win. Right. Um, How that it, works out afterwards, yeah. but whatever for a title, you if he's close enough in points, I think you see more aggression because he's been sitting me on Cooper pretty respectful. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you have a regional lights arena cross west championship. I do. Okay. Do you think Baggett was too nice? Because I do. <laughs> what does my Arena Cross West title have anything to do with that? Because Arena Cross is aggressive. You go for it. You, you make moves. On a gr- go ahead. I was going to say on, a green, on Arena Cross levels, for sure it was way too nice. But on yeah. Supercross levels. And Arena Cross, you got to remember, too, when I won my title, I was racing against children. I had to keep things nice. I, I didn't want to get in trouble with dads. Yeah. Right, right. Like, yeah, so true, yeah. I was very right, polite right, right. to the children. The way you handled those 18, 19-year-olds yeah, was something else. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you never to their any, self-esteem and their egos, oh, I put it to them. <laughs> Physically on the track, I was very polite to the kids. Okay, all right. Um, we need to get to this before too long. Uh, Raining Yellow. He has risen. He is back. He is. The rock has been moved. The, the clouds have parted. Yes. God is going to speak. But you're, I thought you were over him because he hadn't no, spoken. No, 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 no. I got a little butthurt with your buddy Roger and stuff. But, uh, you know, c- coming around, I, I, I'm that invested that it brought the emotion out of me. I was upset like everyone. but Yeah, no, it happens. So what? my question is, though, you guys mentioned, like, the video coming out possibly before the season. Now, is this, like, something Seven put out and you can you can buy it, like, in iTunes? Or? No, I think it's just a video about his career and a look back on his career. And he's going to, you know, you know, obviously, like, I got an email and tweets about, like, is he coming back? <laughs> no. It's no. over, bro. It <laughs> is over. <laughs> the, read all the things yeah. he said in his. I'm, I'm reading yeah. it. Right it doesn't now. matter. Don't you don't need to read yeah, that. You, you just need to watch him and look at him and realize it's over. Yeah, and 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 I and I, uh, Randy Yellow, I have a photo of him from just last week. So uh, Pastrana did what uh, Mathis and uh, Cincerillo couldn't do. He found him down there in Bike Week yeah, last yeah. week. So, we, we tried. And and he's a hey, he's if he's coming back, it's going to be. It's over. So, but but, pounds but so and pounds away, you know. Yeah. So, but you know what? Just come around the races, man. Come around the races. Yeah, no. So Sell some seven gear. And then is like, is this video now going to kind of kick down the door where he might not? Obviously, he's not back, but maybe this kind of starts the ball rolling with just making appearances or something. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I, th- I maybe. think I know what it good. is. What he is so sick of everyone asking and talking about it. I think it's just closing that door. I don't think he's going to all of a sudden come around and like be yeah, wearing a polo shirt yeah. and like repping right, seven. Right, right, right. I don't know. But massaging but, but, his riders. And they, but, dude, he ain't doing any of that. I mean, this it was good that, he, good that he put something out there. and you know. And I, I will say this, though. I know he's a shy guy. I've talked to him and stuff. But uh, it's got to be tough to be him because when he walks around the motocross track, it's the equivalent of, uh, of a topless woman just walking around. Oh, okay. Wait. I I don't really agree with you because Ricky Ricky has the most titles ever, the most wins ever, and Ricky has never shied away, and he just walks around like a normal dude, and it's never a problem. Nobody freaks out. He just you know he walks like so. If James had ever just been more like Ricky, and I'm not saying he needed to be because it's not his personality, but anything like that, he only brings it on himself. Yeah, his personality's kind of created this, right. but. I get it, so. All right, well, congratulations, Randy Yellow. I'm really happy for you. There's a closure he needs. Yeah, it's a closure you need. Yeah. Right. Thank you, guys. Thanks. EagleGrit.com, uh, Moto Special going on right now. Use the code PulpMX. And yeah. I'll, yeah. And, and, and by and the way. We're going to be hey. honestly through those first 20 I'm gonna let in you know. a few there's, minutes. There's 19. 
Huh? There's 19 left. I just I bought one myself just now. Oh. So there's 19 T-shirts left. <laughs> no, Sorry to be that there's guy. There's already been six orders since I just said that. Right. So there's okay, 14 so, left. Um, that means all the live people are going to get it, and everyone tomorrow is going to be like, yeah. sick. So, uh, they're all going to buy with no shirt. <laughs> so for the record, though, Sorry. not made with ground-up eagle no, talons and, and beaks. And you know what? That was a funny joke one time. I've actually seen some people trashing me on a YouTube post-race press conference because I get hammered on those. And someone said something, 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 and that eagle killer, Daniel Blair. (laughs) It's a joke. One-time joke. We don't do nothing to the bird. Honestly, that could end up being a bad thing for us. Like, someday we get big, and all of a sudden there's people like, dude, these guys. Well, hey, I made made some autism jokes. Didn't go over so well a few years ago. So, can we just... And the, the I mean, it was a joke. It was funny. It yeah. was funny, it but was now funny. it's not when people are calling me a bird killer on YouTube comments. <laughs> okay. uh, let's go with a question for Randy. Um, from Mike. Mike, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, doing good, Steve. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. Okay. Hey, I was going uh, to ask Randy about how they sponsor riders and stuff because I know – I know they don't really sponsor many pros, and I know, but do they do anything with the amateurs or how their sponsorship program goes? We we don't uh, we don't have anything firm set in place for us. You know, we could establish a you know amateur support program, but in doing so, we would be bypassing our distributor partners and our dealers, uh, both of which are are very very important to us. So, more so on the parts and accessory side and on the tire side, we would like for local racers to establish a relationship with their local dealers and and uh, get their deals there so we don't we don't have anything uh set in place so you don't no. want to undercut your partners pretty much mike, exactly. mike's asking right. for yeah. a sponsorship mike just wants to sponsor yeah. right now. mike uh did you know that <laughs> no, michelin hey, starcross hey, mike mike, mike michelin starcross five winning Bercy supercross this year in 250 class under jace owen oh hey hey i've got a set thanks to you guys yeah and thanks to Randy. Matter of fact, I've met Randy before. Oh, yeah. he's, he's, he's Mike, a, Mike, and Mike is a uh, fan of the show that happened to be in Greenville mm. and uh, took me for a free lunch. So, oh, really? Uh, yeah, oh. heck yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, so oh. hey, love the show. Thank yep. you. Thanks for listening for... down in Baton Rouge and just wanted to call in and I never understood the structure of that. So, yeah. I appreciate that. Right, that, thank that you. That's appreciate our viewpoint it. on it. Thank you, Mike. Good uh, to catch up with you, bud. Al Capitan in the chat room, chat room says, uh, I saw an eagle flying in the field, and I thought, man, he's lucky not to be Hensel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where, where is that guy at? I'll send out uh, <laughs> yeah. local hunters to go <laughs> rip, yeah, yeah. grab them up can for you, me. You can, just said we're not making jokes you, anymore. Well, I'm sorry. Can we get the coordinates yeah, of the eagle? Can you send me the exact location of that bird in particular? Because his minutes are coming to an end. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Last right. time. Was that it? Yeah. No that's, more. That's it. All right. So, as we said, Marv wins Indianapolis. Baggett rides really well. Webb gets another podium. And Tomac. <laughs> I, 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 I'm done. I don't know. I'm done. Yeah. I, I don't. How happened? I don't know, Tony. What happened? And you're done with what? Trying to figure him out. He said we're going. Is he going to win? No. Hey, do you remember how fast he was at Seattle last year? Well, and why okay, not you, again this year? You just made a. You just made a point. Mm-hmm. You said last year. Yeah. Have we seen him this year? Other than and Daytona was good, but he wasn't crazy crazy. He wasn't crazy. But crazy. the triple crown. Was it Detroit? Detroit. Yeah. The first main. I think that's, he does, good thing he does TV. Yeah. yeah. They're they're blending together right, right now, right. man. It's been a rough road with these. Just like Eagle parts. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's blending together. Oh, my God. We can't even get off it for one minute. <laughs> no, but there's been six East rounds in a row. Like, I'm foggy, man. Like, okay, I'm anyway, struggling. Yes. Uh, so, Detroit. That was the only time this year where I went, Yeah. wow. And I haven't seen that 
any other time this year. San Diego when he won. It was in the mud. Yeah, it was great, whatever. Yeah. I have not seen, holy crap, Eli, other than one Triple Crown main this year. And that's the more concerning thing to me. Because I don't... How are you supposed to believe a run is coming when he can't put together two weekends where you go, wow. Like, yeah. you just... You haven't. So, and that's, that's the unexplainable part. Is I, why are you insane... And then super average. I, and then I've pretty said it, good. He's ninth all time in two, 450 Supercross wins, okay? And obviously it goes without saying he's the highest ranking rider without a 450 Supercross title. Being ninth all time, you look at that list of guys, like you don't see elite riders like Eli being up and down like this. You just never see it. On their off weekends, they get that fourth, but they're right behind Cooper Webb. They don't drop back out of second. Yes. They, or, come from, they come from 10th. To fourth. Or your off weekend is like Cooper, where he gets third because he stalls and makes yeah. mistakes. Or the triple crown when Cooper couldn't even ride during qualifying, yep. yet raced his way to a second overall on yep. a bad night. Yep. That's what Dungey used to do. Villapoto, like on uh, bad I mean, nights. No, Chad, James, Ricky, you just name name yes. them. Yes, name them. That's either. what right. you do on the bad Ferry, night. Ferry, Ferry. By the way, happy birthday to Tim Ferry. Wow, happy is that today? birthday to Tim Ferry, the greatest rider to have ever lived. Really. A uh, 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 125 Supercross champion beating Carmichael. Proving Summer Cross champion. Consistent. Proving uh, consistency wins championships. Absolutely. Happy birthday to Tim Ferry. Uh, maybe later on I'll ask each one of you for your favorite Tim Ferry memory. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Randy, maybe one of your main yeah. events that you yeah. got? You, got you, don't have, you don't have to finish first to finish first. That's yeah. probably one of my favorite right, Tim right. Ferry slogans. Right, yeah. right. Um, but anyways, uh, Randy, Eli, I, I don't know. Can you imagine... Can you imagine how frustrated Cowie and uh, and the whole family is and everybody else? Yeah, I was going to say how. Right. Uh, most importantly, how frustrated Eli is. He know he, he knows what potential he has, mm-hmm. and and if anyone could figure it out, obviously he he would, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and his to what you point his his got a really tight uh, support group, and you know they're doing everything they can to try to put all the pieces of that puzzle together. Yeah. It's, it's just not happening. Yeah, and I I think that might be the biggest problem too, trying everything to put so the pieces hard, yeah. together. The what do you mean the, the he is the baddest dude ever whatever that day is just mm-hmm. do that all the time I think they're trying it's one of those things where you try too hard right. to fix the problem and then you just go you know what screw it I'm just gonna I'm gonna fix the problem snap yeah. and no just, matter, I'm done with it well they, so Mike Williamson left the team he was Eli's crew chief and I think there was some tension there he left the team hmm. I think they were hoping that that would maybe help something it didn't really um, do you if okay so if he wins the outdoor title this year. Again, in, in, which he's my favorite. Okay, he's so probably my alone too. as so my if, favorite. If he wins the outdoors, do we just go? Oh, he had an off year in Supercross. No, no, you just don't. go. No, he's just he's a A level uh, outdoor rider and a B plus level Supercross rider. And the no, wins, you can't say that. You can't say that. You cannot say that. He's ninth all time. You can't say that. Okay. Without uh, without okay. the title, I don't okay. know. Then he's A plus and A minus. Yeah, then he's A plus and A minus, and A minus on individual nights doesn't get it done over seventeen. You need yep. to be. Hey, Jason Anderson was A level or A plus last year. That's what he did. He put a championship season together. It's funny how we forgot about Anderson. He's the number. He's a title. Def- he's he's the number one title, and like we just nobody goes and goes. Hey, what would Anderson be doing? Like, I think he was off to a rough. Well, start, the reason so. why is because the rough start made it almost like it like. But helped dude, him exit the conversation. Dude, right now, if he was leading the points when that happened, we'd me, gotta, be like, I gotta "Ice my shin that I, okay. I have a problem with." Um, all right, hey, by the way, so let's get into our first guest of the night, um, Daniel. Let's ask him. He's a podcaster. He is. A he podcaster. should have an opinion, <laughs> a f- full and thorough opinion. That's he's what you got to do. Another podcaster out he there. He is. Um, Daniel, did you know that every two-stroke KTM and Husky comes with a Vertex piston from the factory? 
Yes, I, know, I do know that. Did you know that 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was founded in a small technical workshop in northern Italy? That I didn't know. Okay, did you know that the uh, Vertex is an OEM supplier to KTM, Husky, and more exotic brands like Gas Gas and, and, uh, and TM? I do know that if you order a replacement piston for your KTM 50 from them, yeah. it's a lot cheaper than when you go OEM. Yes, yes. Uh, I know that. Vertex Pistons. Sales at PivotWorks.com for a deal at Vertex Pistons. Full range <laughs> KT- of... KTM's like, dude, Daniel, shut up. Full range of two-stroke and four-stroke. I mean, that's always been the case, right? Uh, replica, high-compression, GP-style configuration. Somebody asked about what GP-style configurations mean. Uh, I believe it's a lower-compression piston. <laughs> it's a lower-compression piston to give you a little bit more you know, life of it, out of it. Uh, VertexPistons.com or stop in your local dealer. Sales at PiverWorks.com to save at Vertex Pistons. So speaking of Husqvarna and speaking of Pistons, this man has a piston in his bike and he races a Husqvarna. Zach Osborne, what's up, buddy? What's up? Happy birthday to Tim Ferry. What is your Tim Fer- favorite Tim Ferry memory? Uh... When I passed him at the Nations. <laughs> you, you motherfucker. All right. Thanks for coming on, Zach. See you later. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Uh, Zach, Zach thinks he passed him. Then I remembered. Zach thinks he passed him at the Nations. Did he not? No, it didn't happen. Is there no, like, Dude, statistical proof? Result sheets out, I mean, as many times as you can send someone a result sheet. Lap times, I mean, it's it's all there. Okay, yeah, but you know what? On Sunday, when the race mattered, that's when the, when the big one five brought it. Also beat him in the first moto there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because you had the inside gate pick and he didn't. Is that Zach? Is that when Dude, you were Puerto Rican? Team Puerto Rico. Yeah, yeah. he was we, Puerto Rico. We qualified twenty. Uh, no, eighteenth because we were the last team. I passed Burner in the last turn to put us. This in. this never happened. We this never happened. Team. None of this happened, Zacho. Like seriously, man, you didn't pass Michael Byrne in the last on turn. A pipe dream or something. Uh, hey, uh, better question. What's wrong with Eli, Zach? Well, first of all, let me just address you by saying I am a podcaster, but I don't have to have an opinion on everything, so don't come at me like that yeah, you when, do. when you think I'm not listening. That's, that, <laughs> I knew you were listening. That's why I said that. I was, I was, I was giving you I've a softball. I've got enough negativity with Weege telling me that I was only going to do two episodes. Now I'm five in. Yeah. So yeah, um, that, that sounds like some shift. real. That sounds like real talk there, Zach. I yeah. like it. Uh, shift, shift, <laughs> shifting gears. Podcast. Uh, Marty Davalos out today. Um, what's been the f- oh, but for real, Zacho? Um, what's been the feedback for you and your shows and doing doing everything um, so far? Do you, have you been, have you been enjoying them? I know you said Marty blew you off the first time, which which welcome to our world. But um, uh, how have you been enjoying it? And what's been the feedback? Uh, well, I chewed gum in the first one. That was just you might as well crucify the podcast <laughs> then and there. Like the most um, annoying yeah. sound in the world all the way through the first one. Yeah, <laughs> I messed it up. Um, but now it's coming a little more natural. I'm not as nervous. Um, Marty was an awesome interview. He was mm-hmm. super um, open about everything with, you know, still being in the 250 class, whatever. Um, his roots from being from Ecuador and everything. We had a really good time. We're good friends, so that made it a lot easier. And, uh, you know, it's fun when you have somebody that can kind of extend on your questions, whereas right. uh, as opposed to someone who just answers the question and is like you know looking for more. Um, but that's this part of it. I mean, um, who did that, that to you? That's something. Muskan. No one. You said it's a lot easier than when they do that than that. I want to know who. Yeah, yeah. it could only I be mean, four yeah, people. Just, yeah, who who yeah, who didn't expand on your questions? One of the. <laughs> I was just trying to give you a compare and contrast, okay? <laughs> Again, I do not need this negativity. <laughs> hey, Zach, you can ask Muscan something. Ask him. Uh, I'm actually going to try to do one with him pretty soon. Um, 
He won't give you a short okay. answer. Ask him. Um, I'm, I'm really happy with Marvin right who, now, by who, the way. Who do you want to get on, Osborne? Who do you want to get um, on your show? Savachi. Sifting gears. I'd love to have Mitch, actually. Um, he's just like an icon. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion, I'd love to have him on. I don't know if it would ever happen or not. Um, MC would be cool. Yep. And I want to I want to get like um, some other athletes from other sports um, at a high level. You know, I don't know what the real uh, reality of of uh, chances that is, but I would love to. Um, I'd like to see uh, you in the ninety two do one together. How how's that relationship? Yeah. Is it okay? I don't know, man. That's not. Didn't, not didn't one of them hurt eight, the other one? Yeah, yeah. They had a run in a couple of years Who? ago. Didn't Zach hit well, him? Well, Zach hit him. No, AC hit Zach in the first turn of practice, and so Zach That's went right. back at him mm-hmm. and tore out his That's blew out when his the 250 guys were all killing each other yes, every yes, week. Right. But um, but I but I put I them on a group text this. shortly after that, and they were sort of responding to each other. So it wasn't the end of the world. Well, I think we were each responding to you. <laughs> maybe. But neither maybe. of us responding to each other. Maybe. Didn't right. save the number of the other one. In the right, phone. right. So, well, we'll, we'll try, to, try to work it out. Um. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Uh, uh, but yeah, maybe Phil. Go go find Phil. Well, me, Phil, and Alex had planned to do um, a three-way uh, podcast in Minneapolis, but uh, I didn't make it that weekend, so we haven't all three been in the same place again. Okay. But at some point, yeah, me, Phil, right. and Alex are gonna uh, do like a round table of uh, old school Club MX stories. Okay. And, um, yep. Just fun stuff that we've kind of experience together right so how, about, how about a sit down with Savachi? just you two that, talk that, about that it that wouldn't happen it's not happening it's not it a sit down or a takedown no Savachi <laughs> yeah. won't even come on this show and <laughs> let alone just Zach. because just because i'm team zach in his eyes never mind gonna talk to zach who actually you know knocked him down so mm-hmm. that ain't gonna happen but that would be great yeah. i'm just thinking of all the toughest ones that he could pull off right Zach now. Zach would be like, hey, Joey, welcome to Shifting Gears. Uh, and all you hear is <laughs> just a fist. <laughs> Zach just goes, uh, sorry, bro. I don't mind awkward. I'm, I'm a pretty, um, pretty masterful in awkward situations, so I'm good, I'm good with whatever. Yeah, because you had to go to like Turkey and Libya and all these places and and try to like check into a hotel, you know. You've been through some stuff, right? You've been the Turkey thing was quite gnarly. I I don't know if I've ever told this story, um, like publicly, but whenever I went there, um, I didn't have a rental car. Like I flew from Belgium. Steve booked my flight like the day before, as per usual. And uh, on the other side, I literally had no clue where I was going. I had no rental car. No one picking me up. And I got really, really lucky that there was a, a Danish kid, Nikolai Larson, on my flight that I knew um, that I had known for a while from when I was racing over there when I was a kid. And uh, he was kind of in the same situation. So we just went outside in, in Istanbul, got in a random cab. Dude could have taken us literally anywhere. It would have been like, take, it would have been like taken. Yeah. It or was, hostile. I, that's exactly what the whole time I'm just like, please, God, don't let this turn out to be that movie, you know? So we, uh, I, I had internet. He didn't have internet on the phone. Um, I looked it up on the, on the MXGP website, like the location or whatever. And he's like, "Oh yeah, airport." And we're like, "I don't think so, but yeah, let's go." So we get there, and we actually the paddock was on, uh, on on the tarmac of an old airport, like the old main Istanbul airport, and the track was built right there. And yeah, it just like worked out, and that's still like. To this day, 
one of the times where I'm like, man, that really could have gone like so badly wrong, but it just didn't. Uh, yeah, it, it, yeah, it, it's a new level of of tr- travel that that none of us can really pick of or think of when it no. comes to like St. Louis or Indianapolis or wherever we're going. <laughs> like, like it's quite different. Uh, Zacho, oh. so um, let's keep going with MXGP talk. So, do you think the '84 races here for the summer? Man, I don't know. We had this discussion the other day in the gym. Um, I. I think so. You do, yeah. I I just have a feeling, you know. Um, I think it would be kind of massive for everyone involved. The only thing that I, you know, I read the article with Pitt the other day. Yep. Um, saying that he wasn't, you know, super keen on it or whatever. Yep. But you know, two hundred points is a lot. I mean, he's the fastest man on the planet, in my opinion. But. 200 points is just like, you know, even if he won every moto out and Tony had a couple of, like, tenths, it's still not, you know, not enough. No way. But but if he goes out there and Tony gets hurt, you know, he could catch second place. Yeah. So that's a... I mean, I don't know. know. It's a tough situation. It's, you know, you know that he can come here and be competitive. He proved that a couple years ago. Yeah, I think he can be competitive. Um, Yes, I do. I think so. Uh, I don't know what else to say. I mean, he's going to be good wherever he's at. So, yeah. I, I, if I were them, I would be into it. But I know that there's a lot of sponsors, um, team-wise, that are kind of from private to Europe for Jeffrey, if you will. Right. So I think that that's going to be you know the biggest hurdle for them. But at yeah. the same time, um, do you mean like Pirelli or like other stuff? To win. Do what? You, do you mean like Pirelli or like other stuff? No, I think more complicated, but I don't. I don't really know the situation well enough to say. I'd like to but see I, him. I'd like I, to see him get on a production bike. Try that, Jeffrey. Yeah. I would say he was on a production bike in Indiana that he had never ridden before. Yeah. Whatever. Try that, Steve. I was there, bro. <laughs> I watched that. Okay, so Daniel has a Peter question dropping. about Marvin Webb. Go ahead, Daniel. What, Daniel? I do. Oh, well, kind of do. I kind of know. <laughs> But I kind of want to ask his opinion. So, how is uh how how is life with your uh, training buddies, dude? It's great. We just all hang out and chill and ride together, and that's it. That's it. Okay, moving on. No, <laughs> well, that was Mark's. That was Mark's using that drop. Not, not us. Not me. Nope. No, I heard. I heard it was Daniel. <laughs> no, I I I just imagine. Uh, okay, Zach. Here's what I said. Publicly, you're gonna hear all the right things. Privately, you're going to see an environment that's controlled, that is not allowed to whatever. But deep down internally, that doesn't mean that either one is keen on the other one. And that's just it's just a thought. There. It's not as tense as I had anticipated, uh, you know, in the situation they're in, if I'm honest. Um, I mean, they're pretty cordial. We all still ride together, train together, obviously. Um not like anyone's abandoned ship or anything like that. I think it's you know still pretty intact at this point. Okay, so we all know you got you were unbelievable in the off season, and I was all on board the Zach train, and you got hurt. Yeah, whatever. You got hurt twice. Uh, you come back in. It's been ups and downs for you, um, but two two good races in a row. But I, how how is it possible for you to suck so bad? in practice at Indy all day and then also blow chunks in that heat race and still have the 
confidence slash skills slash whatever to bust out a pretty impressive main event. I mean, it wasn't maybe as great as you would have liked to, you know, a few months ago. If we had said, hey, you're going to get seventh, you'd be like, eh. But all things considered, you'll take it. Why were you so bad? Like, how do you fix that, too? That is a great question. Um, I really don't know. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I was a little spun out when the timing thing wasn't working in the first practice, and I felt really good. Okay. And it was showing me, like, 12th or something. And I'm like, this is not good. Like, if, if I'm actually legitimately 12th right now, we are in a yeah, but, world of hurt. Right but now. just, but you knew it wasn't working. Chad had the fastest time. We all knew it wasn't working. No, I didn't know that. I'm going around. I'm like, this is bad. Like, oh, okay. I, I had no clue that it wasn't working. And then someone had me at a decent lap time on a stopwatch, and I was like, okay, maybe it's not that bad. Well, then we went back out in the second practice, and I just literally never found the track. And I was, I, like I told you on the post race thing, I was like. It was the worst worst race day I've ever endured, except for the main event. Like, yeah. before the main event, if you had told me I was going to get seventh, I would have been like, okay, like, where do I sign? I'll, I'll right, that. right, I'll right, 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 yeah. Um, but having said that, I rode well enough in the main to where, had I been aggressive on the first, a little more aggressive on the first couple of laps, I feel like I could have gotten a, a pretty solid fifth. But, um, yeah, at the same time, I... Yeah. Uh, I can't really explain um, the day uh, on Saturday. Very, but, uh, very I know bizarre. It won't happen again. Yeah, very bizarre. Um, but, but again, yeah, rebounded nicely. Take that seventh and and go. You know, from there. What has been what has been the biggest eye opener so far for your five or six races here that you've done in four fifty Supercross? Um, I I don't know I. One thing is, I don't know if they're fixing the tracks more than they used to um, between or what, but I feel like the tracks aren't quite as gnarly um, conditions-wise as they were sometimes in the past. I always thought like that the track was so much worse for them than, than for us, mm-hmm. but I feel like it, it hasn't quite been that way. Like this weekend when we went out for the site lap, I mean, pretty much all was the like brand stuff new. that I was like concerned about was brand new, so... Um, that's been one thing. Um, there's definitely a little more respect in the class. Yeah. Uh, like in the first laps of practice and stuff, nobody's really trying to send it, um, which I, I'm guilty of being one of those guys in the 250 class. Like, I'm, I'm a sender. Um, not much other than that. It's right. freaking gnarly. I mean, there's, there's no two ways about it. It's super gnarly. Um, the first race back that I did was Dallas, and – you know, it was nine tenths between first and fourteenth. That's mm-hmm. uh, pretty unheralded, in, in my opinion, in uh, this sport. Yeah, it uh, it is. It's pretty gnarly. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. You got a question for Zach Osborne? Brought to you by Vertex Pistons, the official piston of every two-stroke KTM and Husqvarna. Which Zach rides. Dude, have you interviewed Randy about his recent win at the Sandblast Rally? No. I don't even know what you're talking about. What are you talking about? He won at the pool yesterday in Vegas. What? You know how many kids I have? Because he obviously (laughs) no turn events. Didn't know how many kids we had. Yeah. Don't know anything about Randy. Yeah. Big big win for Husqvarna. We're Husqvarna teammates. Except I bought mine. Yeah, the Sandblast Rally is a a big uh, motorcycle rally race that's in. uh, Oh, is that where you were like? Yeah, yeah, I saw your Instagram stories. Okay, so you won that. Yeah, won the thing. Yeah. Oh, nice yeah. job! It's really good. Yeah, oh, cool. I was surprised. He won the whole deal, dude. Overall and everything. 
Yeah. So my my we raced uh, eighty miles of dirt roads. Okay. I'll show you the video yep. during yep. the clip. Eighty miles of dirt roads, and my average speed for the entire day was sixty five <laughs> miles an hour. On dirt roads on a Husqvarna 701. I was letting that thing eat. The 701. It was maybe, so yeah, much okay. fun. Yeah, yeah. 103. Uh, Zach, uh, so just glance down at the speedometer. Like if there's some long half-mile-long straightaways, you can just glance down. So yeah. 103 was the highest number I saw. Huh. Dude, Jeez. I don't know if I'm down with that. I got a 701, and mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think I've ever had over like 65 mile an hour. Yeah, but that's on pavement. Dirt road, it's a lot safer. Between pine trees, that's a lot safer. Oh, yeah. No, no, don't have to worry about deer running out or anything like well, that. Well, right. if, if I go do that thing next year, because the way they start you is whoever won the previous year starts first. They go in order that way. So I'd signed up and never ridden it. So I was in 35th yeah. starter, right? right. So I was, and they start 32nd interval. So I was catching four, five, six, seven people each section yeah, yeah. and just passing them so next year but it was cool because all those bikes had been through there so hopefully they'd scared away all the deer so next year if <laughs> yeah. i go i'm yeah, the first, first i'm the first guy, guy yeah. in there I, I'm, uh-huh. I'm not i'm not on that one yeah well so. yeah we got our Why is we got just wire your horn on the whole time. <laughs> That's what I need to I gotta, do. Yes. I gotta, Leave it on. Extra battery yeah. for it. Uh, I got a, I got a yeah. regional lights arena cross west champion and a sandblast yeah. winner here. I, I had no idea. Wow. Talented studio. Um, yeah, absolutely. And, for, and, and don't forget, I, I know you you often forget but your accolades, but you have four Manitoba titles. Don't yeah. forget. Yeah, you no, know what they don't say? Forget it's, that. It's, no. Hey, it's no. harder to defend yeah. than when the and first one. So, Steve, you actually have defended a few times. We never have done that. I missed the fifth by two points. So, uh, we've got some phone calls for you, Zacho, here. Let's go. <laughs> Kaiser, what's up, man? You want to talk to Zacho? Yeah, I have uh, two questions for him. Uh, the first one. If he gets asked to ride the motocross of nations this year, will he do it? And the second, does he have any idea on what America could do different to compete in this thing? Uh, first question answers yes. I'll be there if I'm asked. Uh, second question, uh, it's a good one. It's complex. I mean, this year, I think, uh, you know, as a team, if we could get on the podium um, in this, Sand Haven that we're going to mm-hmm. uh, would be a, a big, big uh, feat. I mean, it's it's no joke. I think we're going to have to go there early, um, you know, three, four weeks early, and try to start riding. Um, mm-hmm. But man, it's a tough event to win. It's it's uh, that, that's not there's happening. a lot more strategy that goes into it than than you think. And I can't really explain the red bud thing. And I, I do agree with a lot of the comments that I've seen that. You know, it wasn't the typical American Red Bud, um, but at the same time, I think that they, you know, that we were better uh, than than what we showed. Um, also, one thing is, you know, just like me coming back from my injury right now, being kind of six weeks behind on racecraft, it's easy to say, you know, just keep training for, for the extra five weeks or whatever, but the whole time we're just training, you know, they're racing, and those races, even if you take, you know, one-tenth of a second from each of the six weeks that they're continuing to race, that, mm-hmm. you know, six seconds, which in, or six-tenths of a second, and in, you know, 20 laps, that's 12 seconds. So that's a, that's a lot, I think, um, that, that people don't really factor that in. And, um, yeah, it's, it's just it's a tough race to win at the end of the day. It is. Uh, Kaiser, um, what do you think? Hey, Kaiser, what's your favorite Tim, Tim Ferry memory? Uh, Tim Ferry watching him ride 125 at the Pontiac Silverdome. Oh, that's a good memory. Just shredding, no doubt. Um, <laughs> hey, do you have a bike, Kaiser? 
Yeah, a YZ125. All right. Well, you want a Maxima oil kit for it? Uh, yeah, it'd be awesome. All right, Maxima USA, everybody. Official oil of the Monster Energy Pro Circuit team and uh, Monster Energy Kawasaki. MaximaUSA.com. Stay on hold. Kaiser will get you that info, all right? Or uh, all right. Travis will get you the info. Um, by the way, I texted AC. I said, would you do a podcast with Zacco? And he said he would, just not right now. He's in a title hunt. Mm-hmm. But I said, but you would do okay. it? And he said yes. So there we all go. All right, all right. I'm down. I'm well, down. We're getting that, we're getting that uh, dialed in. Uh, Cam, what's up? You got a question for Zach? Uh, yeah, I do. I've never called him before, but I thought I'd make my call in for Zacho. Yep. I want to thank him for representing us in 2017 at the Nations. Don't forget about the ISDE. And, uh, Don't forget about the ISDE as well. Two times. Yeah, two, two that's times. for sure, too. Yep. I want to ask you about that. Your teammate, Thomas Covington, um, do you ride with him at all in the week? And how do you think his season's coming since he's never been here before? Um, obviously, it's not quite what he wants. I mean, uh, I've ridden with him for the last two weeks, sort of. You know, he's been at, at the Vegas factory for Daytona and then a little bit of testing last week. Um, not really riding with him, but seeing him, you know, I think it's just an experience thing. Um, he went to Europe at a you know, before he got any Supercross experience. So he's basically, I mean, not even just a Supercross rookie, but just like completely trying to grasp this uh, whole concept in, you know, the span of three months, whereas most kids from America ride Supercross from the time they're 15 or 16 years old for three or four years, the whole whole Supercross offseason to kind of avoid what he has going on where you're just trying to, almost race into it and uh, I think that's just a hard thing to do mm-hmm. but he's a talented guy as we've kind of all seen before and he'll figure it out I mean he's uh, he's you know I think he's going to be a lot more of a threat outdoors and, and um, you know hopefully he can find some momentum here at the end of Supercross and then carry yeah. that into outdoors and then you know next year I think will be a completely different ball game for him just uh, in my opinion just come up for Hangtown, Big Air Tom. That's it. It's over. It's done. It's not working out. Just go ride moto and get ready before your confidence gets completely shattered. That's, I agree. I think that, every yep. lap on Supercross that he does from here till Hangtown yep. is making things worse. Yeah, and, and that's free advice from a couple of podcasters. Right? <laughs> uh, Cam, thank you. Thanks, Cam. Yeah, no problem. Take care. All right. Um, let's go to Gringo on four. Yo, Gringo. Yo, what's going on, fellas? What's up, Gringo. Gringo, hey, you I got just came over, dude. Say that again. You should have just came over to my house. We could have listened together, and you wouldn't have had to call in. <laughs> oh, bro, I'm on the road, bro. I'm hammering down the highway of love right now trying to make that money. You know what I mean? Uh, I hear you trying to get that bread. That's it, bro. I got to do what I got to do. But listen, Zacho, I got something I want to ask you, bro, because Steve, you know, we love Steve, right? But, you know, every time that Daytona comes up, he's talking about that amateur thing, that it's just a bunch of little speed bumps there on the amateur day. So I was just going to yeah. throw this out there because he is the king of pulp world, you know. Mm-hmm. he's You know, we're all pulp nation. I'd like to see if maybe you guys can kind of nudge him into coming next year and doing, uh, you know, the Ricky Carmichael Supercross. Maybe we could uh, do a little moto together, you know. I'll go, Uh-oh. I'll sign up in his class. You know, I mean, no, 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 you know, just a little, just for fun. You know, we'll see, because I think that it's a little misleading. I think uh, if you do the amateur day, Steve, I think you'll enjoy it. We'll have fun. I think it's more challenging than you think. Okay, that's fine. I'd, rather, I'd rather light my nuts on fire. 
<laughs> All right, you don't want to do that one? I'll give you another one. Okay. I'll give you another one. What about the WW? They got an amateur day over there right now. That track, that track looks pretty good. That looks fun. Just thanks, for Steve. Fun. You... I'm saying for fun. You know what I mean? No, but listen, uh, Gringo, I got a. I, okay, I need a Blue Crew. I'm sponsored. I need yeah, a Blue yeah. Crew bike. I need my suspension. Because I, I mean, I'm fat. Adjusted for your weight, weight and, and or speed. And or speed. And or. And, and so I need all of that, Gringo. I need X brand goggles, fly race. I mean, I need everything. Guess what? Well, guess what? Okay, you so you got on. race tech. Race tech, right? Yeah. So I we need... got the boy down here. You got 612 down here. You got a couple people down here that could hook you up. You're going to tell me that we ain't, we can't get you no blue crew down here? You got the connections. Hey, I'll, I'll come you know, mount your tires and bring pizza. Oh, really? How does that it, sound? You yes. got, look at that. You got Randy with the start. You, you, you're factory rider, bro. You're ready to roll. Yeah, I would I'm like. I'm saying bring yeah. it down. I'd like that. Uh, if, uh, yeah, if I don't have to do anything, I just show I just up. just think if you yeah. do really well. <laughs> Maybe get a six-year deal out of it. Yeah, from the amateur races. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you, Daniel. You're I think, right. All the way to I think it. I think it would be fun. You know, we could all hang out. We get the boys there. You know, have right. a little thing going. Then maybe we could all go hit Croom afterwards. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I'm good on that. I'm good on the Croom. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, WW Ranch looks fun. Zach, have you ever been there? Uh, yeah, actually, um, before the Nations in '17, after the GP. Um, I went there for three days to ride, and it oh, was Oh, really? Awesome. Wow, look at you, uh, like a little yeah, boot camp. Yeah, we were camp. actually running from a hurricane, uh, <laughs> Irma, and uh, then we went to Tallahassee, and then back to Jacksonville, and then all the way down to uh, Melbourne right. to ride out the storm. It was pretty wild. Um, all right, oh, Gringo, anything else? Oh, hey, yeah, one more thing. Hey, I hope you're feeling better, by the way, after your little crash there. But, uh, hey, you, one more you. thing. I, I sent, did you get the passes I gave you with Daytona? I couldn't find you because you weren't amongst us peasants. I don't know where you were, but I sent you passes to that massage parlor. Did you ever get them? <laughs> no, I never got them, Gringo. <laughs> I never got the them. Orchid? I'm the sorry. owns the dribbling orchid over there. Who, I hooked you up. Who'd you give them to? The dude at Pro Circuit. I don't know if he's, uh, uh, I don't know who he, he is. He kept them himself. <laughs> Huh? He kept them for himself, I guess. Oh, that's bullshit right there. It is, Gringo. I'll tell you what. All right, buddy. Thank you for calling in. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Have a beautiful evening, man. See ya. That's Gringo, everybody. Gringo just lives right down the road from me. Yeah. His, uh, his son, Gabe, actually is my yard guy. Uh, he's real close to AC. Like, we walked from AC's house to Gringo's. Really? Yeah. 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 Uh, next up on the line is Zach. Or, sorry, Zach. Zach is on the line. Alex, you got a question for Zach Osborne. Zach, uh, what's up, dude? What's up, man? Uh, I just wanted to know, like, is there anything you miss about racing GPs? Like, <laughs> no, no, there's nothing he misses. <laughs> nothing. You nothing. Know, is there anything better about yeah. racing there than here? There is some stuff I miss about GPs, whether Steve would like to believe it or not. Um, I, I miss, crazy. like, the... Wash base? Know, like, just, like, little wild travel stories, like what I was talking about earlier, like, little uh, stuff like that. But... Oftentimes I tell my wife, like, I look back and I'm like, man, how did I do that? Or how did I make this work? And um, I don't know if, like, how with how kind of spoiled I am now, if you will, uh, if I could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, the you younger, can't. more desperate years, you are willing to do more things. You can't. It's terrible. I'm willing to send it a little more. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Hey, what's the worst, and I don't want to piss off an entire nation, but – what was the worst country you went to where it was just from the food, the hotel, to everything? What was the one that stands out as, man, I don't want to go there again? Um, dude, Russia was just a crazy place. Like, it wasn't bad, but it was just um, 
insanely different and hard work. Like the driving. I mean, we we had a bit of a special case. Uh, the the track was 400 k's from the airport, and um, in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Where we was drove <laughs> there on Thursday afternoon, and it took us 12 hours to go 400 k's because the traffic was that bad. Oh. So we get there, and KTM had kind of rented all the local hotels, which was like literally eight cabins yeah. that were like <laughs> at the track. Oh. And I slept in a tent with my mom under the semi because my teammate uh, was leading the championship. And he, you know, uh, <laughs> so he got the hotel. <laughs> it was brutal. Oh. I got the bed in the truck, and I slept in a tent on an air mattress with my mom that we had bought at like the Russian version. You were, you were rough on the Russian Walmart. Yeah, just just Wal- imagine, just imagine, Walmart-ski. just imagine showing up and be like, "Hey, Coop, we got an air mattress for you this weekend for your race." <laughs> just here you go. Um, but that- it was a cool experience. Like I, I went there. Um, we went straight from Latvia to Russia. And uh, we got to tour the Red Square and see all the, the stuff, and it was pretty incredible. But definitely the wildest place I ever went was was Russia. Uh, thanks for calling, Zach, or Alex. Thank you. Hey, later, man. Thanks. Zacho, do I have a spot in the motorhome for the Nationals this summer? Yeah, man. Sweet. It's so- a bunk bed, so, um, <laughs> yeah. Anderson will be there or no? <laughs> It's you and Anderson are going to share a bunk bed. No, it's awesome. You want top bunk or bottom? Uh, what, what, what one is easier or less hard, or harder for him for mur- to murder me in? <laughs> well. It'd be harder to stab yeah, up than it would be to stab down. Yeah. yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, stab, I want the top bunk then, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, hey, Zacho, when you, when you sign autographs, this is a question I like to ask riders every now and then. When you sign autographs, what do the majority of people – talk to you about in the line um well what i like about autographs okay is kids like i love to see kids smile mm-hmm. and me too I have kids of my own so i always try to like you know treat each kid as if you know the roles were reversed because a couple months ago we went to a gymnastics meet my daughter loves gymnastics and there was a girl there luckily my daughter didn't really know who she was she was a former olympian blah 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 but she was like, it was drizzling rain. We were in Anaheim. It was kind of drizzling rain. And she was freaking out about not signing autographs. And I'm I'm just like putting myself in her shoes. <laughs> right. My, my kid wasn't devastated, but like had it been someone she was into, she would have been devastated. So right. I always try to remember that, you know, that no matter what, yeah. I always try to take extra time and just see that everyone that wants an autograph gets an autograph. I know, um, but, but, but again, they... They cut the lines off at certain times, and I get it. I hear from those fans that get cut off, and I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. The racers have to get ready yeah. at some point. Yeah, it, it is. It's tough. Um, obviously, we have a job to do. That's part of the job, but at the same time, uh, the end result is the main job. Um, so we are watching video, mm-hmm. trying to eat the right food, trying to do this, that, the other. So it, it's you know it, it does get tough sometimes, but. Um, back to what they talk about this year. I have a T-shirt, so everybody's been kind of pumped on that. Oh, um, yep. They love to talk about Dino merch. He sits right next to me, right? So <laughs> they talk a lot about that. Um, oftentimes, people ask me about the dirt, like dirt compared to other places. You know, if they're locals, they want to know what their dirt's like, or um, you know, just just okay. weird questions All like right. that. I mean, uh, whatever they want to talk about, uh, right. I'm in. All right. 
Hey, uh, has has uh, Jason Wygant ever brought his kids over? You know, he's got two of them. I know you. Yeah, knew a lovely that, daughter. A lovely daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's brought them over to get, to get some autographs. I, I know you know no, that he, he has two, but just the same as you. But uh, he's um, some he's trying to act there. not biased, but some people. he doesn't. He's uh, he sees me as competition now. I'm afraid. Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah, podcast yeah. competition. So. Um, yeah. All right, Zach. He was trying to sell me a song the other day. No, oh, was he? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me a song. I'm like, Weege, I don't. I, I was joking. I don't want. I don't what, want. A song. What was it? Was it going to be another podcast? Pod, podcast. Another yeah. podcast. Uh, uh, he told me something like Wacko, Wacko Zacko. Like <laughs> oh, good, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you're like great work, buddy. Um, uh, I'm totally good with the Kings of Leon intro that I have. And I'm glad that the fantasy people are, are calmer now with you, that you, you've put in some results a few weeks in a row now. People are okay with you. It's Alex Ray, who's now facing the wrath of everybody. So congr- uh, congratulations. You're off the hook. Well, you know, I've stacked two weekends together, but there was that 22-10, 22-6 or whatever it was, and that people were getting very lit up about those off weekends. Right. Yeah, exactly. Zach, if you had any idea the things that JT has said about you behind <laughs> your back. No, I, know. I, I listened to the one show and he, he was wishing that I was falling. I was, was really broken down. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> Fantasy is so bad on so many levels. Dude, it's hard though. Like That's why I don't play when I race because literally I would be trying to see somebody like, get, you're, you're not on my team. Like You need to go backwards. Uh, <laughs> I, I wish there was a way to play lights only because I would definitely do that because I love a good gamble on a, on yeah. a lights guy that plus sixteen. Right. Um, right. But yeah, it's it's uh, it's a fun game, but dude, it's stressful. Uh, Mark is like, who are these people you're talking about? I've never <laughs> heard of them. <laughs> I know it's, it's amazing that, that guys don't know that, but I'm with you, uh, Marks. What'd you score? Uh, like two twenty. Okay. Yeah, two twenty. Yeah, two twenty. I think I got with two, seven guys. I got two twenty one with seven guys. I think or something. Did you get lap leader? Yeah, yeah. yeah Forkner. I got two oh one with seven. guys. Oh wait, I'm sorry. I had six guys: Carlin Gardner and Alex Ray. Go fuck yourselves. Yep. And Gardner was in qualifying spot all alone, no problem. I got this and crashed. So you scored more than me with one less guy. Yeah, I think so. Oh uh, yeah, hmm. sounds about right. I had two oh one with seven I think guys. My best score of the beginning was. Two ninety four. I want to. Oh, say. that's good. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. And but, hey, but that was in the beginning when the handicaps were yeah, a little high, right? And hey, Zacho, <clears throat> I had brought because A Ray was supposed to be on the night and then and then bailed. I brought a bunch of some Michelin mountain bike tires and road bicycle tires for him. I know you do a lot of training. Can I just ship them to you instead, bud? <laughs> can you <laughs> use them? Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll, yeah. I'll I'll get with you on that because I got to do something with them. I, I shipped them out here to Vegas. I was going to give them to A Ray. He bails, so I'm going to make good with them for sure. So I'll get in touch with you, buddy. Yeah. 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 Hey Zach, uh, I got a I got a serious question for you. Oh. What? What do you say? DV. Yeah. No, DV's coming on. He's he's calling in. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Can I ask my serious? Yeah. Question go ahead. Now? All right. Um. So you're training with Cooper and Marvin. Oh, here we go. No, this is legit. It's fine. I'm not. I'm not digging into the behind the scenes stuff. It's just this is some upfront stuff. They are chasing a Supercross title, so their focus has to be still on that. You are not in a championship points chase, so the points doesn't really matter. Are you stuck doing the exact same program with them all the way through, or can you put more outdoor time on and like maybe get a head start on those guys? Because that's actually a good question, Daniel. I. I said it was going to be a good one. Right, okay. So? Um, I guess I could do. I probably won't just because Why? Um, we kind of have the same 
program every year, um, you know, one day a week or one or two days a week. Um, but I really would like to get on the podium before the end of the season. I think that would kind of ease things up for me for next season. Mm-hmm. And I believe that, you know, with what I'm producing during the week, as soon as I get there to the weekend and make it happen, that, I, that I'm going to be on a podium. So for me, I'm actually kind of trying to break through some, some stuff too. So I'm not that worried about my outdoor speed. I think it'll come pretty quick. It's it's a little more natural to me than Supercross. So yes and no. I mean, I may do a, a couple extra days before we get to Hangtown. Um, but at the same time, I'm kind of chasing my own little championship, if you will. Your own yeah. personal goals. Yeah, my own personal would you, goals. But yeah. would you have the freedom to maybe steer off a little bit and maybe while they're pounding out some supercross motos swap it like i'm just saying if you were if you wanted to one week just could you kind of break off and maybe get some outdoors extra stuff in yeah if i told out and hey look i think this is you know the best plan and and we went over it and he felt the same then yeah i think he wouldn't have an issue with that but like i said right now the main focus is kind of to get back to where i belong or where i I feel like i definitely would have been in the off season um so I'm not even really that that worried about it. And, I mean, I've just kind of always been more natural. The outdoors, uh, hang counts a really good track for me, so I feel, you know, pretty comfortable with what I have. Um, I did a month of outdoor testing before I started riding Supercross after my injury. So I already have a decent setting, and I'm not going to be, you know, hunting for a bunch of, you know, random stuff for a long time. So I feel like... I uh, already have a little bit of a head start on it, so I'm not too too concerned about it. Um, all right, Zach Well, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Vertex Pistons bringing you Zach Osborne from the Rockstar Husqvarna team. Shifting Gears podcast. Subscribe to it. Marty Davalos, the latest one. So Marty didn't even know anything. It was under a Pulpomex umbrella, so good job, Zach, on hiding that for a little bit until late in the show. Yeah, I'm working on another uh, not Pulpomexer, so we'll Okay, see. yeah, please. Yeah, let me know on that. So um, Better odds. Savachi. On his podcast or Anderson on yours? Anderson on mine. That's better odds? I think so. Yeah. Zach? Do, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I think I so. Think it's that bad, like years later, You're even though. How, ma- how many guys have absolutely hated me and then came back on the show? Mm-hmm. How many? I don't even know how many. A lot of them. Mm-hmm. Hanny, Barsha, uh, God. Me? You? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so many. Um, yeah, there's a few of them. Anyways, yeah. Hey, Daniel, I have a question for you. Oh, is, this, is this about his arena cross title? No. Okay. Uh, so if I get it, if I'm in a press conference, right? Oh, like if I get on the podium. Yeah. Yep. I ask questions. You want to? You want to host it? No, no, no. I just want to be like, you know, I just want to get the floor mic and be like Zach Osborne, Shifting Gears podcast. Uh, this questions for so and so. Oh, you want to be media? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. EagleGritMedia.com. Yeah, <laughs> or made of it whatever you want to be that <laughs> yeah, week. Right. So you're asking, you can come in there anytime. No, no. We invite I'm, the writers in, Zach. Come on in and talk. Mm-hmm. You don't want to answer questions. You want to ask questions. Yeah, he wants to ask questions. No, but I want to be on the podium asking a question. You have 100% freedom. I'll, I'll allow it. Since I make all the decisions <laughs> right, at the right, press conference, right. obviously, as everyone When are you getting me on Supercross Live? I told you you got to earn it. Okay. You got to earn my trust. All right. Uh, what, uh, Zach, when am I getting you on race day live? Whenever I'm down. Okay. Uh, Houston. What, um, can we get some Eagle grit for the guys in the shop down Which there guys? at Baker's factory? 
Um, I think we have some. You probably do. Okay. Um, I know that Husqvarna, like the headquarters and yeah. all, they they buy. They okay. buy our wipes, okay. our okay. hand What's the other one? What? The Not Eagle Grit. What other one? There is <laughs> no other one. NotEagleGrit.com? <laughs> yeah, there isn't another one, Zach. <laughs> no, there's another one. I'm, I, I, I don't know if we grit. have that one or Eagle Grit. I think it's I think it's Gojo uh, or something p- pigeon grit. It's not buzzard buzzard grit. <laughs> yeah. Eagle grit or pigeon shit. Those right. are your two options. Uh. <laughs> Clean grip. <laughs> is that one? What is it? Clean grip. Grip clean. That's grip the dude. Clean? That's the dude that was on um, Shark Tank. Grip clean. Well, that's not the one uh, that you okay. need. You need eagle grip. I'll have to look tomorrow and I'll send you a picture. All right. All right. Thanks, Zacho. Thanks for the time. Good luck this weekend in uh, Seattle. Uh, bring, uh, bring you know the best boots you can to sort of um, get off of your bike and ride through the ruts with your legs up. Yes, yes, yep. I got this. Yeah, race day live in Houston. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. All right. See you, Zacho. Thanks. Bye. All right. See you. Friend of the show, Zach Osborne. There, uh, Maxima USA. We gave that guy Maxima USA uh, created for world class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. There are demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. Uh, MaximaUSA.com. Use the code PULP35 uh, to save at MaximaUSA.com. PULP35 code at MaximaUSA. They're number one aftermarket oil in America. Power Sports voted that way year after year. They didn't buy it. They got there by being the best. We know a lot of teams that use Maxima every weekend that maybe are sponsored by other oil companies even. So uh, MaximaUSA.com. Uh, the dogger works there, so that's good enough, right? Yeah. Let's do uh, X-Brand Goggle Taros. Can we do that? Sorry to throw that on you over there, guy in the corner. <laughs> It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire cue. Rapid-fire. X-Brand goggles. Choice of champions everywhere, like Randy Richardson. He uses X-Brands. Yes. Ben LeMay. Vince Freeze. Kyle Chisholm. Alex Ray. Fuck Alex Ray. Hey, Jacob, Jacob Hayes. Jacob Rena Hayes. Cross champion. Uh, Jacob like Hayes a real uses, one, though. Yeah, yeah, like a real one. <laughs> Not a regional. <laughs> <laughs> he uses X-Brand. EKSBrand.com. Use the code PULP19 to save at X-Brand.com. Uh, great company. Great goggles. Big things coming for these guys soon. Um, and uh, we're happy to uh, have them on the show for many, many years. Now, these questions are uh, rapid fire, and they're submitted by Corey Moser. Do you, either one of you? Used to know him. Randy? Never met the guy. Uh, I had a falling out with him. Did you? Denny Stevenson, buddy? I think so. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here we go, Marks. Steve, which quote-unquote guy is worse, the four-strokes ruined moto guy or the e-bikes are ruining mountain biking guy? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. They're fucking tied. Like they're tied, yeah. Like, like, fuck off, everybody. Right? Like, like seriously. I mean, no, I don't think that's waffling. They're tied. They're both terrible people. <laughs> They're terrible people, like in every part of their life, right? No, I will Not say just that, on hey, that one. Hey, Probably a really good dude. Hey, I will say this: the four strokes have, and I've said this over and over, they have made the racing worse. I agree. The racing on 100%. the dirt, on the supercross tracks has been worse since four strokes came in. I've always said that. However, a four stroke bike right now. It's pretty damn sweet. Uh, they allow you to be a bit lazy. They allow you to jump things that you maybe wouldn't jump on a two-stroke. They're, they're rider-friendly. They've got EFI. I mean, they are the ultimate in technology. I rode a KTM 300, and then I, what are the letters after that? <laughs> <laughs> like, they have all the XCs, the yeah, UAE, yeah. whatever. XCW. And is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. Could be. Dude, it was so fun. I, I It was last week, and right. I don't obviously right. I don't ride anymore much, right. but I had more fun on that bike than anything, and it was on a regular moto track, just throwing it around, good power back. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah. I loved so, it. They're both the same, yeah. What was the time on that? I don't know. I forgot. 
All right. Daniel. I never tie mine. Yeah. Everyone else's. Uh, what's your long-term goal in commentating? Are you gunning for RC spot or hope to move into bigger things like we did with NASCAR? <laughs> we just didn't do shit. <laughs> I was going to say. We just didn't do shit. I just read the questions. Okay. I said, we just told me a little bit of that story. Yeah. yeah that's right. pretty funny. His NASCAR thing took a right turn, didn't it? <laughs> uh, it didn't go left. Yes. Um, definitely. No. Um, honest truth. 100% truth. I I want I want to be in the NFL. I want to be either sideline reporter or somehow involved with NFL. So twenty six seconds. They're not going to put you in the booth because of your credentials. You don't have Carmichael credentials or anything else, and, and that's that's what I believe. <laughs> you think his yeah, yeah. you think his football credentials are better? Yeah, but <laughs> well, no, but sideline guys are different. Okay. Yeah, that's like uh, Mich- yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm competing with Michelle Tafoya. Yeah, so I might I might have a harder road there too. Right. So, uh, but no, that's I would honestly say ultimate goal. Would be to right, somehow be involved seconds. in the NFL. Yeah, we, got right. it. we got the first. Okay, right. we're just having a conversation. Yeah, Randy. Yes, you've ridden moto and cycled with Mathis. Which one showcased his five-time Manitoba champion skills better? He said five-time. Eh. Yeah, I got to get his facts straight. First of all, uh, I was I was amazingly impressed with Steve's conditioning here, here today. No, I'm serious. I'm on an e-bike. <laughs> I was on an e-bike too, jerk. <laughs> and I'm trying to keep up with you. Yes. I, I don't know. Yeah. No, no. I'm, hey, the motor on my Taser is stronger than the motor on the on the Levo. Yes, and, so. you're, and, you're, and your calves are the size of my thighs. Yeah. Well, but still, right. you're stronger. You, you climb strong. He's got really good uh, technique on the descents and picks, picks lines really well on a mountain bike. I pick lines well because I've ridden that track 100 times. Do you, uh, do you get arm pump no. when you ride that thing? No. Okay. No. Just curious. Um. But losing the weight and feeling better yeah, has yeah. helped me ride the dirt bike better, too. Mm-hmm. So I really feel like the last few times I've gone on the dirt bike, I'm like, I can sort of feel it. Yeah. <laughs> I can kind of feel. Flashback to the titles? Yeah, kind of. So Go uh, get that fifth one. Yep. Fucking Ryan Heber. Or at least just go back I'm and get two find more Ryan, points. I'm going to find just go Ryan. Back and get two more points and start saying five times. I'm going to find Ryan Hebert, line him up in a field, beat him, get those two points back. <laughs> yep. You're coming for you, Ryan Hebert. <laughs> How's Pookie going to feel about that? Isn't she already pissed at you for this tip over today? Yeah, she going to yeah, let you go yeah. chase a title? Well, I told her Randy made me f- crash, so. Hey, <laughs> you, got, you got that ice you can't handle on your shim, and you get ready to go to bed, you can put your shin on her cold shoulder. Yeah. Because <laughs> that'll make you feel better. Yeah. All right. Four time. What are you most looking forward to at Seattle? Seeing Moser. Honestly, yeah. I mean, other than that, the track sucks. It's not entertaining. It's going to be brainy and shitty and ruddy and... But whatever you do, track designers, build the whole thing like you would normally. Just peaky, don't, peaky, yeah, peak everything right up. So because that's really good. That's Could a you great imagine word. if they mellowed it out and then the rain just didn't come? That's and fine. you were riding on a futures track. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> that's fine. Hey, it actually be a different look. It'd it be would be cool. Yeah. All right, Daniel. With Loretta's being the first, what is the second most important amateur race or event? None. They're all dumb. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. I just don't believe yes. in it at all. After I'm, Loretta's. Loretta's is 20 minutes. It's rough. It's hot. It's humid. It is a track in a field that is nothing like anything professional whatsoever. It is. There are 200 local tracks in this country that are more like a national than Loretta's. I'm sorry. That is a field track with a bunch of ruts and, that's your, and a couple tabletops. And that's, and that's your, your race take rant of the night. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Sorry, not sorry. 
Randy, you ride and race several events and bikes. What's one you haven't done that's on your bucket list? Wow. Uh, I so wanted to do the vintage uh, Daytona yep. race. Yeah, I, I was Would so... Would you bring out the, the Husky for that? Yeah, you drive up? Yeah, the High Revan 77 yep. and the 75 Husky 250. Yeah, if, if we had not had that press launch, um, I would have been there. Yep. Full mustache, jeans, open face helmet, running it. <laughs> Cigarette in the mouth on the starting line. The full, <laughs> right. full deal. Yep. That's right. <laughs> Twenty point. Next year. Next year. Steve, if Hurling comes to America to race the outdoors, is he considered the favorite? Mm. Co-favorite. Yeah, but I'm not going to gargle his balls like everyone. Like, dude, the fucking gargling of Hurling's balls is big over here. Like, <laughs> the guy's gnarly, and he probably will win. But the fucking oh, 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 just blow, like there's so many industry people that are just like th- just saying he's just going to go twenty four. Who's the worst? Oh. Who's the who's the biggest gargler? Uh, Parabinos is bad. Is he? Yeah, he's bad. <laughs> um, I think him and Tomac could go in as equals. I I really do. Same here. Which Tomac? <laughs> the outdoor Tomac. The, old, oh, the outdoor, outdoor Tomac. Tomac. The outdoor my bad. Tomac. My bad. Yeah. Because Eli knows the tracks. <laughs> Every European that's yeah. ever come over here has said that they yeah they don't have enough time on the tracks on just. Two practices. I know he won Indiana, mm-hmm. but he actually got a little fortunate to do that. Um, and 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 you got to remember, Eli was riding for a title. Marv had the title stuff. There was a lot of stuff going on for those guys. He still is a badass. I put him with Eli as one A and one B or whatever you want to do. Go be, I think it would be great. Yeah, and I, I as a fan of the sport, I absolutely hope that that's yeah, what so he does. I, I, I love, love to, to see it. it. Love to see that. It's gonna be people like lining up at his motorhome. Is it my turn? <laughs> <laughs> Ah. All right. <laughs> Daniel, can you think of anyone who's doing more for the privateers this season than Mathis? Why haven't you interviewed him on Supercross Live? Oh, that's a great question, talk about, whoever you are, Moser. Talk about gargling. Yeah. I will donate $1,000 to the charity of choice if I ever take my kid to Loretta's. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> what the, where the hell did that come from? I just decided right now. It's an expensive race, right? Tangent talk with yeah. $1,000 to the charity of He's your not choice the question. if my kid is ever, if I ever take him to Loretta's. All right. And I'm cheap. So that is like almost, I just locked it down. It will never happen, no matter what. Right. So you're saying. So can you answer so the question saying, or no? So you're saying that your, your son. Who you're making accelerate? Do not let off until you get to the cone. Yeah, teach just so he can enjoy riding dirt bikes and have some fun. Life, dis- life discipline lessons is what I'm teaching him right now. When I say gas it to the cone, that means gas it to the cone and break after. It has nothing to do with Loretta's. It has to do with life. Um, your dad. By the way, the Yamaha raffle. <laughs> 100% of the money goes to three privateers. It's over 22 grand right now. Uh, we're giving away a YZ450F 2019. It's in my studio right here. It's five feet from me right now. Michelin is going to donate some tires. Uh, we got some gear for it. Vortex, FMF, Works Connection, Guts, Roost, uh, uh, Firepower, all on board with those guys. So 20 bucks for one raffle ticket, 22 grand right now. RV donated 1000 bucks last week. So 1000 bucks that I owed him. Mm-hmm. So if I take my kid to Loretta's, I'll throw a thousand towards yeah. the, to, to, the privateer, the, raffle, so. the privateer raffle. Yep. Adam, I think that really shot himself. Yeah. In the foot this it, it, what's he gonna think event? when at the end of the year he loses his thing by a couple oh, and he goes, well, man, his brother's hat. in second, so they probably have a deal worked out anyways. Dude, a bro deal. Yeah, yeah. A bro deal. Yeah, he just had to bring it in Indy yeah. and ruin yeah. everything. So, <laughs> all right, you didn't answer the question, but yes, yeah, oh, so I'll be on Supercross live soon. We're working on it. Yeah. I I need a little bit more convincing. You've been actually really good on this show. Mm-hmm. I've been monitoring your okay. 
hatred for my bosses yep, or yep. your or your well, just wait. It's your early. attitude it's early. toward my bosses. It's early. So all right, well, okay. you're doing good. I, I did complain you know about now. the peaky jumps in Seattle. That's I mean, they're not out there with shovels doing it themselves. That's right. not how it's happening. So, <laughs> Randy, who is the highest paid Michelin athlete? That's an awesome question. Wow, kind of is. I don't even know if Randy knows or even say. In, or... uh, well, uh, in the North American market, that'd probably be me. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I, I'm blessed with a good salary, and uh, it's. Uh, I can assure you, it's not Pastrana. We have a great relationship with him, yeah. and uh, it's it's uh, it's not him. I don't know. I don't. Good question. It'd be me. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> X-Brand Goggles is a choice of champions ever. If you don't wear X-Brand, you will not win. Charles oh. Castle, I'm coming for you. That's exactly it. So, <laughs> uh, EKSBrand.com, Pulp19 is the code to save. Rick Johnson is coming up. Let's go to commercial break. Uh, and uh, we'll come up with RJ, Jason Thomas, uh, David Villeman, Nick McCampbell coming up as well, Dan- Randy Richardson, Daniel Blair in studio. Um, before we go, I want to talk about Firepower real quick. Firepower gave us a lithium battery and a chain for the draw that uh for, for the bike ben lemay using the chain right now uh in supercross uh and they got lightweight lithium oem batteries or oem uh oem batteries <laughs> all right here we go as <laughs> a leader and innovator for, for 50 plus years of experience in power sports firepower premium lead acid and lithium batteries save you cash and offer a superior performance over an oem $500 lithium battery. Uh, so get the lithi- get the uh, firepowerparts.com battery and save. Also, Japanese quality chain up to 50% less expensive than the competition. Go ahead, move forward, and ride with Firepower. Please check them out. Firepowerparts.com. New company, new brand, great products. We thank those guys. Uh, Randy Richardson, Daniel Blair in studio. We'll come back with Rick Johnson and more. Thanks for listening. I'm Weston Pike. I ride for JGRMX Suzuki, and you're listening to The Pulp Show, and Steve Mathis is an idiot. All of us have one thing in common when it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need. Because our passion reflects yours. Yeah, that's right, people. That's Van Halen. I want to tell you about my two favorite things in life. Van Halen and Fly Racing. FlyRacing.com. They make much more than just moto gear. Mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts. They've got it. FlyRacing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet. It's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. So tell me why can't this be love? 
Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Thanks for listening to the Pulpamex show, everybody. Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right. Because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro, including Alex Ray back in the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of custom products from T-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section on the website. Get your Pulp Mech swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulp Mech stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoostMX, for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh, visiting RoostMX.net, and use the discount code PulpNation to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. So Randy Richardson, good guy, means well, great interview, but oh my gosh, his voice is f***ing annoying. In that case, boss, you may want to fast forward while I tell the rest of the Pulp MX show listeners about Michelin's extensive motorcycle tire product offer. The Pulp MX nation certainly knows about the Michelin Starcross 5 tire range and its outstanding durability and excellent performance, but I'd like to share some information on Michelin's wide range of industry-leading motorcycle tires. New for 2019, the Michelin Anarchy Adventure tire, which features two-compound technology, 
enables adventure touring riders to have confidence on any adventure with a new level of on-road stability and uncompromising traction off-road. The Michelin Road 5 tire is designed specifically for sport touring riders and provides the maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. As the exclusive MotoGP class tire, Michelin definitely understands the performance expectations of today's sport bike riders, and the Michelin Power RS tire enables those riders to unleash their full potential. If you're a Harley-Davidson owner, the co-developed and co-branded Michelin Scorcher tire range, which is original equipment on over a half million models manufactured over the past decade, is the right cruiser tire for you. For the latest on all Michelin motorcycle tire products, visit motorcycle.michelinman.com for more information and make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and at michelinmotorcycle.us on Facebook. This commercial is not 2019 Pulpy Award material. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a Defender Roost Guard or Guardian Body Armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MC KTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust of ya. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. 
Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they are all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. For 2019, Works Connection celebrates 30 years of delivering championship-winning products to motocross legends and champions like Lamson, McGrath, Wyndham, LaRocco, Carmichael, Dungey, Roxon, Plessinger, and more. Current race teams, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing Yamaha, Moto Concepts Honda, Team BWR, Rockwell Racing Yamaha, HEP Racing Suzuki, AJE Motorsports, and KTM Canada have also come to rely on Works Connection's commitment to innovation and quality. So if you're looking for factory-level parts, like radiator braces and skid plates to protect, rip a whole shot with a pro launch, or upgrade to the elite line of axle blocks, clutch perch, or bearing-equipped throttle tubes, just visit WorksConnection.com. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Everybody, Paul Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Nick McCampbell coming up, the mechanic for Vince Freeze, and now Michael Alessi, of course, with Vince's injury. He's coming up. Um, uh, David Villeman is coming up. We already had Zach Osborne on. Thanks to Wacko Zacko. And we have uh, two great guys in the studio Randy Richardson from Michelin and Daniel Blair from uh, EagleGrid.com. Um, thanks to uh, those guys for coming in. All right, everybody having fun? We're, we're good? We're okay? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, your mic's on. It's on that. It's still not on. Check your cord down there. You may have kicked it. Oh, you grabbed the wrong headset, so that's awesome. 
How's it? Try this yeah. one, Daniel. Yeah, Try that, that one. That one works. Janky ass studio, man. <laughs> Sorry for having too many five hundred dollar headsets. Our bad. Yeah. Our bad. Step it up, man. Jeez. Uh, Profilter, Profilter.com. Uh, Pulpamex thirty five at checkout. Sold through Power Sports dealers nationwide. Pick up a pre oiled, ready to use air filter or high quality premium air filter for your next service. If you haven't heard of Profilter, maybe you've been roosted too many times. They've been active in the industry for a decade. Make top quality air and oil filters. Uh, Profilter.com. MaximaUSA.com. Uh, uh, to grab those, profilter.com will work as well. Uh, thanks to those guys for stepping up and uh, giving me uh, filters for my YZ450. Absolutely love them. Uh, also, to Intense Bicycles, uh, happy to have a Taser, an e-bike right now. Um, it did cartwheel and left some marks, Randy, on the handlebars. <laughs> Pretty good marks. Uh, there's, there's there's rock marks on the handlebars, and I'm sure there are handlebar marks on, on, on some rocks. rocks. Yes. But uh, it worked like a charm. Pulpamex tanned at IntenseBicycles.com to save. Uh, love the fact that you guys have bought six or eight bikes or something. I saw an update uh, using the code, so thank you for those guys. Uh, if, you, if you want a new mountain bike, you want a Taser. Taser has 0% APR financing, by the way, so that's pretty cool if you want to do that or if you just want a regular old mountain bike uh pulpum x10 will save you code at, at intense bicycles thanks for the guys at intense for the taser i'm absolutely loving it uh great uh, great work so uh this past weekend randy richardson was up in perump uh doing a michelin uh touring tire what's it Advent- called adventure, adventure touring, touring tire uh, what's it called lunch. it's our michelin anarchy adventure anarchy yeah what's, anarchy what's that oh lord <clears throat> Uh, bad, bad question. I should. no, no. Oh, uh, I don't know what it means. I don't know. Oh, you don't know what it means. I don't know what it means. It's something Bobindum said. Mm, no, it's not Bobindum. It's Bobindum. Oh, okay, Bobindum. Okay. okay, I live in South Carolina, not yeah. North Carolina. Did you know that's that guy? He's called Bobindum. The Michelin Bobindum. That's the name of the little guy. Yeah, he's not little. He's kind of big. Great radio, bro. So yeah. Anyways, yeah. okay. So Randy was at some anyway. launch, and uh, and so also at the launch was uh, multi-time Supercross motocross champion an all-time legend of the sport we always love talking to this guy and we're pumped to have him on rick johnson rj what's up man how are you what's up mathis what's up randy how you how you recovering from the uh from the nice sleeping situation up there <laughs> oh it was good what, what was the deal it was good. the uh we we worked uh, really well with a company called six speed who uh-huh. organized uh, everything from a to z it was a great launch uh but sometimes mother nature can be a real mother and uh, it was it was cold, cold Friday night. Was so, it? Yeah. Yeah. So RJ left, and uh, he he told me Saturday evening after the press launch he uh-huh. was heading on home. Yeah. And I said, okay, what tent were you in? <laughs> so I went and posted his sleeping. I double bagged it, and uh, yeah, yeah. and and I slept good on uh, on Saturday night. Nice. So, yeah. Uh, no, it's it's always cool to uh, to see RJ, and no matter what he's riding. Randy, hey, you're just like it's, it's Rick. Rick fucking Johnson's I here. I know it. I know it. And and, I, and 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 the great thing for us was, uh, really benefit for us was a week and a half ago or so, mm-hmm. as we we're finalizing the details of our you know Michelin Anarchy Adventure press launch, in a, in in the office there working away, and I see Rick Johnson. You know, show up on the yeah. phone, and I'm like, yeah. you, "That's that's like a the bat signal." You answer yeah. that. No, you yeah. answer yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. like, hey, hey, what's going on? This and that, and he, so he's telling me about what what uh, what he's working towards doing, and I'll let him further explain it. But uh, he's doing some adventure touring stuff and asking about Michelin's interest, and I'm like, "Man, this is this is perfect. I'd like to invite you to come to our event." And uh, anyway, so yeah. great uh, timing. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bradshaw called me. Four months ago, five months ago, yeah, couldn't believe it. It's on my phone. Damon Bradshaw, he's got my phone. <laughs> Don't number. you hate it when you don't have a time to screenshot <laughs> it? You got to answer it. You can't screenshot. Fucking it. Bradshaw's calling yes. me. RJ's calling me. This is amazing. But Rick, uh, what's going on with you? Yeah, what what was your interest in uh, in trying these new tires out from Michelin, and and what 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 do you got going on? 
Well, so here's the thing is that I, is that I've like resented riding because between my knee, my back, you know, my wrist, all the different stuff, it's like I, I truly like, like it was like it's like a my first love girlfriend that broke up with me, oh. <laughs> and and so I've avoided it. Like I avoid ride. People are like let's go ride. I don't want to ride because it physically hurts, but more than anything, it just hurts emotionally. So I've stayed away from it. But uh, two years ago, I went. And I, I took some of the military guys that I trained. They're like, hey, we want to go to Australia and do this ride. So when we were at Majora. I saw Jeff Leesk, and I said, hey, can I rent bikes? I'm going to take these military mm-hmm. guys for a ride. He says, oh, we're doing an event. One of our Australian adventure tours. You should just come do that. Okay. So we line everything up, Rosie down in Australia that works for Jeff, dialed it all in, got all the guys there. We did everything, and we had a week, and we had a blast. And I'm like, I love this. I was on an 1190 at the time. Mm-hmm. I think you're on the 1090 <clears throat> since then. But anyways, I was riding that and just sightseeing and riding, and, and Toby Price was there, and he just got that after he broke his femur. And so just the whole camaraderie of, of riding again, just mm-hmm. I like I loved it because when I put my helmet on, I, I I will listen to music and stuff like that, but I'm not making phone calls. I'm just riding and enjoying it. So I've been wanting to do this more and more. I've been dragging my feet and that, so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to open an adventure school the way I want to do it. I mean, uh, Jimmy Lewis does a great school. Uh, the, the Rawhide guys, they do a great school. There's a bunch of people that have great schools out there, but mm-hmm. that's not the way I want to do it. I want to do it for because I've been taking the training that I do for the military, special forces guys, some guys that have never ridden. So I enjoy teaching somebody from ground zero right. and go as, deep, go as deep as you want. If I'm coaching Blake Baggett or Sebastian Tortelli or whoever it might be, I can see it and I can help you with it. So with this, I, I'm going to do a three-day class where it's going to be a little bit of everything. So I want to get you out there and do it because you'll you'll love this, math. This is, you don't have to be gnarly. You don't have to go single track and uh-huh. through the mud and pounding whoops and all that bullshit that we used to do when we were young. <laughs> you go out and you ride and you enjoy riding for riding. And my the guy who's helped me, a great friend of mine, Scott Cox, said it best. You need your your bike towards the back of the gar- or towards the front of the garage, you know, ready to go. And the idea with this adventure bike, or if it's uh, dual sport or whatever it is, that you just get out and ride. Because a lot of times when you're going to go moto, you got to load everything, you got to go there, mm-hmm. then you got to deal with the attitudes, and then you got to get the track at the right point, or you got to go to the desert, or whatever. And what I found is that. I find myself riding more because I'll have on my jeans and construction boots and put on a riding jacket, some gloves and a helmet and just go ride. Mm-hmm. And I can go I can go ride for like 30 to 40 minutes at the end of the day up in the hills by my house down here in Marietta, uh California and and I like I I kind of get I don't get the same high as when I was racing supercross. I mean that right. that that but I'm never going to get that, and that's why I've avoided. That's why I've resented riding so much. But now I can go out. I can ride like today. I went down, talked to the guys at Thurm. I'm, I'm laying out my routes for my California stuff. It's kind of the theme is going to be rediscover Southern California because there's so many trails and stuff. If you have a plate, mm-hmm. now, now if you don't have a plate and you have a green stick, you're going to get arrested or whatever. Yep. But that. So then I called Randy and I said, Hey, I've been looking, seeing you guys got some stuff. I'd love to try some of your tires. And so he's like, Hey. Bring your, you know, bring your ass down to, down to Prump, yeah. and let's go for a ride. And and I got to give it to him, man. The tire that they got is is awesome. That Anarchy Adventure, which I think Anarchy, I think that's Randy's redneck version of saying Anarchy. But <laughs> it, just, it came out like Anarchy. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, French <laughs> but, redneck. Uh, but, yeah, French redneck. But no, they but they they did a great job with it. And and the it was awesome, man. There were people from Greece from. 
There was people from the BMW Trophy Challenge. There was the guys from Revzilla that we almost saw two the two brothers almost die on this one. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And people from Chaparral and all kinds of mm-hmm. there's great great people and also Jesse from Cycle News. So there was it was a good variety. And, and the coolest thing is like everyone's there to ride. And and it starts off the first day, everyone sizing each other up. Well, so what you riding and what you got and this and that. And I've had I was I was blessed because Rod Lapuzniak uh, from Suzuki now works at Triumph, so he's he hooked me up with one of the new uh, scramblers. And so that thing is a blast. It's so much fun to ride. We're doing some slides, and I'll send you math and some. A video of me busting my ass. Oh, jeez! Um, I, I was doing, I was doing the adventure stand-up slide, uh-huh. and I kind of low-sided a little bit. Um, so yeah. Anyhow, hey, uh-huh. hey, hey, I, so I, I, I hit that same spot. The gravity is always strongest in front of a camera, and I, yeah, I hit yeah. the same spot, RJ. Right. Um, but Randy, you were telling me I was I was asking about the tire launch and everything else. And you were saying this is a very fast-growing uh, segment of motorcycling, yeah. the adventure touring guys. This is something that's. Coming so ev- on? Yeah, so everything from dual sport, so DOT approved. Uh, you want me to yeah, hey, signal hey. like you want me to punch myself in the face? No, anyway, yeah, my so the, uh, yeah, uh, dual sport to larger adventure touring is definitely a fast-growing segment. Yeah. And I think it's people who are, you know, my age, your age, whatever, that are, we don't want to worry about jumping that big double at yeah. Western that you don't jump. Yeah. Uh, so you can go get an adventure touring bike, leave out of your garage, go up in the mountains, find some trails yeah. or, or whatever, and just go explore. And to what uh, RJ and I talked about, it's no longer a uh, comparative experience. So you're not comparing it to when you won those four Manitoba yeah. titles, yeah. right? Yeah. You're, you're, it's, yep. it's all it's new, new experience, yep. and it's yep. fun. Right. And you got some buddies, some camaraderie. You ride somewhere, have lunch, go check out some trails, ride back home. Right. It's really, really cool. So it's, it's definitely fast-growing and, and one that, whether it's a BMW or a KTM or like RJ's Triumph, yep. uh, you can use one motorcycle to have a really diverse uh, application, right. whether it's all on-road a 50-50 off-road or, or you know, right. some offs on on some. Um, RJ, do you have anything officially launched yet that we can give our listeners, or are you working on it? Well, what they can do is they can go to Johnson Off-Road Group, and things are it's stacking up really quick. Okay. All right. Um, so and I decided to build that. Uh, Luke, my son, we're teammates in trophy trucks now, um, and he's been one of my instructors uh, for the military school for a long time. But uh, he, he went to fab school, so he builds cars, and, and he's also racing them. He's a great instructor and stuff like that. So it's, this has given us an opportunity to do what we wanted as a, right. as a family. And so we're coaching guys in trophy trucks and a lot of different clients and stuff. So this is something that I enjoy, too. And I'm at the age, I'm 54 years old. I want to hang out with people I want, that want to hang out with me. You know what I mean? I'll hang out with you, RJ, fun. and it's, I'll hang out with you all day long. Just, yeah, all no, right, no so problem. Then, I'm, going you, I'm going to sign you up for the first thing. I was talking to Rod Lapuznak. So I'm going, to, I'm going to hold you to that, Mathis, because I want to do from L.A. to Vegas. Okay. Some some highway, but some not whoops, not banging, nothing yeah. like that. Yeah. We'll, we'll get you a bike, and we'll leave on Tuesday. We'll roll in there. We'll roll into Vegas for the Supercross final on Thursday. So I'm going to make a short list of, of people on that ride, and I want to get tickets. So we all sit the same area talk to Mitch Covington, you know, go visit the the monster area for a little bit right. and and go, you know, but just have a good time and enjoy riding for for what it for is. For what it is, yeah. When I was young, I would I would ride, I would daydream like massively of being this 
before Supercross, this motocross champion. I thought I was going to be Joel Robert and do these bitching cross-ups and wheelies and stuff like that. And then when I was racing in Baja in the over 40 class, I was riding down there just, you know, scared of stuff like that. But in my head, I was envisioning me as a little kid. So motorcycles have the, the gift to make a little boy a man mm-hmm. and to make an old man a young boy. And that's what I'm finding now. Because, like, today I went out and I did probably 200 miles but I was, you know, hooking it up canyons and looking at stuff and figuring out where I was going to go and all this stuff. And, and, and I had a blast. And I was just by myself, riding my motorcycle. And, I, and literally, I hate to get too philosophical with all this crap, but, but it's like literally the whole stop and smell the roses type of mm-hmm. deal. It's yep. like don't be in a hurry to get somewhere. Enjoy this turn. Enjoy the next turn. Enjoy the, this downhill. Enjoy this uphill. Enjoy every, every little part of it. And it just it was awesome. So, and I know there's a bunch of dudes that are that are hurt that can't do a lot of the riding that they used to. But man, you get on these adventure bikes, and you don't have to. That's the other thing is that you don't have to go gung ho. And as Randy found out, I'm not a big camper. I don't like carrying carrying that much shit because for one thing, I don't like my bike that heavy. Yeah, you know what I mean, I I, I, I want to ride to a hotel and have a support van there with my bag. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> I'm the same way. So. So that so you're in. Uh, I'm not, you're my yeah. first. I'm, I'm signing you up. You're the first person on my uh, Supercross just, final ride. You I in? just want to talk to you about Supercross and, and when you race <laughs> all day long. If I can, if I could have a two way hey, communication so, yeah, and be like, that's what I'll do. So I'll be like, hey, so what was Bale really like so, while he's trying to enjoy the downhill? Right, 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 bugging yeah, the right, crap right. out of him. <laughs> Give me some more dogger stories. Give them to me. Hey, let me drag you back to your past, RJ. Come on, let me yes, drag you back. Yeah. To yes, your yes, I will absolutely do that. I love it. It's uh, it's phenomenal. But RJ. You were saying, you know, your back, your knee, your wrist, and everything else. Of course, we know about your wrist that, that prematurely ended your career. On these adventure tourings, is that all better? Or are you still dealing with things? Or because it's a, it's a, it's an on off lot, light off road stuff, it doesn't get as sore. You're, you're, you don't you don't get as beat up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you're not pounding, you're not pounding, doing all kinds of 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 you know wheelies and jumps and bumps and stuff like that so it doesn't it doesn't beat me up as much yeah my wrist is still sore a little bit mm-hmm. and and my back's a little jacked up i had to cut a piece of my uh my l5 disc out uh last year <clears throat> and then i had a partial knee replacement um so yeah it, it standing up there's certain angles yeah. but then once i stand up i'm fine but the transition hurts a little bit but the, the thing is though is I can I I if I just ride at my level, I don't hurt so bad. Mm-hmm, like right. today, I, like today, I put in a ton of miles, and you know I, I zipped around a little bit in certain areas, and and I still have a good time and and that. But it was it was my game, just right. like Randy says. I'm not sitting here comparing myself. When I go to a track, I'm constantly yeah, you're thinking I just about it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm like, who's watching me? Who's who wants to race? Who sizes me up? Yeah, I'm yeah. going to take this guy out, and, right. I, and I don't want to. I don't want to do that. Yeah. I want to. I want to enjoy riding for like when I was a little kid. Right. You know. Um, and so, so that's what I'm getting out of it. Uh, getting to uh, talk about Supercross now, RJ. It's funny. So this Cooper Webb kid kind of didn't had a couple tough years in, in 450 class. Joined up with Marvin Muscan and Alden Baker, of course, who's a big part of it, and now has transformed and leaped past uh, Marvin as the, as the guy with the most wins and leading the title. This seems a lot like uh, 1989. Or 90. Uh, you took Jeff Stanton in, RJ. Uh, yeah, it was more of a case of, you know, you didn't have an Alden Baker, but you showed Jeff a lot of things. Uh, he ended up, you know, surpassing you, of course, after you got hurt. 
it's it's not it's not the same, but it smells close to the same sort of deal. And now Marvin is you, and second in the points, looking up at this kid who learned a lot from Baker and Marv himself. And uh, yeah, it's just uh, I thought about that the other day, man. It's not far off your situation. So here's here's where I disagree. Okay. Um, for for one is I think that <clears throat> I don't think um, I'm, I, I watched. Uh, Cooper Webb on, on lights and phenomenal. Mm-hmm. It just hard on the gas. It just threw him around, ultra aggressive. Then he jumped on at 450, and he was like Ivan Tedesco. You know, same clutch response, same you know, bop. It just mm-hmm. it wasn't working. And he, and he fought the bike and fought the bike and fought the bike. And you could just see he was constantly hanging off the back, kind of like Baggett. You know, like when we just start with with Blake Baggett. He was he was using 13% clutch all the way around. Actually, the clutch not to help him thinking it was, but it was actually holding him back. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm watching Cooper. He really jives with that steel frame. Um, and I think that he really thrives off of Ian and Roger and all that. Yes, I think he got – I think he got – he had the, the the carrot to chase in Marvin. Mm-hmm. Um, but I th- but Cooper is very smart. Like he'll he'll take some information. He's taking a lot of information from Gary Bailey. Um, I think he watches other people. Like I talked to him about the how he's standing up through the corners, and he kind of got that from uh, I think it's Tomac started doing that. Mm-hmm. And he's utilizing his shape, and he's comfortable with who he is as a rider um, on that 450. Now, how I don't compare that to to Stan and I is <clears throat> Stanton came from. Virtually, uh, you know, was was. I mean, he he completely transformed himself. Mm-hmm. So yes, that that part is true. That you know, he he's in the same camp, and and all that. But um, I I think that Cooper's building his own person. Stanton was like just did everything that I did plus one. Didn't matter. If I yeah. ran thirty minutes, he'd run thirty one. If I did an hour, he'd do an hour and one. If mm-hmm. I did two hours, he'd do two hours and one. If I did fourteen reps, he'd do fifteen reps. It's just that that's and that was that was the awesome motivation for him to to use me as a benchmark. Mm-hmm. And, and and I'm not taking anything from, from Jeff. He he did the absolute right thing. So yeah. but but I but I look at Cooper is he's doing he's doing it his way. You know what I mean, and I think that he's he's morphed because Jeff and I were similar in size, long long torso, short legs. I think he's probably about six foot. I'm about six one. You know, so so everything kind of jived all the way down to the when I when I uh, after I beat him in that the year. Uh, Gainesville the year after mm-hmm. I couldn't ride all week um, for that main event when I crashed and broke my hand I just used his setup yep. and I felt confident with it but then I got over the bars and I couldn't trust the throttle crash blah 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 right. but but yeah it, it's it it's got to be a thorn in Marvin's ass to watch somebody that you were kicking his ass last year mm-hmm. now all of a sudden he he's putting it to you but. Um, is this going to be the changing weekend? You know, I mean, now that Marvin, because yeah. like Stanton said to me, all I had to beat was, you was once. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, well, a lot of people beat me once, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but but is that is 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 Marvin going to come back now? Yeah, that'll but, that'll yeah. be. He hey, he rode great at Daytona, Marv. Did he just mm-hmm. couldn't put it together? But I wouldn't have surprised me if he would have got the win there, or at least you know, done pretty well. So. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, you know, and, and yeah, it's a little different from from back in your day for sure. But it it is pretty 
pretty cool to watch this web kid turn himself around like this. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Because no. I wasn't. I, I like. I like. I'm a fan as, as a person. Mm-hmm. But when he was when he jumped on a 450, I'm just like, no, don't don't bring the same hammer. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. bring something different. And now <laughs> he is like you watch him. Yeah. You, you like anybody that's out there watch the next race and pay attention to to <clears throat> Cooper Webb's left hand. He's barely on the clutch. Yep. Barely ever touches it, and his corner speed is phenomenal. Like he's he reminds me of Wardy using that little body to to mm-hmm. get in and get out of the corners and and. But the other thing that impressed me the most is that he's got the biggest set of nuts out there when it comes to whoops, and he's the littlest guy. Yeah, yeah, he sends you know? it. Yep. What about what about that that out of control move this weekend where he almost took down Tomac? Yeah, I mean, he was just well, going that, for it. It was awesome. But that was an accident, and yeah, I think yeah. that he did everything he could not to yep. take out Tomac. Oh yeah, you know I was I was actually watching it on Instagram, and I mean how he didn't bust his ass or whiskey throttle I know. off of that thing and, and take them both off the track. Yeah, yeah. You know? no, was, um, but when it, when it's your year, when it's your time, mm-hmm. it's your time. I really believe that things like this work out for guys. Anderson had a few moments too. When it's your deal, everything falls into place. Yes, you have talent. Yes, you have speed. Yes, you work your balls off. You also have things that go your way to win championships. Well, that's that whole, uh, what's that book about, you know, seeing what, uh, shoot, what they what do they call it? Um, like, you, if you see it, you believe it, you receive it type of thing. Okay, yeah, called, yeah. Uh, the secret. Um, yeah, the secret stuff, you know, that kind of thing. Of, of And I did a version of it because, like, I would do, like, kind of self-hypnosis and visualization before the race. Mm-hmm. And it was... It, because being a Christian, you know, it's like, am I messing with the spirits to do all this shit? Mm-hmm. And I was like, no. I said, if I can sit there and visualize a perfect start and feel it, like, mm-hmm. you know, when you do something right and you feel it, and then I would see myself getting into the first turn first, and I would see myself getting the white flag and cheering the crowd and doing my knack knack or not knack knack, I'd do a cross up or Cro- one yeah, legger or right. whatever stupid cross up I did back in the day. Yeah. And then see myself cross the finish line and do all that different stuff. I went to the starting line happy and looking forward to the race, even if I busted my ass in practice because mm-hmm. so many times we get de- so defeated. And I, I just think Cooper sees himself as a winner now. Yep. And But what I like, though, is that if he doesn't win, he's not up there a spoiled brat little prick. Yeah. You know, whining and crying about how he got second. It's like, dude, you're on the podium. Yeah, he shut up. Yeah, he has been handling this very well, man, and it, and it's cool to see. Absolutely. Um, and it's fun. Yep. Go ahead. Oh uh, well, I was no, I just go ahead. Your I, turn. Okay, my turn. Uh I did a podcast the other day with Greg Fox, uh, Pete's brother. You know, uh, Jeff's son, and yep. we talked about you twenty minutes, and he gave you so much credit and so much love for. The way you sold the sport, the way you interacted with the fans, the way you helped Fox Racing grow, the things that you know, your open mindedness with with ads and 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 everything else, and and he was telling me that you know more more than Jeremy, more than anything, you were so influential for their company and for the sport in general, and I just thought that was really cool. Like, again, time is clicking on here. It's amazing that you're you're fifty. What'd you say you were fifty four? Fifty four. Yeah, sweet Jesus. Like, I don't want Rick Johnson to be fifty four. That, you know, but, well, neither, but hey, trust me, neither does I'm gonna go third person. Neither does Ricky Johnson. <laughs> but 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 like it's cool that I talked to Greg and he he you know we just talked about you for 20 minutes and your impact you know is still there and still felt and and I just I I, I don't know I like that stuff I like that that's cool that he said that all that stuff. 
Well, no, because it was great working with the two of them, you know, mm-hmm. Pete and Greg and, yep. and Jeff. You know, what, what what was amazing is, see, because I was, you know, Jeff's brother um, was the Fox Shock guy. Yep. You know, so they they were like in two little like thousand foot thousand square foot shops side by side, and that's why the Fox Shock has the tail and the Fox clothing has the head, and they right. said, okay. And not a lot of people knew that. And so then when it started out, he made motorcycle shocks, and he sponsored me back when I was, you know, uh, you know Ride 125 Pro when I was 13 or 14 mm-hmm. and uh, stuff. So I had a good relationship with him. But what, what amazed me and I always loved was the respect that Jeff gave Pete and Greg to do what they wanted. I, I mean, Pete was like a, was in art was in high school. He was fifteen, and he showed up at, in 1984 at Finland at the uh, at the motocross or trophy nations or motocross nations, whatever the yeah. 500 one was. Yeah. And he drew because he, he knew that Yamaha was going to go white next year, and he drew with pencils, black and white, and uh, black, white, and red gear. And he says, "We, I like, I think you're stylish, blah blah blah. I'd like you to be our guy." And so I was with Cinecilo at the time, and things were kind of getting weird there. And uh, so I'm like, sure, sounds great. And, you know, I, he said, oh, I said, oh, fly down to San Diego. Mm-hmm. You know? And he's like, I can't. I can't <laughs> get a car. I'm like, why? He's like, I'm 15. I'm like, holy shit. So anyways, it, it started a great friendship. And the same thing is, but Jeff didn't tell him what to do. Yeah. Those guys were like 17 and 18 years old, and that shit took off. Yep. And and. Greg was, I'm going to say, I'm dumbing it down, was more the manufacturing side, and Pete was more the stylish side. Yep. And so, but to, to, I mean, to basically let your company, he didn't let it go. I mean, he was still running. Yeah, and doing yeah, but stuff. yeah. But to give them the freedom to do what they wanted, and, and, and they did. I mean, they had me in alleys, they had me naked on a rock, they had me <laughs> doing all kinds of crazy yeah. shit. Yeah. And, but it was fun. Yeah, they it, it and yeah, you did a great job, you know, helping those guys, and it was just cool. You know, he gave you more credit than Jeremy. He just said that it was it was phenomenal what you did, and it's cool that you know you're still rec- remembered, you're still recognizing all of that. So, uh, it's, it's cool to be respected for what you did in the past, and and the same thing with them. You know, I, I the what I think back of it, it was all it was all it was all good. You know, it got weird, you know, <laughs> right on the, the line at the end, right? Yeah. and all that. But that's that's another story, and you know it is what it is. But I appreciate Greg, and if you listen to this, thank you, and thank your dad and your brother and your whole family for yeah. for putting up with me. You, you uh, yeah, you you've definitely always been an amazingly uh, trendfluential person in the industry. Uh, so much so, you know, way back in the day, I bought a pair of those Life's a Beach uh, swim trunks. Forgot to order them large enough to where they would fit over my Fox gear that oh, I had bought yeah. all because of you. And, and, and uh, yeah, so I just, I just wore them normal, like swim trunks. But, uh, yeah. but, yeah, continue to be influential. And I think that to go back on the adventure touring thing, uh, people, I say our age, I'm 52, uh, Steve's age, people who are fans of yours, I think it will be a great opportunity to, to, to partake in your school. Um, uh, advance their riding skills and everything and, and have some phenomenal experiences. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to you, Steve, and I and a few others making that trip from Southern California to Vegas before the Supercross. I'm just ready to lock it down. Let's yeah, do just, it. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Can we get... And, and, can we get, and, and honestly, the Anarchy Adventure is going to be the perfect tire for it. Oh, can absolutely. We, yeah. Can we get yeah. Dogger? Can we get Dogger around, too? 
I would love to get I love to get Dogger, get Wardy. Oh um, God, that'd that, be that, would, that would be so much fun. I, I don't think I think you'd pass out. I would. I'd die. I'd, 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 I'd die. I just it would be it would be phenomenal. Um, uh, yeah. So Johnson Off Road, you said go there. You can kind of Johnson Off Road. Yep. Johnson Off Road group, and we have okay. so so uh, we're we're just starting that. But yep. all the information on the schools and everything. Cool. So I'm going to keep my RickyJohnson.com, and that's where I'm building the website there. Um, but it also you can also go to the Ricky Johnson and it'll have some stuff with some links. But but um, we're gonna start building the John, uh, it's gonna be called the Ricky Johnson Adventure Academy. But it's gonna be through the the Johnson Off Road Group. So oh cool, um, it's That's gonna awesome. have everything in it. But uh, fun stuff. Well yeah, it sounded like you and Randy had a great time up there. And Randy was telling me some stories today on our way out mountain biking uh, um, and showed me some videos. Uh, it looked it looked pretty cool. Yeah, it looked pretty fun to do. So. If I hit if I hit that tag with intense like five times, can I get like eighty percent off? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I would really love one of those yeah. electric bikes, hey. but they're a little out of my price range. They okay, are so here's phenomenal. What, here's what we'll do, RJ. We'll do that ride for before Vegas. We'll do that ride from Southern California up to here. Then we'll do yeah. uh, Vegas Supercross. Then we'll go yeah. mountain biking. We'll go e mountain biking with Mathis uh, after the Supercross, and then you'll come in and do the show live on Monday night. There we go. That, that sounds Easy like day. the perfect there picture to me. Yeah, sounds phenomenal. I'll pick I, up my bike and I'll carry it back with me. Sounds yeah. good. And I, and I know a guy that can get us into a pool party uh, so yeah. <laughs> here in Vegas. Yeah. We'll have a good time. He's dialed in for that. So, hey, Mathis, but I got to say, you know, everyone want you know, people always want to blow smoke your ass. Oh, competition was so stiff back in your day and this and that. There has never been a gate of, of badasses like there is on the gate today at Supercross. I mean, when I, I went to Anaheim yeah. and then... And been watching. I'm like, there's a lot of fast dudes. I mean, a lot. Yeah, and I mean, I'll give you that. But I mean, come on, your era. You had Osho. You had Wardy. You had you. Yeah, no, no. You had a lot, you had a lot of guys that were capable of winning. But I, but I, but I'm going to say yeah. that there's no way that it was any tougher. I mean, but but it's the same thing happening now. Is that yeah. a couple guys find their stride mm-hmm. and they really believe in themselves. Yep. And like they said, Dogger would have those weekends that no one could touch him. Wardy would have those weekends. Brock would have those weekends. Bailey would have them. I would have them and stuff like that. You know, but if that's where that's where I really respect Webb is he's like, you know what, Eli's on at this one. I'm, uh, you know, maybe I'm a like the NASCAR guys. I had a third place car or whatever. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. But you don't you don't settle for it. But you understand this is bi- this is big game. It's a long. And that's it's, where yeah, it's a long haul. I really like yeah. Webb's, Webb's position. Yeah, absolutely. Well, RJ, uh, thank you for coming on, uh, talking about your adventure touring. Uh, Press launch mm-hmm. of the Michelin Anarchy Anarchy. Adventure. Anarchy. Yeah. All right, Adventure. that's it. Right, got it. Uh, thank you for coming up uh, or for calling, I should say. And uh, yeah, maybe we'll see you down the road somewhere. And uh, that'd be a cool ride to no, do. Bullshit. If, if anybody, bullshit. I, Let's I, do it. Let's lock it down. I, I mean, I gotta look at my schedule. What if said it? Let's do. I mean, honestly, it'd be pretty fun to hang with RJ. How cool. Let's make it happen. But, but, no, right. no, 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 no. Don't, don't give me that honestly maybe kind of bull, bullshit. I mean, we, you're need gonna commitment. Be we need commitment. You're going to be out near my house on Tuesday, and we're leaving. Yep. So mm-hmm. don't plan anything the week before Supercross. You're going to get to Vegas on Thursday evening. So I get to go yes. to your house and see your memorabilia? Yeah, we'll hang out here. I'll, He's like, I'll, never mind. Stay here. We'll barbecue, <laughs> and then we'll go from there. Well, can, we, can, can we get Dogger over? <laughs> 
sure. Um, <laughs> all, we'll have them all here. Oh, that's fantastic. Burnworth, we'll get. We'll call Burnworth, no problem. Um, thank you, RJ. Appreciate it, man. And uh, we'll be in touch. Absolutely. Let's look right, into brother. this. Take all care, right. guys. Thanks, thank you. thanks again, Randy. I loved it. No worries. Later, man. Bye. Thank you. Rick Johnson, everybody, just uh, a legend. Ah, RJ. It's uh, and, and, again, just pinch myself right yeah because i'm i'm you know i'm extremely blessed in in the job that i have that the life experiences that i get to do and you know nick a few weeks coming out in april i'll be in austin texas seeing what your favorite moto gp love moto gp i know you love moto gp um but i'm just like i i'm riding a motorcycle down the highway down a gravel road up in the mountain range up in some snow Mm -hmm. with ricky johnson yeah like that's that's so surreal to me. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a legend. Super good dude. Vortex Racing uh, email Jake at vortexracing.com. Same sprockets that Monster Energy Yamaha uses. I want to talk to you guys later. Josh Grant's going to be filling in, so let's talk about that in a little while for Plessinger. Barsha Plessinger use Vortex Racing on their uh, Yamahas. V3 handlebar, 29% stronger than the competition. Please uh, check that out. Email Jake at vortexracing.com uh, for your bars, sprocket needs, uh, many other things too. He'll give you a hell of a deal. You mentioned Pulp MX. And uh, let's call our favorite Frenchman. Our favorite Frenchman? JT? <laughs> no, let's call David Villeman. Steve Boniface? French people hate me anyway. Are you FaceTiming yeah. him? Yeah, we're going to FaceTime him. Okay. Yeah. Hello. Bonjour. Comment ça va? Ça va et toi? How are you? I'm good. David Villeman, everybody. Uh, presented by Vortex Racing. Uh, congratulations on Marvin Muscan's win, buddy. Yeah, yeah you got to congratulate him, though. He rode. Uh, it f- I felt like you were riding on the back. Uh, yeah, it was kind of a little stressful when you are in his corner, but yeah. that was a good one. 11 rounds in, he gets his first win, but eight podiums out of the last nine races, David, and a lot of speed. Just as it hasn't worked for a few races where he should have, could have won. Has it been frustrating or has his attitude been pretty good through this winless drought? Um, yeah, I think he had the speed, and I think he could have won a couple more. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you got to take in consideration that he got surgery like uh, mid-December, so he started the season with a, a lack of seat time a little mm-hmm. bit. Yep. But, um, and I thought he actually recovered uh, really quick. And then, uh, But, yeah, he showed a lot of um, speed in practice and um, – made some uh, mistakes in the race which is not really like him uh, from what we saw the, the the past few seasons but um yeah i think he wanted to to win a race he was frustrated that he yep. didn't and i was uh actually i was happy like about his um his uh mindset after he got seconds a few times mm-hmm. and then a third he wasn't happy you know like sometimes uh in the past seasons, like when he got second or third, he was happy and then, you right. know, satisfied and not anymore, which showed me like uh, uh, some improvement in the mm-hmm. mindset. Yep. Um, and I think the the riding itself uh, is getting there. Uh, I think he rode really uh, solid and uh, consistent this uh, this weekend, which uh, which is good. You have to be very consistent uh, in your riding these days because the tracks are pretty generic and um, you gotta be solid you know we see with web web doesn't do anything like uh, uh, 
crazy when he yep. wins. You know, yep. it's not like he's, he's a Bubba or, or you know, McGrath or something yep. that he does something special. He, he just does the stuff that everybody does, but consistently. Um, so, yeah, I think um, he's improving. And uh, it was actually, yeah, it's good for it's good for him. But like I said, like uh, I said it many times, the work is the same whether they win or not. Right. You know, you give the same pointers, <laughs> the same advice, and then uh, you give ideas. And uh, mm-hmm. and I also was happy um, about his uh, gate choice this weekend uh, because he went to the middle. Mm-hmm. And uh, that showed me because I kind of wanted him to go more inside, yeah, uh, just to be on the safe side or safe side where if you don't get the jump or yeah. you don't, you can creep around. If you, yep. Yeah, if you if you want to all shot uh, last weekend, you got to be by the box because uh, it's a it's straight, and then you can carry speed yeah. to the next lane. So pretty much in the middle of the gate is the best way to go. But if you don't get the jump, you're not confident in your jump, then it's going to be tough because you're in the middle of the pack and you can't really go anywhere. So if you were more inside, you could actually kind of stick to the inside and then be inside the next one, two, yep. three turns. Yep, yep. Um, and uh, he took it upon himself to say, you know what, I'm going to start right here. Yeah. And I was you like, know, it's I was confidence at the too, gate. right? Yeah, it's confidence. Yeah, I was yeah. at the gate. I was like, go for it, bud. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I was like, you know, if it doesn't work, uh, you know, I had nothing to do with it. You know, I told this. <laughs> so I went back up. Um, and I walked back up with uh, with his wife. And I'm like, dude, he went, he's in the outside of the box i'm like it's you know i had nothing to do with it right you know but when he said oh i'm going here i'm like that's a great spot i i cannot tell him no don't go there right also you know? i was happy about that uh randy richardson from michelin and daniel blair are in studio by the way dv i forgot to tell you that um hey so daytona Look, Tomac's great at Daytona. He's won there four times now, and he rode great at the race. But I thought Marvin in, in practice was amazing. He looked so in tune with that track. The, the 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 heat race ruined the gate pick form, and therefore he was kind of screwed. But Daytona could have been his, man. He looked fantastic. Yeah, I think we um, we accomplished a lot. Uh, like... Um the philosophy of riding, especially in those kind of tracks, and uh, um, I thought even if with his start, I think he could have won. You know, yeah. like he passed Tomac in, in the beginning of the race, and then uh, uh, Tomac passed him back, and mm-hmm. then made a mistake, stole the bike, and then um, caught Webb, and then got stuck behind Webb, couldn't pass him. But, but those two guys, those two KTMs, they were actually catching Tomac. Mm-hmm. You know, they were around like 12 seconds, went down to eight, maybe seven and a half or something. And I was thinking the gas. And, uh, but when um, I think uh, um, Marvin's strategy was not very good at that point because there was a spot of the truck where he was really good and making up time. And then when he got to Webb, he wasn't doing him anymore. He was kind of like following. I was like, ah, mm-hmm. oh, okay, that's you know, yeah, that's not the the right way to go. So he kind of shot himself in the foot uh, doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that was a bummer that he didn't get uh, a run wet because yep. 
on the, for the championship, if you lose two points and don't gain two points, it's a four-point swing. So every time he, runs, he races against Webb, it's very important to to, to be in front of him because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, th- those points can uh, count double, you know. So um, so it was kind of like uh, he was kind of bummed out after that race. And also Elena, where he, he made pretty much the same uh, same mistakes. I thought he was, you know, better than Webb but, mm-hmm. uh, in Elena. And, uh, and he couldn't get around him and got passed by Baguette. So um, two races where the point swing was 12 points. Right. You know, right. he would have been two points behind today. But there's nothing we can do about it. We have to, you know... Notice it, uh, see it, and make him understand what he did not do right. And I think he's, you know, uh, it's funny because he's almost 30 years old, but he's kind of like a 18-year-old kid. When you talk to him about writing, he wants to to know, like, uh, a technique, what he could do better on the lines. He's yeah. very interested in those <laughs> things. So that's very, that's uh, that's good for me. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, he's, yeah. Hey, DV, it's Daniel. Um, the last few weeks, you could kind of tell Marvin was close, you know, like to a win. You could see the speed was there. He was just kind of fine-tuning and not making the mistakes, and then, boom, he gets one. Do you kind of feel like Dylan's in the same spot, too? I feel like he's been kind of circling around everything where it's like he's got every piece of the puzzle, just hasn't put them all together in one night. Do you kind of feel like his time's coming, to here in the next week or two, these next two rounds? I just I feel like he's been so close but just hasn't done everything all in the same night. Yeah, I think they they both, like Marvin and Dylan, they pretty much, they have the same problems, the same qualities. Uh, they very, very similar to work with. Uh, but yeah, I think, uh, um, I would have thought Dylan would, would win the race before Marvin this year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. if, uh, if I had to bet. Um, and uh, he showed speed every you know every race pretty much the fastest in practice so close with uh, always like nothing between him and Adam all the time and uh, Elena was good uh, he wrote good and then at one point he kind of settled uh, I thought that he thought the track was a little sketchy and kind of settled for a second um but Adam was really strong. Maybe the strongest has been uh, Elena. He, Adam wrote really well. Uh, but, you know, there's a few races where he could have won. I think, um, you know, he should have won the Triple Crown in A2. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, should have won Oakland. Uh, well, I know you're, you're not you're not one DV to sit back and go, should have won. <laughs> you're just yeah. like, yeah, you didn't. Move it on. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, it's frustrating. But it, same thing, you know, I think... Uh, um, when um, when the riders at, at that level they, they want to win um, they, they, they work really hard you know uh, Dylan is a very hard worker if I tell you this that's he is you know if mm-hmm. he was slacking I would tell you too but he would, yep. um, he's working really hard and then he follows the program to the T and um, and I think on race days we haven't seen him like uh uh, you guys haven't seen him ride like I've I've had, you know, and and that's the frustrating point for me uh, because it, it would make his life way easier if he would ride like he knows how, and instead of wanting to win and then trying too hard, 
just like focus on his writing. Well, um, get us get us a lawn chair, and we'll come out and sit on top of a tabletop with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's uh, he's he's running really well, yeah. and like very smooth and, uh, and and a little not as great during the race, but uh-huh. it's coming. You, you got to know he he doesn't have that much uh, supercross experience. Mm-hmm. You know, is. Last year, I only did a couple of races, and so yeah, like a full rookie season, and then you know after this initial after season this year, so right, um, you know, I still has to learn a little bit, but I think it's 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 coming along, but it needs, it's a good time for him, you know, yeah. like uh, Seattle, exactly. Houston, he's got a if he wants to have a shot at this thing, he has to beat Adam twice. Yep, that's pretty much it. If not, you know, you might as well give him the 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 plate you know the number one plate there's you know? uh there's another french guy racing right now cedric Subaros, of course jumped in late to the series uh i've seen you hanging out with him are you helping him a little bit or if he asks are you giving him some advice here and yeah, there for yeah i've known cedric for you know uh he's a good dude yeah. he seems like a nice yeah. guy yeah yeah he's a nice and he's staying with marvin in florida so uh he's best friend with marvin's brother and uh uh, actually, his mom dates my dad. So no they, way! Oh yeah, wow! His mom, his mom's been with my dad for maybe ten years. Oh, stepbrother, so, like a stepbrother. <laughs> yeah, kind of. No, <laughs> but I'm not really super close to him, right? You know, um, uh, but you know, if he asks me, and then we, I see him, and then I give him a few pointers. Mm-hmm. He rode at the at the factory uh, with uh, Marvin, and uh, I gave him a few uh, pointers, and yeah, yeah. you know he was pumped. He, I think he gained on on that uh, Daytona style truck they made. He, yeah. he gained a couple seconds in 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 the afternoon. You know, like he was pumped. Right. So, so doing a few things different, so can, he was happy. And, can can we get you to back up with the sixty two right now? He, he's in a deep spot. <laughs> he's in a dark hole. <laughs> yeah, you know what. It, he could be so good. I think he, he has a, he has potential. I see him like when I see him go by, I kind of look for uh, I watch him for a lap or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I th- you know, in Atlanta, uh, Alex was one of the fastest in the whoops. He was like, wow. uh, yeah, he impressed me. Right. You know, I almost tweeted about it, but then I didn't want him to get a big head, so I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. But, you know, I was impressed. His, his wood speed was very good. But right. it's the same thing as, uh, kind of like the same thing as most riders. They want to go uh, too fast, uh, too soon. Too quick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, too, yeah. They need to, you know, and that's what I tell my guys, so, you know, you got to think. The priority is to be uh, right, technically good, and be precise, and then the speed is gonna come. If you want to go fast before you, you like you have um, you have precision, and then you have, you ride technically good, you take your corners the way you should be doing, then you know you're gonna make mistakes, and you're not gonna go fast. You know, so you see, Daniel, that's what you should tell your child instead of having him go around a cone. No, he's guessing <laughs> yeah. it to the cone. Well, whatever. Get get tell. Listen to the. No, I I know. We're. I look at everything like a like a staircase. Okay, you go up. Those are the times when you're going fast. Once you find a new level of speed, you plateau for a minute. You make that comfortable, and then once that's become comfortable and that becomes normal, when your you, eyes can keep up. Then you, you go fast when again. When do you yell at him? 
Well, right now we are in get fast mode. Okay. We've been on a year of just plateaued. So okay, right, right now I'm yelling at the kid <laughs> to go faster. Right now he yells at him when he lets off before the cone. Yeah. 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 Okay. DV, I'm, I'm doing cone drills with my son. We're working on front brake. The cone is moving closer to the corner as he gets better at the front brake. And I got him gassing it to the cone. He's not allowed to let off till he gets to it. It's, it's a simple oh, drill for a kid. He's eight. <laughs> I think I just... Uh, um, I'm a guy that think at this age, I think they need to to figure out on their own. Uh, which and you can help them if you don't want them to have a bad habit. What bike does he ride? KTM 50. All right, just take the seat off and <laughs> and take the real brake off, and then let him ride like this, and yep. then See, let him figure it out. That was his seven-year-old year. We did that. <laughs> yeah. So so this. this this is the and then let him ride by himself. Let him have fun by himself on the little track, and then he's gonna figure it out. He's kids are smart; they can figure out small phone yep. better than us. There you you go. know, computers See? and everything. Uh, we They're get... gonna f- figure out this, and then you know what? That's exactly what I did. You know, like I wasn't, uh, I wasn't coach or my dad did not give a crap about me until I was like after ten. <laughs> so before that, because, you had to figure it all out. Yeah, yeah. before that, he didn't even know anything about motocross. He was a road race guy, right. and so I was riding always on my own, and I, I was trying to figure it out on my own. And uh, if, you know, kids are smart; they've they'll figure out. Just have to if you don't want him to, you know, lock the real brake every turn on their own. Just take it off; they won't use it, you know. And then they have to ride standing up. And that, if I had a kid that liked um, uh, motocross or dirt bikes, that's what I would do. I would then let them ride, and with no seat and no brake, it'd be fine. Hey, hey DV, it's uh, Randy here. Question for you, man. I'm a uh, uh, divorced dad of a kid that has no interest in motorcycles. Um, so from a distance, good, yeah, good, yeah, good. yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Amen, amen. You don't have yeah. to deal, deal with the wife yeah. and uh, <laughs> That's, that's great. Yeah, my my son is a he's an A student and a C plus athlete. So uh, no, but I, I I I admire from a distance through social media. I admire how involved and active you are in your daughter and your son's uh, you know sports interests and stuff like that. So I commend you for that. I'm you know, try to be the same way with my son. Support whatever it is that he has a passion for. But I but I have to ask you this: you having been. Uh, uh, an athlete, you know, competitor at at the level that you were. How involved do you get with them, or in any way encouraging or coaching, or you know, maybe it's a sport that you don't know anything about, right? But basketball, for example. But your son seems to be a really good basketball player. Do you give him many pointers, or how how, how involved are you on that level? Um, I would like. Uh, long story short, uh, I was pushed a lot uh when i was a kid uh, like my son age uh by my dad to, to ride door bikes um i liked soccer better than door bikes i wanted to be a soccer player but i was pushed to be a door biker which turned out to be not too bad for me anyway yeah. but um and my son same thing he started he's an amazing soccer player maybe better than a, a basketball player mm-hmm. and one day he said I don't want to play soccer anymore I want to play basketball I'm like you know what fine do whatever you want mm-hmm. whatever makes you happy whatever you want to do whatever you you yep. you you really want uh, mm-hmm. you're looking forward to 
you know, and that's what I did with them. And then uh, my daughter, same thing. They play, and um, but I don't push him. I just yeah. tell him, just do, you know, play your best, mm-hmm. do your best. Uh, yeah, you can do every time you're on the court. Just you know, at the end of the game, you have to be happy about what you did. You don't want to be bummed. So you know, do the best you can. Mm-hmm. And if if he's uh, slacking a little bit, I will tell him, like, dude, come on. You know, you can do better, but I don't, I don't push him. And then I think it, it works the way um, I'm doing it because he wakes up every morning at 5.30. He has practice like at 6 uh, with school. And, uh, you know, he puts his uh, alarm clock on and, you know, uh, his mom take uh, on her way to work or brings, her, uh, brings him to uh, practice. He's always up, always on time. And he's dedicated, and he's having fun. That's you know. Yeah, you you can know. yeah you can as a parent you can push you can you can make someone you can make them do it, but you can't make them want it. Yeah, it yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly yeah, I, I, that. That's yeah. good. Yeah, and the same thing with with my son. It's if it's track and field or if it, he does wrestling, right? And and I. I like I tell him, buddy, I have no clue. If you want to ride a motorcycle, I could. If you want to ride a motorcycle, I know enough about that. I could really help you. Yeah, you're on your do, own. You know, do your best. Don't give up. I'm proud of you. Here's and, Macho and, Man and yeah. Hulk. And yeah, good people. luck. I don't yeah. know what to tell you. Right. Well, right. I, I I did I did make the mistake recently of getting on the wrestling mat with him, and he he made quick work of me. Oh, he did. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. So, but anyway, in all seriousness, DV, I commend you on on being a great dad, and I think uh, you and their mom, from what I can tell, you guys work together well. Uh, to raise yeah, those the, kids the mom, that's uh, awesome, the mom buddy. is crazy. Their mom is crazy about <laughs> grades, about sport. Like yeah, she yeah. wants to, them to uh, to do everything. She uh-huh. drives, you know, a million miles everywhere for yeah. games and everything. She's like super into it. Yeah. And f- as for me, I'm like they win lose. I'm like ah, yeah, yeah, no yeah. big deal. You know, like grades, same thing. I never look at grades. Really? You know, they tell me, oh, I got an A. I'm like, cool, you know. And then uh, my son, <laughs> like, oh, dude, I, I got a, a, a C in a biology or something. I'm like, dude, he don't need that crop anyway. <laughs> yeah, you know? like, who cares? With you on that. Dad you of know? the year. Dad of the year, yeah, David Villeman. Like, you know, it's, it's fine. It'll be yep. fine. You know, it's you won't go to Yale, so what? You know, maybe you go to uh, UC Riverside. You right. know, like. <laughs> DV doesn't want him to be that good in school. He's gonna have to fork out a right, right Yale, yeah. a Yale bill. Yeah. That's gonna be you four know. Supercross wins a year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, and, but my daughter is like, uh, she has all AP classes, oh, and, and she's kind of like. A, a crazy student. She uh, she she takes a SATs uh, test already. Jeez. She's a yeah. she's a sophomore. So like she's really really into it. She wants to go to like a crazy school. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, I ain't paying shit. So you better get you get, get sponsored. You know, yeah, like, yeah. You, like your dad. You know, your dad couldn't afford anything. He had to write fast to get to, to get deals, money. You know? Yeah. Uh. yeah. Um, DB, awesome. where are you at with uh, Jeffrey Hurlings coming to USA? Do you think it's going to happen? And if it does, does he wax everybody, or does where, do, where does he fall? Um, I, I'm not that much of an insider, knowing if he's going to be here or not. I would, I, w- I would love to see him here. You know, like, uh, like I, I would love to see Caroli like say, you know what. I have 25 titles in Europe. Just let's get, you know, yeah. let, let's see, uh, let's do one summer in the U.S., you know? Right. Um, but, yeah, I think uh, 
now the the gap is is huge uh, between uh, in motocross between U.S. riders and uh, and Americans because mm-hmm. you know from uh, September first or mid September all the way to May we ride Supercross so you know they don't ride outdoors ever when they rain they go playing in, the, in the hills uh, real quick they mm-hmm. do an instagram video and they say oh the track was rough and then oh it was fun <laughs> but they're not really you know they don't ride motocross really like it, it's a fight to get uh, american to say you know what we're gonna do one week of mo- uh, motocross uh, uh one day of motocross a week right even during a uh, season Oh no, we're gonna wait until the Easter break, and then we do like a few day of testing, and then we'll be fine. It's fine if everybody does the same thing, you know that level yeah, of the yeah. field. But when guys all they don't put one tire on a supercross t- uh, track all year long, like Earlings, right. all those guys, Geyser, and all they know is um, motocross, they ride. All winter they go in Spain or they go in Sardinia in mm-hmm. Italy, uh, and then uh, after that, you know, they in Lomo and Belgium, and they moto and moto and moto, and they ride sand, they ride mud, they ride all pack, they ride dirt. They, they know how to ride all the soils. They know, how, and then they can set up their bike. They, they have bases for all type of uh, track condition mm-hmm. and they know how to ride those all those conditions pretty decent you know in um, in the US we motocross trucks 10 motocross trucks in the US out of 12 uh, you take uh, maybe Washugo out mm-hmm. uh, you take uh, Southwick you, um, but Southwick is it's kind of like Redbud now so <laughs> but you take uh, Washugo and then you take Unadilla out of the question They're all 10 the trucks are the same yeah all the same. it's the same same dirt uh, same water same prep same yep. thing so yep. um, and they ride a supercross bike with uh, softer suspension yeah you know yep yep yeah and so when everybody does that they have the same program they test the same amount of days starting in a little bit of March, April, you know, a few days of testing, and then they're going to be full on moto after Vegas. And then, but everybody does the same thing. So, um, yeah. nobody does better the, than the other. The, the, the guys are always the same. They, the, they do always the same. Um, but when they go against guys that do this all the time, yeah, then there's a problem. And we, then we see something. Yeah, so you know what DV's trying to say is what in America we don't eat motocross, we don't yeah. shit motocross, <laughs> yeah. we don't. Right. No, it's, it's kind of like <laughs> just supercross. We have a we we. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of like um, a supercross nation. Um, we 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 emphasize uh, supercross. Uh, you have to perform mm-hmm. in supercross to make money to sign big contracts. Yep. Um, all the advertising and everything is it's it's, it's supercross. But then you have to ride also motocross. It's kind of like a show almost, you know. Um, and that's um, and that's a problem. Uh, and I think uh, you know. We've yeah. seen more cause wow. nation debacles for the last few years, and everybody says, "How come it's going on?" You know, like in but twenty years ago, we win every year, but you know, it was twenty years ago. 
It yeah. was different. Yeah, different, different times. times. So yeah, different times. All the euros, you know, all the euros back then, it was different because they were not in Belgium. They were not in the program. Cairoli, Cairoli changed uh, the motocross scene in Europe. He moved. He's, he's from Italy, yeah, where only outback tire, uh, outback t- tracks. Yeah. Uh, Italians couldn't ride sand for shit ever right in my days like they're sand track they were like uh they 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 wouldn't even go practice before gp they knew they were sucking (laughs) they'll say you know what well next week in spain it would be better better. just a mulligan (laughs) round yeah there was like two sand trucks a year and like and you know they would just go like you know 15 15 12 that's it that's okay well next week would be okay right but cairoli just just like um just like carmichael Cairoli changed the game. Mm-hmm. Changed the game where he said, "You know what? This thing, this, this is enough. I'm moving to Belgium, and I'm I'm training like a maniac, and uh, ride Lomo every I'm, single day. I'm going, <laughs> I'm going to sleep motocross, eat motocross, ship motocross. You know, all, all year long. I'm going to, you know, you know, find yeah. a house next to. I'm going to move my Italian team to uh, Belgium." They're gonna have a shop, and I'm gonna ride in the sand every single day. So it changed the game. Right. So the Americans not winning Borocos Nation now. You blame Caroli. I think he changed the game. <laughs> uh, before so we let he changed the game. Like Ricky changed yeah. the Borocos yeah. game. That's it. Before we let you go, DV, uh, brought to you by Vortex Racing. Email Jake at Vortex Racing for a hell of a deal. Monster Energy Yamaha using the sprockets. Before we let you go, DV, it's Tim Ferry's birthday. Happy birthday to uh, to him! And what's your memory of Tim Ferry? Oh, uh, he's you good say, dude. You can say All legend. Good dude. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, legend. I was a teammate with him for the longest time. Um, never had an issue. Nothing. Zero. Everything always nice. You know, competitor on the track. He was like, you know, when yeah. he, 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 he was he was tough to be, and then we would race. Always clean, off the track. Always nice. Always like joking around. Always, uh, you know. Yeah. He was a little shy when he got to factory Yamaha. I was already there, but he was a little shy. But um, after a few months, he was fine. He was like, no, it was. Uh, I have nothing bad to say about him. Legend. No, no sprinkler uh, no, stories. Yeah, nothing. No, yeah. nothing. <laughs> Um, well, hey, buddy, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Uh, and, yeah, nice work with Marv and Dylan this weekend, of course, joins the series and uh, and all that. Thank you for your time. Appreciate it, man. No worries. I'll see you this weekend. All right. See you. That Bye-bye. is that is David Villeman, everybody. Uh, the great David Villeman. Let's knock out some phone calls here. We got people on hold. Garrett has a tire story for Randy. Garrett, what's your tire story for Randy Richardson? Hey, guys. How are we doing tonight? Good. How are you? Doing good. Yeah, I got a pretty dang funny story but i'm going to preface it real quick with a well i get a question technically for randy he can right. maybe help me out on my tire i'll um, try so randy yeah so this is pretty funny a couple weeks ago i'm down in baja actually not with mark's group that he went to baja with but yeah we have a group of a ton of dudes that go to baja every year there's about a hundred of us out of utah and california and and uh anyway i've done this trip about seven times and i actually ran into mark's uncle when i was down there and Anyway, I ride an SC350, so it's a motocross bike with a 19-inch rim. Yeah. And I ride a lot of, you know, I ride Moab. I ride 
the desert up here in Utah. I get down to St. George and Mesquite and ride the track. So I, I do run the, the Starcross 5 mm-hmm. when I know I'm going to be hitting the track a lot. In the winter, I'll get down to St. George and Mesquite. But I do run the Bridgestone X30 a lot, which is a great off, off, off-road off tire. I've, I've never had a chunk. It's awesome. But my question for you in this story kind of is it cracks me up. I, I'm down in St. George about three or four weeks ago riding the desert, and I have a buddy that shows up, and I had not ran an IRC tire since I was probably – 14 years old. I had a 1996 CR125 that had an IRC soft train tire on it when I bought it. Haven't run an IRC since. But I show up and my buddy's got a brand new IRC and I don't even know what the tire is. It's their soft train like EV5. I don't even know what it is. And it's the biggest lug I've ever seen. And I'm like, man, I'm going to Baja. I usually take an XCF with an 18 inch rim, mm-hmm. but I don't own one right now. I have a 17 FC350. And I'm like, man, I could really use some sidewall down there for pinch flats, right? Mm-hmm. So some reason or another, I decide, it's kind of boneheaded on my part, I'm going to Baja and we're riding a 1,000-mile loop. I end up riding, I put I put on an IRC because of the, the big lug, thinking, okay, this is going to help me out. Mm-hmm. Well, two days into our trip, my tire is completely chunked out. And we're sitting in this town. It's funny, but we're sitting in this town south of Ensenada, about 200 miles south. It's called Camelou. Are we going to wrap this and up pretty soon? Yeah, I'll be, okay, quick. All right. I'll be quick. Yep. All right. Matt, this, this, you got to press this. I mean, no. I, like, okay, like we don't need to know where the town is, how far. Like <laughs> 40 miles by the, cr- by the crow flies of Ensenada, you know, where that cactus is. Like, we're good. Just, you know, let's hurry this I thing along. You. I hear you. Okay. I'll be quick. So we're sitting in this little town. I go into the, t- the, the taco shop. Okay, that's already too much info. We don't need to know the taco shop. You're sitting in the town. <laughs> I, I bum Easy, Matt. They said, what in the Chick-fil-A? Chill right, out. I Chill mean, down. Just, let's Chill get... down. How is the taco? Food. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, bum, I bum a tire off the Mexican dude, and we're changing his tire on the floor of this taco shop. And my buddy looks over at me, and he's like, dude, why didn't you call Randy Richardson? And I bust up laughing. And I'm like, I don't know. I should have. Anyway, so my question for you is, Randy, what is your heart train? Hold, hold on. Like? Your whole story. <laughs> your whole fucking story. Was your buddy saying you should call Randy Richardson? <laughs> That's the have. story? Come on, Mathis. <laughs> All right. So it, 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 it you should have called Randy Richardson. Ah, <laughs> 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 yeah, good one. Great. Like, dude, I was waiting. I'm waiting. Where's this hey, going? Now I'm, is, wait, is hey, Mexican, now, I'm waiting, now I'm waiting on you to shut up a, so I can tell him which tire. Is there a You're Mexican standoff? Yeah. Does, he get, <laughs> making this worse. does he get robbed? <laughs> does, does the tire fly off the rim? Where's the climax to this story? The climax is you should have called Randy Richardson. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, I, hey. I'm just like, sweet Jesus. There's a lot All of right. build up there. All right. Thank anyway, you. that was your race tech rant. So anyway, uh, no, I have one yeah, about Anton. The, it's coming up with uh, if you if you're going to run that 19 inch, I would absolutely recommend the Michelin Starcross Five Hard, which is very durable and holds up well in those conditions. If you're going to go with an 18 inch, I would recommend our uh, Michelin Desert Race. That is again Baja winner and uh, countless times Dakar Rally winning tire in an 18 inch cool. Michelin motorcycle at Inst- at Michelin motorcycle on Instagram. Facebook as well. Heck great, yeah. Great account Appreciate to follow. It. Thanks, uh, man. No, listen, Garrett, uh, we're going to give you a prize. Just stay on the line, all right? We'll give you a prize. Appreciate it. All right, no Thanks. problem. I mean, come on. Robert, you got a question for Daniel Blair about drug testing? Uh-oh. Yeah, I yeah need, he would I know a lot Daniel about Blair that. Daniel Blair drug tested in studio right now. If what? I need Daniel Blair drug tested in studio right, right now. Right now you need it? Okay, we'll go to Walgreens. We'll get a kit. We'll, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> for what? Test, okay. he'll, he'll test positive he, for he, Eagle Grit. 
He's claiming he's claiming Tomac finishes career on Yamaha. Yeah, he will. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know this. Is this yeah. a, is this the main event moto? This uh, is just one of my predictions I throw out. Okay. Been right about a lot of I them. Mean, been wrong not, about a few. It's not crazy to be drug tested. It's a, a, not a. Well, wait, what? It's not a drug testing uh, a comment. Well, you, you, Steve, you always claim everyone's high on glue, so let, yeah. let, let's find out what he's high on. I, I, I don't like that prediction. I would not take that, but I don't think it's necessary of a drug test from Walgreens right now. You know, like it's not okay, crazy. Well, DB, DB where, where are you coming from on this, DB? Just the way I see things landscaped out over the next. He's, 24, 12 to 24 months. He's not winning at Cowie. The Super not Pro- winning at Cowie. Right Cowie now. needs to spend money on the next generation, which are coming up that they have in the 250 program. He wants to probably end up staying with Monster because Monster probably still likes the guy. His Cowie deal runs up in a year. He ends up at Yamaha when Barsha's deal's done. Yeah, like Boom, I'm, there. There's your glue. Um, okay. Sorry. So do, Take do, that and do, sniff do, it. Do, yeah. Is there any chance that Kenny and Tomac switch? No. Kenny will be on Honda. He's going to be renegotiating and signing his deal probably um, in the next month. Yeah, I uh, I don't necessarily agree, but it's not it's not crazy talk, no. you know. Okay, so. so AC to AC to Honda. Yep. Nope. Yep. Nope. Uh, yep. Thanks, Robert. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Uh, uh, line four, Garrett, uh, with that that phenomenal story. Um, let's give him uh, pro filter, pro filter. Thank you, pro filter. He wins pro filter. Uh, and Forkner to KTM. Nick McCampbell coming up here shortly right away. Um, let's take some more phone calls. Skippy's on two. Skippy, what's up, bro? What's up, guys? How are you? Chilling, chilling, man. It was a great week at uh, Cycle Center at Denton, man, especially with Fly Racing. We got uh, finally got them new uh, some helmets in. Oh, my God. Those things are sick. The formulas are uh, Honestly, I'll, I'll, put, I'll put Garrett back on. Oh, come on, man. I got other good news, though. What, what are we doing, we Skippy? Our, Where are we going? We got our Pulp Mex shirts in, man. Yeah, they're in, right? Pulp Mex Fly Racing shirts. Finally. I'm, I'm pumped on that. It's taken a little longer than some of us would like. Uh, there was some harsh words between JT and I at times, um, but we have worked this all out, and the Pulp Mex shirts are coming in. Yes, I should have them this week, I hope. Yeah, and I can uh, ship them out to the lower 48, too, so I can help out if you uh, Fantastic, you need yeah. help there. Absolutely. Hey, but also, uh, there's, uh, a lot of people have been, you know, controversial with the uh, Cooper Webb and Tomac pass. A lot of people Tomac are idiots. Kind of a lot of people are idiots. I don't understand. People are like, he should be penalized. He should be docked. I don't. How do I you... agree. He got cross-threaded. Oh, you think he should be penalized? Well, no, he said he agrees he, do- no, he doesn't. Yeah. I agree. It, he, I mean, in, he basically gave up halfway through the corner. Like, he didn't really fight for it at all, thinking that he was about to get, like, tomahawked or something. But he kind of just chilled out. And like you said in the review pod, like, if he would have, you know, not shot back half the lap. I think mean, Kawasaki would be a little bit more angry about it. But, yeah, I mean, I mean, that was. I thought he did a great job of getting her stopped. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I don't, how much the nets were there? How much did Cooper beat Eli by? A lot. Twenty seconds or eight, fifteen seconds or something. Dock him fourteen seconds. Right, right, right. There's, um, there's a solution. <laughs> all right, Skippy. Like flagging. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Pulp Mech shirts available <laughs> right. now. Fly Racing. Check the WPS catalog. So thanks, everybody. Uh, let's go to Hal. Hal, you got your Dean Wilson race report? Hey, boys. Dean Wilson race report. Solid, solid heat race win. Uh-huh. Good Dean. job for Dino. Hey. Yeah, man. Hey, listen. Uh, early in the season, right before A1, I made the prediction Chad Reed would be on the box twice, and our boy Dean Wilson would be on the box once. And you, you, you said, okay, you would stamp it, but you sounded a little like you didn't believe in me. It's coming, brother. It's coming. What are you, Hulk Hogan now, Hal? 
It's coming, brother. I, I kid. Listen, I let me tell you, brother. It's coming for you. I can't, um, I can't. No, listen. Yeah, so you're one. So you predicted three things, Hal. We have six rounds left, and you have two of them still to come true. So, you know, I've seen 11 races where just one of your things came true. You have six <laughs> more to make two things come true. They will be that more, that much more glorious, Steve. It will be. I, I, listen, I hope so. I, I, I went on record a few weeks ago. Uh, sign chat up for 20, 2020 already. Make this happen. It's already worked out well for everybody and, and all of that. So I'm, I'm on board with that. Yeah, he looks like he's having fun. What's Dean going to do outdoors? What is Dean going to do outdoors? Is he really going to go private? He's going to win. Oh, he's going to win. Okay. All right. We'll go to drug test you now. All right. Podium. Exactly. Hey, listen, I have one more thing for you. Yep. What, uh, Roxon, did he not cue ball himself again? Is his visor? Somebody needs Dude, to do something about his visor. That, that, when does Fox throw the towel in on that thing? Like, I, I don't know. The, Make it a little stronger? The, the, I don't know. What, yeah, I, w- I would assume it's the strongest it can be, or, or I, I don't know. Like, very strange. Give uh, him a fly helmet. Give him a fly formula helmet. Skippy's got him in Texas. If Roxon needs one, he can go buy one in Texas from Skippy. Uh, it's a great helmet, though. It's fantastic. Uh, you had you wore one, Randy, yeah. for the first time. Yeah, yeah the formula. Yeah, yeah. It's, I put one on my head today when I got here, and it's great. It's pretty dang good, man. I have, I have a favor to ask you, Steve. Yep. You you know people, you can get things done. In the great the great city of Houston, we have Van Martin. We have great tacos. We have NRG Stadium, but we don't have an In and Out Burger. Please help us. In-N-Out only has restaurants that they can ship their beef to without freezing it. So it has to be within one day of shipment in the, in the truck, I guess. If they cannot yeah. get it to the restaurant in one day, they will not open the restaurant because they don't want to freeze it. But they're right up the road in Dallas. I have to drive oh. to Dallas to well, get my damn In-N-Out. That's odd. Horrible. Maybe Dallas Make is... a few calls for me. I'll do that. Help a brother out, man. Thanks, Al. See you, boys. All right, see you. Uh, let's get Nick on the line. I know I, I called him Adam, but I'm confused. Um, oh, before we do that, uh, Blair, once again. And if Garrett's still on the line, can we find out where that taco place is? Yeah, what's the name of the yeah, place? Yeah, that was, that was awesome. I'd like to go down great there story. With, I'd like story. to go down there with Rick Johnson great on an story. adventure bike. Yeah, great story. You should have called Randy Richardson. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> a lot of buildup for that. Great. Before, uh, before what? Before we get Nick on the line, Daniel, uh-huh. we did it. you did it again. Did what? We, we got audio from the race on the weekend in Indianapolis, NBC oh, Sports. Uh, every week you seem to be screwing up, and we're getting this audio sent to us. It's weird how uh, you end up getting that. I don't know how he gets it every week. It's, it's weird. Hey, just like the caller before, he knows people. He does yeah, know it, people. I, I just I can't believe that. You, are you working this weekend? I hope so, man. Okay. I hope I don't get clipped. Right, right. Uh, well, here's here's the, here's the audio. We we found this. It's it's not good. Let's 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 play this and then get uh, Nick on the line. In a long set, and this is the first time that these 250 East Coast riders have seen the, have seen two sets of whoops in the track. They're very very challenging tonight. I expect them to start jumping through these whoops later on in the main event. Let's go down even closer to the dirt. Here's Daniel Blair. I'll take you closer to that whoop section. I want to show you the difference between so the two sets. Good. Ricky says they might be Sound jumping good. him. Feel like I think they can, but maybe the first set is going to be a lot tougher. Know. Let's take a look. Yeah. This is the first, the longer set of whoops. You see the kind of awkward transition right there. There's a little bit of a hump in the middle. Now, if these guys want to triple awkward. their way through this thing. Seems, seems good so far. I, I, yeah, a little yeah. bit of a compression with their shock and bounce over, but that transition is going to make things tough. Let's take a look back. Now, at the bigger set of whoops, these ones are taller, but they're not as long. There's only seven of them. Look at the transition on this one. If they roll in three, you can see there's a nice, smooth transition that the bikes can get into, compress the shock, and pop out of the last three. 
can get into, compress the shock, and pop out of the last three. So, guys, as we move into the end of this 250 main and into the start of the 450 main, the big challenge will be figuring out which line is faster, which one works. And I can promise you this, Marvin Muscan, he would be the rider who figures out if you could jump either set, and he'll be the one to master it first. Good job, Daniel. You're clear. Damn it, Ralph. How many freaking times do I have to tell you? I swear. If you do not give me the title of Lights West Arena Cross champion, they will not believe me. How many times? Were you not listening at lunch? Daniel, mic's on. Damn it. Daniel, you're live. I got to go to the bathroom. Wow. The hell? How'd you get that? I don't know, but what's... You want Ralph to bring you in as a Lights... Arena Cross yeah, champion. dude, I need some credibility. If people are going to believe that I know what I'm talking about, they need to know that wow. I was okay at some right, point in my right, career really right, late. Right. If not, they might as well bring in like an NFL sideline reporter. Exactly. Yeah. Bring in to Michelle Tafoya, damn it, Ralph. Yeah. Wow, wow. <laughs> I hope that doesn't get you in trouble. I told him at lunch. I said, look, intro me correctly. He said, listen, asshole. <laughs> I said, you intro me correctly or we're going to have a problem. And Well, we have a problem. We got a problem. Wow. Right. I'm surprised that audio. I can't believe my mic was mic, on. You didn't know your mic I was on? I forgot to switch the mic off. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, damn oh, it. man. That sucks, dude. I haven't said anything yet, but it's early in the week. It's not bad. Uh, EVS Sports. Uh, did you ever use anything from EVS Sports? Uh, the entire time. Yeah. EVS Sports established themselves as the leaders in innovation and technology when it comes to designing protection gear for today's MX racers. Riders like Hampshire, Justin Hill, Travis Ostron. Did you guys see Justin Hill off the start? Nope. Okay. I, what I do gotta, you do? I got to show that to you. Uh, when they, you all wear EVS when they uh, race, ride, or whatever Travis decides to do that day. Check out EVSSports.com to gear up like the pros and use the code PULP19 to save on everything from knee pads to shoulder braces. So EVSSports.com, PULP19 is the code to save. And uh, please check that out, and um, we really appreciate that. So uh, EVS Sports is proud pleased and proud to bring you our next guest of the night this man is a mechanic of the moto concepts bullfrog honda moto concepts team for michael lessie now he did work for vince freeze he's been there for a couple of years we're happy to have him on the show nick mccampbell nick what's up bud how are you uh not a lot man what's going on how's life in the high des right now uh life in the high des is good we did some two-stroke tuning tonight a lot of jetting going on okay all right yeah oh yeah yeah it was we got done with work and me and aaron I uh, got to work on the two strokes for a couple hours. And nice. Motored, right. Yeah, we motored down on the turn track. There was enough rain like last week that it's still pretty good up here. So Okay. Um, I like to hear that. Uh, what were you jetting? What kind of bike? Uh, I got an 05 KX250. So. Oh, okay. All right. Um, yeah, that was oh, the that was, Hey, that was Stu and Burner trying to ride against oh, four strokes. There's a reason I got that bike. Yeah. yeah and, that's and the Stu that's, bike. That's the reason? Yeah, man. Stu fan growing up. That's, you got to get it. Oh, man. Hey, Stu made his return, by the way, on Instagram. It was glorious. Oh, the Stu is hot. Yeah, it is. Yep. Um, yep. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Uh, you and I have been, we chat a lot uh, at the weekends. You actually listen to this janky radio show, so I'm pretty happy about that. Oh, yeah. I've been listening since Paul Lindsay was cracking ice cold Red Bulls. Jeez, so, that's a long time ago. Like, wow. This is super, this is cool. So, uh, no, yeah, we're happy to have you on EVS Sports uh, bringing you. So, like, I was a mechanic for a long time, and and I would have my rider on the line, and you know you. And, Daniel, you race pro. You had Hobo Nick or whoever yelling at you. Um, you, you, you. You try to hype your rider up for the start. You try to tell him, like, hey, you can get it. You're the guy. You're the man tonight. Let's get the start. But you got Michael Lessie, Nick. So you're just like, hey, duh. Hey, bro, <laughs> do what you got to do. <laughs> do what yeah. you do. Yeah. Do what you do. I'll yeah. be over here. Yeah, I I don't have a 
too hard of a job there. He's been on this kick where he wants a he wants a shoulder massage every time he's on the gate. Now, oh. So, so that's been my, that's been my program the last couple of weeks, but it's not it's not uh, been unsuccessful. So this sh- you must be a hell of a do, yeah. right? you must be a hell of a shoulder masseuse. Yeah, I had Donk asking me for one now, and so I don't, I don't know. I might make some money next weekend. We'll see. <laughs> a lot of tables start rubbing yeah, everyone yeah. down. <laughs> right. Have a little booth, like, you know, and ranch on the bike. Right. And have a Charge little... the riders like 10 bucks for a couple right. minutes. Right. Start, hey, yeah, next thing you know, you start calling yourself staging. a doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, hey, if you start doing a good job at that, you could be a doctor in the yeah. pits. It's no problem. It's not a problem. We, we, you know, we have guys around running around right now that yeah. just are doctors, so it's fine. Oh, I'll, I'll stick to spinning wrenches. I'll just do that. Um, listen, I was trying to get Mike, and, and JT and Wygant were not on board either. That start in the LCQ in Daytona, I was trying to tell Mike, like, that's an all-time start for you. And he was not having it. It was an LCQ, so there was no factory guys. But, dude, you were so far out there, Nick, that, I mean, I thought it was still really impressive. Mike wasn't really having it. Oh, dude, he, I thought it was, I'm with you. It was, that was gnarly. We were way out there, and, I mean, he shot it like a rocket. <laughs> but if you're, Mike, and how many of those, like first turn, how many of those like have you had, if you're Mike? To that. From outside there? Dude, I've seen a bunch of them out well, there yeah, from him. Well, yeah, Mike, that's, ten well, at least. Mike, that's Tuesday afternoon. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, he was like, it wasn't that good, doesn't even break the top ten. <laughs> right, right. No, I'm talking the LCQ yeah, start, he whole shot. Oh, I know, oh, I yeah. saw it, oh, I stand break, there. Break the top ten of all No, starts. his right, top right, ten right. of impressive starts. Well, it was, he brought up his Anaheim one-hole shot, but I'm like, yeah, Mike, but the difference is, is you just went counted to seven and dropped the clutch. That doesn't count. Yeah, you cheated. Yeah. Mike always wants another bike length. You, oh yeah, for the uh, for the for the gate. You mean for the guy dropping the gate? No, like like no matter what, he always he always thinks he should have been a bike length further by the time he hit the white line, right? Well, he would have. So. He was tangling bars halfway down that LCQ start with somebody, yeah. Cat and Zero, I think. So yeah, he just held it on. I mean, it was gnarly. Yeah. Um, it's it's been uh, I think it's been good for Mike. He obviously, look, he stepped away from Supercross for a while, so it's, it's, he's been rusty and you know and all of this. But I mean, he's in there. He's grabbing a whole shot of heat race this weekend. Um, you know the LCQ stuff. I think it's been a successful return for Mike. I mean, has it set the world on fire? No. But has he embarrassed himself or anything? No. I, I think it's been fine. The guy's been around uh, away from the game for a while. Oh yeah, I think he just uh, passed James Stewart in all-time gate drops in the main event too. Yep. I think or something like that. And yeah, he's he's putting it in the main. He's doing what he's. I mean, he wanted to just come here and ride and do do well. And for him, doing well is riding in the main event. Yeah, it's. I mean, two years off of Supercross is a long time. Yeah, he didn't even. It's not like he. Uh, boot camp for a month to get ready for this he was doing no. outdoor stuff he's been riding for a while outdoors and then he, we did like three days on a supercross track and he picked it up pretty quick and yep. i mean he, he's been i've been pumped on how he's been riding so. how much is the how much change from vince's bike like bars and grips and shit um, or like how much change uh, his suspension's gone quite a bit softer mike's a lot lighter than vince yep and uh gearing's different mike Mike's real unique on that front, and uh, he's just—he's yeah, it's a little bit different, but mm-hmm. overall, um, it's pretty much the same. You know, it's the same level of bike, just uh, tweak here, tweak there for for Mike's comfort, yeah. right? Wow. Hey, Vince is not Vince is a pretty good starter too. So obviously, yeah. obviously, yeah. Nick, it's your shoulder rubs or whatever your whatever. It's, <laughs> it's, I'm just yeah, I'm 
I won't say anything. I don't want to jinx anything. Right, right. right. I'll, just take, I'll, I'll take what I can get. Yeah, absolutely. How much do you miss the Silver Fox, Tony Berluti? How much do you miss oh, him? Oh, the Silver Fox. I, te- I try and text him all the time. I try and keep in touch with him. I, we all miss Berluti around here. He's, oh, he's just a, a Just a legend. Just a oh, legend. Man. What was he like when you like worked alongside him building his bike? Was was he cool or was oh. he all like intense like Berlut can get? Well, he actually like uh, fortunately we're we tend to be able to kind of take our time with builds and stuff. So he was never like freaking out or anything like that. He was always in a good mood, always a good guy to yeah. work with. And uh, yeah, he helped me out a lot and just tips here and there. And but always in a good mood. He like. Oh. Nick's cell phone just went dead, or we lost Nick, or something, or we lost the show, or oh, I lost oh, you there. Oh, there we Sorry go. about that. Yeah, you're back. We're good. All right, we're good. No, Berlu. Yeah, we listened to classic rock on build days. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was always a good time. I got to ride with him at Western, and I was sick. And, yeah, yeah, dude, Berlue's he he's an animal. animal on the bike, just an animal, dude. He can moto for like 85 minutes. Yes. And not <laughs> drop just, he's got old man strength, right? Where you just keep going. I, the last time we rode, dude, he rode till he ran out of gas. Like, what the fuck, yeah. Berlut? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? He's out of his mind. He's an animal. Yeah, you know, it's absolutely. Yeah. Um, but, dude, he's like, I have not heard from the guy. Uh, I've, he's he's blown me off riding. I think six or seven out of the last eight times. He's in oh, love. No. He's busy. He's in love. Like, uh, Berlut is. We're losing him, man. We're losing him. Well, I I was in touch with him this week, and he's talking about he's talking about going uh, riding with us sometime, maybe on the Easter break or oh, yeah? right after Supercross okay. is over. So we'll get you in on that. We'll we'll make that happen. Is, it, was he saying he's going to go down to the high des? Well, we're we're in negotiation, but oh, okay. <laughs> uh, if I got to go to Western, I'll go to Western. We'll hop in the El Camino and go. Yeah, well, come on up, bro. I got Blue Crew now and uh, feeling much better. Uh, dropped some LBs, you know, so I'm feeling much better than I did on the RMZ when I saw you last. So, Berlut told me it was hard to shake you last time you guys went. Oh, but hey, that fucker still shook me, though. He did. <laughs> oh, it was harder. Well, like it was harder, and I get it, but guess who still came out in front? That guy. Yeah, if, yeah if, if the time doesn't run out, he's going to shake you. <laughs> I mean, that's just it. Oh, I was behind him, and my arms were pumped, and you know you can barely yeah. pull your clutch in, and you're kind of missing oh, your breaking points. And I'm like, this fucker, like, I got to get him. And, like, <laughs> he's roosting me, and I just, like, I tapped out. Like, just, I'm... And he just kept going. I know going. the feeling. <laughs> I know the feeling. I did the same thing when I rode with him. I'm like, I, I went for a good amount of time, too, and I was like, that's all I got. He broke me. Yeah, yeah, that's it, right? Yeah. Oh, what's going yeah. on? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, hey, what's it like uh, working with Tony? Uh, obviously, he's come on the show. He's, he, his riders have liked him. He's 50% less crazy uh, than he was with Mike. Is he back to 100% <laughs> now, or how is, how is his craziness level since Mike joined the team? No, it stays. It's about with the status quo. We're good on, okay. that, on <laughs> yeah. that front. Working with Tony's good. I, I we we always get along, and yep. I've never had an issue with him. It's yeah. Well, we live on the same property, but yep. different houses, but same property, and yep. so we're with each other a lot. So it's probably a miracle we're not at each other's throats ever. But we we seem to get along all the time. And do you? Yeah, so it's, so it's Aaron fun. Aaron's working for Brayton now, right? Um, yes. Do you yes. ever just say, "Hey, Aaron, Berlut would have done that." Hey Aaron, Berlut <laughs> won a Supercross last year. Oh, I just 
I make Berlute comments all the time. Oh, nice, oh, nice. Me, oh, me, me and Berlute ate here last year. We should go eat there. Or, <laughs> or Berlute, Berlute really liked that part. I might I might see if Vince wants to run that. <laughs> nice, I like yeah. it. Uh, Ride yeah, Engineering, gotta, by the way, Ride Engineering, one of our sponsors of the show, uh, used by your team uh, every yes, week. You, you have the Blake, Blake Clevis on, and you have the uh, the link as well. So ride-engineering.com, used by the Bullfrog yes, guys. Hey, am I going to get... Am I going to get this hot tub? What do you think? I mean, this week you told us mechanics are like most of our workload is going to have to go toward your hot tub negotiations. <laughs> I, yes, I, I want less work on the bikes. <laughs> I mean, I think we're going to have to see some sort of monetary compensation before we can take a, so, any work time toward that. But Here's the hot uh, tub story. So obviously Mike Genova uh, um, is, you know, has a lot of hot tub connections and everything else. Right. So I, I – poured this patio back here. I got a little roof over top. Pookie mentioned a hot mm-hmm. tub. I, I'd said to Tony, hey, do you think I can get a deal on a hot tub? Blah, blah, blah. Mike Genova came up, hit me with a great price, like a phenomenal price on a hot right. tub, which is cool, except it was still a lot of money because the hot tub was like the fucking... <laughs> Ferraris of hot tub at Bullfrog, right? Like they're 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 well, of course. Right. Only the finest for Steve. Thank you. I mean, Genova's <laughs> not going to short you there. He well, wants you to get a, a nice hot tub. He's a good guy. And let me tell you, yeah. So he he got me this Ferrari of a hot tub for a right. for a a a a four uh, Acura or a Ford uh, Taurus <laughs> of a price, but that was still too much for me. So I turned okay, it down. Okay. I turned it down, and I think Genova was a little upset with me because, mm-hmm. like, hey, I made these calls or I, I, I did this, and then now you tell me no, me. And I'm like, I didn't fucking know a hot tub could be that much still. You're like, I want a Taurus hot tub for, like, a mountain bike price. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, I'm sure he's always open to open to reopening negotiations i'm sure he's not so i've been trying to get another price like a little bit lower he's not answering your calls he's not answering my calls tony (laughs) said he's gonna work on it i told i told uh uh, nick to work on it i told aaron to work on it like this is this is very important like uh, but i'm kind of yeah i'm kind of a dick for like telling him like hey thanks like hey can i get a deal and he gives me a deal and i go eh yeah, I was going to. Agree. Yeah. I was going to agree with you before you explained that whole thing about the. Uh, yeah. Laptop. Yeah. Right. So you are one. I'm, I'm, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In general. Yeah. You could have said. Right. Yeah, you could have said yeah. I'm a dick. But I'm going to stay out of hot tub negotiations. I'm going to leave yeah. that. Yeah. Just worry on the bike. Just work on the bike. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to spin wrenches. Uh, smile on my face. Hey, dude. How? So we hung out in Geneva a little bit. We went to yep. that nice restaurant. Vince it was very nice. Vince bought dinner for all of us. Like, yeah, I'm team freeze after that meal. Hey, but in your defense, you offered to buy for the mechanics because you said you know the struggle. I did. I did. <laughs> I, I said I'll buy for the mechanics, but not you, Vince, who probably got you know twenty grand to be here. Not buying for you. <laughs> buying for these greaseball guys that get probably nothing. But uh, but but anyway, Vince bought for all of us. So that was pretty nice. That was a pretty sweet place though. Oh, it was awesome. So, yeah, dude, Geneva was too cool. How's cooler? Cooler. Cooler's always great. Everyone loves the cooler. He is the cooler. So do you know the cooler? He keeps you, everything cool. Yeah, do you, do you know the cooler? Every situation, he cools it down. Yeah, right? so there's yeah. a guy. Yeah. Oh, okay, you know. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, it's Randy Rand- with Michelin. I'm, I'm a fan of the show, too. And, uh, yeah, I've yeah. heard stories about the cooler. Yeah. Yeah, so, now, not the cooler that Kenny Watson had wrapped. It's nope, a different cooler. Different cooler. <laughs> not Innovation <laughs> cooler. Award. We should wrap this cooler, though, yeah. and see what happens. <laughs> well, I don't want anything to do with that. <laughs> He'll wrap your head. Yeah. So, Alessis have had this guy, and his name, name's, nickname's a cooler. He's been with them since amateur days. He drives a right. truck now. But in amateur days, yeah. things got tense sometimes, 
as you probably know from your day, right? Seen some things. Right, right. Daniel Blair and Vincent Blair have seen some things. Yep. So Cooler just, he cooled everything down. He cooled the situation down. <laughs> but he's still around. He calls in the show every once in a while, too, by the way. So Why does he need to be around if Tony's 50% crazy? I just keep everything cool. He doesn't have to well, work nearly as hard anymore. He's got to drive the truck. That's yeah. true. Yeah. So the cooler. So there's no issues anymore, does, though. No, and he doesn't always cool the situation. It, it's not like aggressively. <laughs> He's a very charismatic guy. He'll, he'll just calm it down with some stand-up comedy or whatever he's got going on. <laughs> he's, a, he's a man of words. Like, he's a man of, like, many words. Oh, right? yes. Yes, he is. Oh, that's a awesome. Man of many words. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, cooler. So he's been with the Alessis. God, I don't even like forever, he right? Must, For he, right, Nick? I mean, forever? I, I don't. Yeah, know. I think two thousand four or something like that. Wow. Where was he in Washougal that weekend? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> where was the cooler? He was not cooling things down <laughs> between me and Tony. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where, yeah. Where was the cooler, Nick? I, I I I don't know. I wasn't. I yeah. That's. He may have been on a hiatus. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, hey, you got to come up here and hang out for a show. Drive up from the high des, grab a ride with Kiefer or something. Come on up and sit in on the show. No, that would be that would be dream come true. That'd be sweet. Well, I, I back it down on the dream come true, Nick. But that'd be cool. Well, for, I mean, you got to. Yeah, I, mean, I was a kid in high school listening to this, right? So that's. It's just make cool. sure if you're going to tell a story, it has a nice big climax at the end. You don't just drag everybody on for ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, uh, just babble. Yeah, you just be like, and then the, and then after ten minutes, you go. And so then I got the Doritos. Like you're like, <laughs> oh god. Well, um, fine, fine details. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, hey, Malcolm Stewart obviously hurt uh, early on in the year, dude. He was flying. Right. He was flying, Nick. Malcolm was. He was hauling the mail. Yeah, that dude. He put in the work the off season too. He, I mean, he was in good shape coming in. He was he was riding well, and him and Vince are kind of quasi riding partners. Yep. They were riding together pretty much every time one of them rode. The other at the track with them, so they're just. I mean, I got to spend time with him and Rango a lot, and like yep. such cool dudes. And yeah. I think the whole team, Genova, TA. I mean, we were all so pumped to have them around, and they're just uh, they're good dudes and. Luckily, they came to Atlanta and a few other rounds just to come hang out and right. enjoy enjoy seeing those guys. They're good stuff. Uh, I mean, that that dude was flying. What do you do all summer? Are you on payroll or do you got a real job? I know Aaron's a, Aaron was a chef. He, oh, no, Aaron was a butcher. What was Aaron? A butcher? No, Aaron, used, Aaron was a chef back in the day, but yeah. Aaron's full-time. He's full-time in the summer. Okay. He's, he's Yeah, he's in California year-round. Um, I go up to Canada every summer. I've uh, I've been up there with Mike the last couple of years. I was their ass mechanic up there one summer, and then uh, and then this year I'm going up again with Mike. So. Oh, are you really? You're, you're going to work for Gopher yeah. Dunes? Yeah, I'm like an honorary Canadian. Uh, that, out with hey, that's Digger. Digger owns a team. He's cool. Dig, oh, I love Dig. Yeah, yeah I mean Dig. Yeah, I like Frank. Frank's good stuff. Yeah, Colts mechanic. I know pretty well. They're right. all good. Good. Good uh, dudes over there. Uh, how was Manitoba last year when you went? Dude, that was one of the, like, raddest tracks of the year. It was, was, right? Yeah, good track. It was, dude, the ruts were deep, and the Mm -hmm. dirt was prime. Mike pulled a gnarly hole shot there. It was awesome. It was a a super cool track. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Manitoba, bro. Besides, there were ticks everywhere, though. Everyone had ticks on them. (laughs) I don't remember any ticks when I lived there, but, you know. Yeah, no, T-Diggs had, like, I think 12 ticks on him the day before race day. He was probably rolling around, in the, around. rolling around the grass for some reason. 
T-Dags. Weirdo T-Dags. EVSSports.com, by the way. Use the code PULP19 to save on anything from knee pads to shoulder braces. Travis Pastrana, Randy, your buddy, yeah. uses EVS. That and he has does. used every product they probably have. Uh, twice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, Nick, Tim Ferry's birthday today. The great Uh-oh. Tim Ferry. What, what's your memory of Tim Ferry? Memory of Tim Ferry. Actually, when I was a kid, like, I got really into watching, like, uh, old moto races on uh-huh. YouTube. Yep. And I found one of, like, a young Tim Ferry on, like, 80s at, like, uh, oh. Dade City or something. No, was, uh, like, Tampa MX. It was a Tampa MX track. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. That's exactly it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember watching him. He just won some random race on 80s and sometime back in the yeah. late 80s or early 90s or something yeah, like that. Yeah, he just dominated on 87 CR80. <laughs> just, yeah, just... That was, I remember that. And then uh, the 08 Nationals when Stu went 24-0. I remember Timmy was on the podium a few times. And... Oh, well, Timmy pressured him pretty much all 24 <laughs> motos. Oh, of course. <laughs> I mean, it was fantastic. Down his, down his neck. Hey, uh, Nick, how do you think right. Daniel Blair does on TV on the NBC Sports Show? Do you think he's <laughs> terrible or do you think he's, he's okay? Or how, how's Daniel Blair? Blair does a good job. Yeah, okay. Thanks, man. I, yeah, I, I, I like, feel like I kind of know Blair because I worked for Hayes this summer because he filled in mm-hmm. after Mike got hurt. Yeah, so I, remember, like, I remember that. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, and then, yeah, you were good. And then, like, yeah, and da- yeah, my God. And then <laughs> Daniel sent us some Eagle Grit, and so, like, I feel like I know him, but I don't really know him. Yeah, you don't want to know but, him. Like, he's, he's an asshole. Sometimes but. I kind of wave at him kind of a little bit. Oh. Yeah, well, rock star him. Great job rock starring him, yeah. Daniel. <laughs> yeah. yeah really, really cool. He just, I think he looks just as confused as I feel, so it's fine. Probably. Yeah, yeah, right yeah, exactly. Well, maybe this weekend. Yeah, maybe you come say hi, like, I don't know, okay. introduce. We'll maybe get, this we'll, week- get a, we'll get a formal handshake. Well, I got a bike in my hands. I'm in staging. I can't walk over to you. It, things happen. What you right? need to do is, so he, he, you know, if he can't find the 800 or, or whatever, he, just go up to, to Nick and say, hey, what's the deal? Give me give me some info for the TV broadcast. There Got you, it. Then that'll be it. And then you guys... Oh, I don't where, know about that. Where are That's we this week? a lot week? of pressure. Where are we this weekend? Seattle. Seattle. So, yeah. See, see each other in Seattle. Okay. That'll be fantastic. Okay. Um, I'll shake your hands. Yeah, don't make it weird, though. <laughs> no, don't make it weird. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't make it weird. Uh, what was your favorite Pulp Mech show? Nick? Yeah. Um, don't say Laser Gate, because you might get fired. No. No. <laughs> I like the I like three hundred with the oh, Yamaha yeah. guys in. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then just some of the old Kenny Watson ones were always classic. Yeah. Where, uh, the ones where he would just walk out too. There's some of those. Well, yeah, like whether he was in a good mood or bad mood, he was always prolific, right? Like he was always. <laughs> I, I loved him on the show. He was awesome. Yeah. He well, trust me. By the end, I didn't love him on the show. <laughs> it got ugly. Right. It got bad right. at, at times when he would walk in and be like, "I don't even want to be here," and then sit down and start doing the show. I'm like, oh, great. Yeah, uh, that's fair. We got a call about Michael Essie here. Jamie, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, pretty good, man. How are you doing? Good. What's your question about Michael Essie? Uh, yeah, I had two questions, but uh, real quick, uh, I, I'm really glad to see Michael Essie. He didn't come off the couch, but he came on and, and done yeah. pretty good, and uh, I, I really like what he's doing. I like to see guys not scared to come back and and, and, and do what he's doing right now, so I really like that. Mm-hmm. And another thing, um, uh, it's actually another part to the Lessie thing. The, when you throw out a ride and they pick a Lessie up, there's not a lot of people to choose from. Who would you guys pick up, like, to put on better equipment just to give them a shot? Would you say Chris Blows or any other uh, you my know, first thought, guy? That's, my first thought mm-hmm. to Tony was Ben LeMay. I don't know about Ben's yeah, deals ben, and all that, yeah. but, you know, yeah, that was a guy that ben, I thought would fit 
So yeah, and he's solid. He's he's consistent. Doesn't really make a lot of mistakes. Yeah, he's in the last chance a lot, but he always comes through. Yeah. He doesn't look nervous. Uh-huh. Um, and, and another quick th- thing, man, that just drove me crazy. DV danced all around the question and got called off guard, but he never told us exactly what he thought Hurlings would do. So uh, maybe one day you could reach back out and, and get that. Yeah, maybe DV was tr- dodging and weaving because he was gonna. He, he wanted he wanted to say that Hurlings was gonna work his guy Marv. You know, uh-huh. but but maybe he couldn't, right? So I don't know. Yeah, and, and he's strong, and I give him that. But I just, I think some guys are going to step up. I don't think he's just going to dominate. It's going to go down to the wire. I don't, well, you know, Tomac's going to show up at least half the rounds. Webb's going to be there at least more than half the rounds. And Marvin, he didn't get smoked by Hurlings. Well, like, thank you, know, you for not gargling on Hurlings nuts like everybody else. Thank you. <laughs> I, I really no, appreciate it. I'm going that. to, man. I'm USA for life. All right. Hey, I appreciate it, Steve. Thanks, Thanks Jamie. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, it should be exciting if Hurlings comes up, uh, Nick. That'll be interesting to to see how that goes. But that that guy's sick to watch. I uh, me and Aaron flew out for donations to Red Button. Oh yeah, cool to watch watch those I, uh, guys ride. I think I'm coming to Calgary. Ooh, yeah. Okay, uh, there you go. I think it's Thunder Valley one. weekend. Uh, but I do want to see the opening round. I want to see Phil flip out on everybody. Yeah. Everyone's tied at the opening round. That's the fun one. Oh, good one. You could be good good yeah. TV with kind of that commentary, Daniel. That's that's depth right there. Yeah, and it's something you don't offer. <laughs> you don't ever do that. I don't. Um, oh, Nick, come on. Nick, What uh, what's the strangest thing that Tony's had you work on up there in the high des? Ooh. Um, As he said, hey, I got my buddy's got this three-wheel. Three-wheeler. You got you to gotta jet it. Put some magnets no. on it. Yeah. No. I've... Probably like he's got like these old eighties he's kinda collecting from like he's he wants like a collection of like the eighties he had when he was a kid. And like so we've done a few things on those and those things are super weird compared to a modern bike. Yeah. So yeah. those things have been pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, he's got I'd a say that. He told me has, a motor home. He told me he has a brand new eighty four Y Z eighty. Really? Brand yeah, new. It's sick. Yeah. It's sick. He's got he's got some super cool like yeah, he's, I think he's got a Kawasaki that's eighty four or something like that. That one's really cool. He's got he's got some gems. Uh, if you read old cycle newses, Tony ripped on mini bikes as a mini bike racer. Oh yeah, yeah, like oh, legit, yeah. like Eddie Hicks ish mm-hmm. that era. Tony was good. Yeah, I asked him about it sometimes. We get, we get, wait, we get wait. talking about it. I misunderstood when you said Tony ripped on mini bike racers. I thought oh, you meant like the yelling at them. Crazy. No, no, yeah. no, as yeah. a racer. Yeah. yeah, he was fast, like on the other kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he ripped on them. <laughs> yeah, take that, Villapoto. <laughs> uh, no, he 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 was fast. Yeah, yeah, really fast. Yeah, uh, yeah. EVSSports.com. Please check him out. Pulp nineteen is the code. Uh, Nick, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Uh, always yeah. like having hearing the stories and everything else, and. Um, yeah, write down some crazy stuff that Cooler says and does. That'd be great if you can make a list of that for us all year. Um, oh, always. If, if you can work on my hot tub deal, that'd be fantastic as well. Get that going. Okay. Um, what else? What I can do there. Yeah, what else? Um, that should be about it. Oh, uh, yeah. Massage. Yeah, keep, mas- keep massaging, Mike. It's working. Okay, yep, yep. yep. We'll do. We'll and do. Uh, In fact, when you come say hi this weekend, I could use a squeeze. Yeah. Daniel <laughs> Burke. Daniel Burke. Daniel Burke. Well, use some relaxation. Maybe, maybe approach him we'll from negotiate. the front first. Yeah. Make yeah. eye contact. Yeah, don't like walk, walk up behind, behind me it, no. and do it. Like, no. at least, like, say hello yeah. first and right. then go ahead and get right. started. <laughs> it, it, oh, it'd be great to be. We'll negotiate. Yeah, it'd be great for you to be on camera with Will and then just have him. Just walk have up. Nick just behind you. Give me a little squeeze on the back. 
keeping you loose. Yeah, yeah keep yeah, you loose a little bit. Exactly. All right, Nick. Hey, thanks for the time. Appreciate it, man. Uh, have fun no in Seattle this weekend. Uh, we'll see you there. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks, cool. guys. I appreciate it. Thanks, man. Uh, Nick. Uh, Mick Campbell on the show, uh, Bullfrog Honda MCR mechanic, good guy, funny yeah. guy. Yeah, he, he's he's really good. Uh, Dark side, what's up? What's going on, man? Nick McCampbell is awesome. Such a good dude. Good guy. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, so a couple questions. Two fifty West. Um, how much does riding the four fifties help blows out? That's my first question. Okay. Yeah. You want the second one? You should have called Randy Richardson. Oh. Um, no, uh, I think it'll help. It has to help. Racing on the brake is help. Although the guys just race in Atlanta, so there is that. But, I mean, for me, yeah, I always think that's great. If you can keep racing, you know, go ahead. I think with Blos, it's like, at his age and experience, everything can help. Nothing yep. really hurts. Yep. Like, he's he's good enough to where yep. I don't think it ma- I don't think it really gives him any, like, special boost other than just keeps him fresh and keeps him kind of polished a little bit. Right, so right. I think it's good. All right. Okay, and, and you probably already talked about this, DB, but uh, what's Hayes do, Hayes do this weekend? What does he do this weekend? Who? Yeah, yeah. yeah let's get, how much does he move up in points? I don't know. It's uh, it's uh, If it's mud, then it's like throw it all up in the air. I have no idea. If it ends up somehow being dry, I think it'll be good. He was really, really good at Atlanta. So uh, yeah. weather dependent. If it's muddy, it's like. Who are we talking about? I missed it. Hayes. He Hayes. Oh, Jacob's Hayes. Gonna yeah, Jacob. I'm going to do good. He's going to do good. Yeah. I'm gonna do good. No, I think that's he's really, gonna. That's really all I wanted was Mathis doing. Some... <laughs> I, I think. I think for Jacob, Seattle is again. It's a weird one because the weather you don't know. But I'm. I think he's gonna do really well at Houston, the next Triple Crown. Now that he's got more races under, you know, more mm-hmm. Supercross experience yeah. under his yeah. belt. So I think at Houston he's gonna be really, really good because it's. Says his agent. Yep. Yeah. I mean, he gets good starts. He gets up front. So. <laughs> all right. Oh, there we go. Sweet. All right. Bye. So, hey, Ben, when's my, when's my main event ship out? May 1st. May 1st. All right. All, All right, right, guys. Thanks, Darkside. See ya. See ya. Uh, Jake, what's happening, man? You got a good Tim Ferry story? Yes, sir. Uh, 1997, Tyler, Texas. His van pulls up. There's no lean racing on it. This guy gets out. It's a great Tim Ferry. He unloads all these bikes. He gets dressed. And he duct tapes his fucking boots. <laughs> duct- Blew me away. Duct tape his boots? Yes. The old Tech 5 boots, the old old school uh-huh. boots. Yep. He pulls out. He's full dressed, everything fine factory. I'm thinking this guy's factory, man. And he duct tapes his fucking boots. Blows me away. Hero. Hero move. Especially if that was no lean days. Like, yeah, he's making no money. He's got no support. Yeah. He tore his ACL in 98 and, like, no one would call him back. You know, so... Yeah. Yeah, those are the those are the rough days for the for the red dog. Yeah, but he hauled ass. Of course he did. God, did he ever? All right, thanks, yeah. Jake. Appreciate it. Uh, BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X Brand Goggles, EVS Sports, Michelin Star Cross Five, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA Pro Filter, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace. Next week, the Noof. In the studio. In studio. He was very upset that Randy... Randy, originally you were supposed to be with him, right? You'd got the dates wrong, I think? Yes, correct. At some point, yeah, yeah, and then now yeah. he, found, he found out today... Yeah. You were not going to join him, so uh-huh. he could not, you know, work with you and see, yeah. compare himself to Galdi. Yeah. Right, so... Yeah. 
Anyways. <laughs> He's looking for a Yuck Yucks audition? He, he, well, he was trying to show Galdi on our group text that he would mesh better with you. Really? Yeah, so it was a very... Which is which is odd, because I don't even like Canadians. Right, yeah, that, that is odd. <laughs> Atlasbrace.com. They're all fighting for yeah, your love. They're all, he, like, yeah, don't care. Yeah. Works Connection. OGO, best, eh? OGO Power Sports. When are you going to get an OGO, Daniel? What is going you, on man? with the OGO? I, close the deal. I, I got it closed. I, I, mean, I thought I did. No, nope, you started it. You didn't close it. Hit him up. Get Data, uh, Monster Energy Yamaha using Get Data. Guts Racing, Monster Energy uh, Monster Energy Pro Circuit using Guts. Uh, WUSA, WUSA, uh, great wheel company building wheels for half the riders in the pits, it seems like. Uh, and great company. If you got a vintage bike, they'll restore your set of wheels. We, gave, we did that for a guy a couple weeks ago. So WUSA, Eagle Grit, we already... Probably have the orders, but if we, but if you want a moto package from EagleGrit.com and a free T-shirt with a uh, how how much is the order? How much you gotta spend? Um, they're thirty nine ninety nine yep. full pop, but with your discount, it takes Minus ten bucks, ten off, so right, thirty fantastic. bucks. Use the code PulpMX to save. Uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Intense Bicycles, LA Honda World, Ride Engineering, all on board with us. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com this week. Uh, climb. K-L-I-M mm-hmm. is, uh, is a brand that uh, you've known about. They've been around for a while. They are looking for a senior technical designer, full-time job up in Idaho. Can hang out with Bradshaw in Idaho. Yeah. And, and, of course, the WPS Boise guys. The technical designer will be responsible for directly managing all aspects of the development of multiple products across multiple categories from design handoff to final pre-production prototype. This position requires driving and developing products to achieve COE quality standards. So, yeah, absolutely. A big-time job, this sounds like. That, sounds like a that, really important and, job. And climb in, circle it back to the adventure touring world, uh-huh. climb is a very, very high-end uh, apparel and accessories mm-hmm. and, and things like that. Good in, stuff. In that. So, yeah, yeah, high-end, really good stuff. So that's a, that's right. a you better have your skill well, set together. Have that have that resume right before you send that in. Yeah, they, uh, they've got everything you need as far as what you need on the uh, on the MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com as far as what you need as far as uh, uh, resumes and, and, and degrees and whatever else. So climb, check them out. That's the MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com job of the week. Upload your resume for free on there. All right, commercial break time. Uh, we're going to come back with the BTOsports.com. Tweet at Travis, Race Tech Rant. I have that saved up. I want to talk about on Josh Anton on Anton. I want to I want to talk about Josh Grant the Yamaha thing, which I think is happening. I couldn't get any more information today, but pretty pretty. He, sure didn't, he didn't tell you. He didn't tell me. No. Oh, and uh, and we got more coming up. Randy Richardson, Daniel Blair. What? An update on those uh, the 2018 pulpies. We got an update on that or no? The voting is it still? Travis, was there an update? Did you see it all? Uh, no. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Are yeah. we, they come out are the we same in competition with each other? Moto does episode 100. You guys are in competition with each other. Yeah. You got you to yes. ra- raise the game. <laughs> All right. Commercial break. We'll be right back after this, everyone. This is Lord Vader, and you jerkies are listening to the Pope MX show. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need. Because our passion reflects yours. Yeah, that's right, people. That's Van Halen. 
I want to tell you about my two favorite things in life. Van Halen and Fly Racing. FlyRacing.com. They make much more than just moto gear. Mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts. They've got it. FlyRacing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet. It's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Let's listen to some Van Halen. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Randy Richardson, good guy, means well, great interview, but oh my gosh, his voice is f***ing annoying. In that case, boss, you may want to fast forward while I tell the rest of the Pulp MX show listeners about Michelin's extensive motorcycle tire product offer. The Pulp MX nation certainly knows about the Michelin Starcross 5 tire range and its outstanding durability and excellent performance. But I'd like to share some information on Michelin's wide range of industry-leading motorcycle tires. New for 2019, the Michelin Anarchy Adventure tire, which features two-compound technology, enables adventure touring riders to have confidence on any adventure with a new level of on-road stability and uncompromising traction off-road. The Michelin Road 5 tire is designed specifically for sport touring riders and provides the maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. As the exclusive MotoGP class tire, Michelin definitely understands the performance expectations of today's sport bike riders, and the Michelin Power RS tire enables those riders to unleash their full potential. If you're a Harley-Davidson owner, the co-developed and co-branded Michelin Scorcher Tire Range, which is original equipment on over a half million models manufactured over the past decade, is the right cruiser tire for you. For the latest on all Michelin motorcycle tire products, visit motorcycle.michelinman.com for more information and make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and at michelinmotorcycle.us on Facebook. This commercial is not 2019 Pulpy Award material. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show, everybody. Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right, because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro, including Alex Ray back in the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one-of-a-kind. 
Bruce also offers a wide range of custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section on the website. Get your Pulp Mech swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulp Mech stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoostMX, for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh, visiting RoostMX.net, and use the discount code PulpNation to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer. For Talon and Kite Hubs, along with DID and Excel Rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JDR Suzuki. Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust of ya. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels. Hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company. For all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky. Husqvarna team for graphics, Live in 100 as well, and seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati, 
Today, Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. Our 2019 Works Connection celebrates 30 years of delivering championship-winning products to motocross legends and champions like Lampson, McGrath, Wyndham, LaRocco, Carmichael, Dungey, Roxon, Plessinger, and more. Current race teams, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing Yamaha, Moto Concepts Honda, Team BWR, Rockwell Racing Yamaha, HEP Racing Suzuki, AJE Motorsports, and KTM Canada have also come to rely on Works Connection's commitment to innovation and quality. So if you're looking for factory-level parts, like radiator braces and skid plates to protect, rip a whole shot with a Pro Launch, or upgrade to the elite line of axle blocks, clutch perch, or bearing-equipped throttle tubes, just visit WorksConnection.com.
Welcome back. I'm going to pop my show. It's by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. The great Daniel Bear and the uh, decent Randy Richardson in studio right now. The thank great. You. The, thank you for, <laughs> for listening, everybody. It's awesome. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just amazed by Randy's second Red Bull, like, in the last half hour. It's been longer than that. The guy told an the hour, story. Maybe? It's been an hour, maybe? It's been an hour, that so, one. So then I said... Yeah. Uh, 702-586-7857. If you want to give us a call, uh, 702-586-PULP. Give us a call, and uh, we can uh, try to answer your questions, try to help you out, everything else. Uh, thanks to the folks at btosports.com and Fly Racing, of course. Um, we got some voicemails coming up. we got uh, we got an angry... Voicemail of Travis Marks. We'll play in a little bit here, uh, and uh, and much more. But first up, the Race Tech suspension rant of the night. Racetech.com. Pulp coat nineteen is the code when you call Race Tech. Mention it. Get your suspension service for your weight and or speed, and uh, motor work as well. Ben Lemay running Race Tech suspension and motors out there every week in the main. Ben Lemay is underrated. Ben Lemay is underrated, dude. Ben handles business. Yeah, he, every week. It's a stack he field. He clocks in, gets it yep. done. Yeah, there's a. St- he's like Chiz, but Chiz is, I think, a little bit. Unle- Chiz has crashed a couple times. Ben had a bike problem one week that didn't make the main, but Ben Lemay using Race Tech and, and really solid at that. So thanks to the folks at uh, at Race Tech as well for coming on board. Get your motor work done. Get your suspension work done. My Race Tech round. Don't the- wait. Don't look. What? Who's doing better in points, Chiz or Lemay? Don't look. Chiz. By how much? Mm, I don't know. Probably ten. You looked. No, I didn't. 10. No, wow. Check me out. 64 to 54. <laughs> and he sucks at math. Yeah, I do. Wow. So, all right. So my buddy Anton, Swap yep. Moto Live. I like him. He's a good dude. Uh, you know, he, he dresses differently than me. He likes different music. Ah, uh, the turtleneck. He, you know, scarves, things like that. You don't like the turtleneck from listen, last week? Listen, he, he says to me, hey, my brother's coming. He's from St. Louis, so Indy's not that far. My brother's coming. My brother's going to order pizza for, t- for tonight. Like, I don't know how they do this in a big dome, but Anton's brother is able to order pizza to a giant stadium. I've never seen this before. I didn't know you could do this. I didn't know you could bring pizza in, any of that. But this has happened numerous times. Okay. So Anton is like, my brother's ordering pizza, so don't worry, I got it covered. So I didn't eat dinner. Like, I'm like, oh, Anton's going to, like, usually I'll have lunch, you know, uh, after practice, and then dinner at the for the night show. So you put your trust in him. So I just said, cool, because there's pizza coming. He got it to us before in the years past, so I knew it was coming, but... So I didn't eat dinner, and I was waiting for this pizza. You know, during the KJSC or during the track work, you know, there was. Now, at the to end of this, are you gonna? Does someone tell you you should have called Randy? Rick? Yeah, 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 say, yeah. Where are you yeah, going? Yeah, where are yeah. we? So it's his show. Go ahead. Uh, it is my show. Okay, so just yeah. There's serious shit going on with those guys. All right, so I'm fucking starving. They order pizza. Two pizzas show up for me, Anton, and his brother Kyle. One of them is a fucking mac and cheese pizza. Mac and cheese, like like just boiled noodles with 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 cheddar cheese. The other one is a buffalo chicken with half no buffalo chicken on it, half just veggie, and that's got like that spicy buffalo sauce. That's the two pizzas they fucking order. <laughs> like, what are you doing? You want a Chick Fil A pizza, dude? How how about anything? That's remotely edible. Like the the, the mac, like if I wanted mac and cheese and buffalo chicken, I would get mac and cheese and a buffalo chicken sandwich or whatever wings. Like I don't, I wouldn't order them on pizza. Like just get what you're. Stop it. Just get what you're gonna get. 
Like, it was disgusting. They were both disgusting. Well, maybe they were the, sold out of peanut butter and jelly pizza. The, yeah. the <laughs> buffalo chicken had some sort of jizz on top of it. Like white jizz. Jizz? <laughs> jizz? Like chism? Something like that. Had some Chis sort juice. of... Okay. Okay. It had some sort of jizz on it. Then it had... Like, neither, neither pizza had regular mozzarella or... Or fucking tomato sauce. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you know? why and, why did they do that though? Because they're Anton's. <laughs> like that's why. Technically, like, you're right. They're like, Anton's. like when you zig, they're gonna zag or whatever. Like like, listen, they bought the pizza. I didn't pay for it, but they fucking told me there'd be pizza, and then they showed up with that fucking garbage. And that to me is a disgrace. Like, if you want to experiment with one mac and cheese pizza or one buffalo pizza, cool. Right on. Can you get one that's pepperoni? How about you do a pepperoni, and then on the other one you do half buffalo, half mac and cheese? How about... Just as a risk-free decision. How about you just act like a normal fucking human being and get pizza that everyone that you know people would like and eat? Like, Anton's a vegetarian. Okay, so I get it. So just get cheese or black olives or... Uh, green pepper like whatever there's so many kinds of pizza buffalo chicken hold the buffalo chicken on half well mac and cheese mac and cheese was disgusting <laughs> it, it tasted like every noodle tasted just like it was full of water from the the boiled yeah. water yeah and it was just sat on top of like some sort of white cheese Fuck man. You're very you're very anti Anton right now. I like you? Anton and I just you know what I thought you were going to go at the turtleneck, but... No, right. I, I deserve what I got because I know Anton's fucking weird, and I should have thought he's going to order a weird pizza, and I didn't, and I paid the ultimate price. Now, I had I had a slice of each because I was going to try... Which one was worse? The mac and cheese. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> yeah, but with the buffaloes, you go with the, the one with just the veggie? No, the I had the had actual the chicken, buffalo right? chicken with on the chicken. it. All but right. again, like... If I wanted buffalo chicken, I would just get buffalo chicken. And if I wanted mac and cheese, I would just get a mac and cheese. Stop it. Stop it. So I I feel bad for ranting, race tech rant, on Anton and his brother who paid for the pizza, who made sure to tell me there's pizza coming, who shared it with me. I feel a slight twinge of regret yeah. for blowing them out on the radio show. But this had but to no, be said. Luckily, luckily, no one listens to this janky radio show. This has to be said. This has to be Marked down that they ordered two pizzas and they were both fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> like this has to be marked for the record. Oh man! For the, for the record, when Saturday, I March sixteenth, <laughs> Indianapolis, two men, grown men, ordered two pizzas that were fo both fucked well, up. Uh, I'm glad for the warning. I I'll next time yeah. I see them and they're like, "Hey, don't worry, I got dinner covered." I'll just say, hey, right, "I'll take care of my own, bro." Go the other way, bro. Run away, Zig. Yeah, right? run away because those two fucking guys <laughs> starving. God, dude. For, for the record, I took normal pizza to Pingree's house when I was Yeah, I'm sure you did. Yeah. I'm got sure you did. Yeah. Yeah. Got some pepperoni. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, like, if you're like, hey, maybe there's a vegetarian. Yeah. I'll get a cheese. I'll get a veggie. Hey, hey a maybe somebody doesn't want, yeah, maybe yeah. somebody doesn't want a, a, a pepperoni. I'll get a Supreme. Yeah. Every, every place. Yeah, I, right. Yeah. So weird. I was thinking for dessert there was going to be a, a, like a chocolate ice cream pizza next, you know, like, <laughs> like so, just fuck or so, pizza flavored ice cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah pizza cheese, yeah, cheese yeah, pizza yeah, flavored yeah, ice cream. Yeah, like what the fuck, Anton? It's awesome, Marks. Where do you stand on this? I quite like mac and cheese pizza, so I'm going to stay quiet over here. Wow, of course he does. I'm just kidding. I've never had it. But I would try it for sure. Yeah, I, I, to me, it sounds pizza. pretty good. The mac and cheese one sounds like I love yeah. mac and cheese. I'm I like, like I somewhere in Vegas, like I had I had a um, yeah. somewhere in Vegas. Maybe it's that Guy Fieri. I had a mac and cheese burger 
Yeah, it was a good cheeseburger good. with mac and cheese on it, and it was the most incredible thing I ever had yeah. in my life. That's fine. I'm about that life. Well, the pizza, though, that definitely is a little bit more courageous, but I would, I'd have given it. A, I wouldn't have been upset. I'd have went for it. Like, I was pretty so, I'm just hungry now. So, so. I was yeah. so hungry. Speaking of that, I'm pretty let down. So it sounds to me like that's Pookie's, a fr- been, Pookie's been gone with her friend. I'm sorry. I know. She, what the, she, she had got, a date. We got no Pookie snacks? No. no. I'm waiting for the, okay. the cookies with the little Hershey kisses on them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Anything she's got more down. important things than you, apparently. So, uh, Paul, what's up, man? You want to talk about Chris Blows? Yeah. No, I, uh, I, I thanks for taking my call. But, yeah, no, I grew up racing Chris Blows in Arizona, and we were we raced head-to-head. We were, we were quite close growing up, but obviously he's done a lot better than I have. But, uh Dude, hey, racing that guy was like racing a uh, a Ryan Villapoto uh, mentally wise. Um, the dude was always so super strong mentally. You couldn't shake him. You couldn't you couldn't beat him mentally. And then when I hit him, it was like hitting Tyler Evans. Right. The guy yeah. wouldn't. Look. Yeah, he's built. When I hit him, he would just he would just look over at me like, "Are you re- are you serious? Right. You want to start this right now?" Do you have um, any blow stories, Daniel? You would have raced Michael Blows. Blows. Oh, Michael! You I Michael? raced Michael yes. all the way through. Chris yes. was a lot younger than me. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Probably four or five. Yeah, no, years. Michael. Six years, maybe. Yeah. Michael was very good as well, but yeah, Michael I'm was. Sorry, but, I, I, I don't mean to cut you off. No, Blows is an animal. He's like Chiz or, or Lemay or any of these guys that just you know they get things done. They're not mentally fragile. Like you watch some of these kids out there that make a mistake and they fall apart in races because they can't wrap their head around the fact that they made a mistake or whatever, and, and Blose isn't like that. Right, that's the other point I was going to make, is for fantasy, Blose will always make it, yeah. period. Yeah. He's always there. He's yeah, always... for the most part. But, yep. Another, yep. but another fun fact is his dad, Bob, does amazing suspension. Like, when I was a kid, I, I was good enough to have Bones do my suspension, and his dad, Bob... That suspension that he did for me rivaled Bones. Period. The best suspension I ever had. No, you just said it rivaled Bones, so it can't be the best suspension you ever had because it rivaled Bones. Well, it, it, right. It was. It was on the same level. Like it was that good. It. Right. It was. Cool. It was the same that I had done by Bones. But anyway, awesome thanks, guys. Thanks, Paul. Appreciate it. Thanks for calling, uh, Jason. You have a Tim Ferry story. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, you got a Tim Ferry story. Oh yes, I do. In 1997, um, and uh, at the time I was hanging out riding with Jake Windham, Jake Taylor, and we've talked about a few episodes back. And uh, he was um, in rider support. Remember Tool Time? I guess he's still actually he's still with AMA now. Oh, yeah, Tool's tool with yep. AMA, yep. Yeah, so he basically showed up one time with number 22 plastic, said, look, here's Tim Ferry's plastic, and he gave it to me. I put it on my bike because I was running a 96 RM, uh-huh. and I literally knocked five seconds of lap off my lap time. <laughs> that sounds about right. Bike. Yeah, I, I would. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did the packing come out of your exhaust? <laughs> no, no. But no, the problem okay. was, I, I, was fast, like, I was faster, <laughs> but I couldn't get better than second place. Every race. Oh, okay. See you later. See you later. Jerk, jerk off. Pretty good. Probably the packing out exhaust as well. Timmy's got that fucking title, so whatever. Yeah, beat it. Fuck. You're out of your mind, dude. Uh, BTOSports.com tweeted Travis segment. Mark's uh, we got an angry voicemail. Uh, so let's play this man who has some concerns about this particular segment. Steve, got a race text rant of the fucking night. And it's not for you, it's for fucking Marks. 
fucking Travis. Look, when you do these fucking tweets, why don't you fucking pick some fucking decent ones besides the same fucking people every single fucking time? Kill McStovepipe, Jack My Stovepipe, GL's Drunk Thoughts, Fortner's Temper, McStovepipe, shut the fuck up! There's a million other fucking questions. I was like, damn, maybe nobody else asked those fucking questions. So I'll get on the little Twitter there, stroll through. There's fucking a million fucking good questions by other <laughs> real people, real people's yep. profiles, not some made-up shit. Quit picking the same shit, Mark. I'm fucking tired of it. Pick some real questions from real people that want their shit on the show. Hmm. Race Tech, ran of the night, Mark. I, I love you. Daniel, do you Sorry. think we should do anything at Pulpa? I, lo- I lost count at 18. I really don't care. Oh. <laughs> I lost count at 18. He did say, I love you at the end to Mark's. <laughs> Daniel, should there be some sort of HR violation there? Or? I think a write-up is due. Yeah. 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 I'd give him a written verbal Marks, warning. Marks, do, do you have a... Do you have anything to retort? No, I really don't care. Okay. Oh. Uh, BTOsports.com, tweet at Travis segment. These are submitted to at Paul Bamek Show. BTOsports.com, whether it's a uh, set of Michelin Starcross Fives, whether it's FMF, whether it's uh, Vertex, whether it's EVS, all of this stuff, it's fantastic. And uh, you can use the code Paul Bamex when you call down there. Put Paul Bamex in the notes section and save at BTOsports.com. Uh, these guys have been part of our show for a long time. Great guys, fantastic. Simi Valley. Uh, company that has really, really helped the sport and really grown, and they've got an amateur team now. So, uh, btosports.com. You guys submitted these to at Public Show. The guy in the corner there apparently doesn't pick the best ones, but uh, let's try this, Marks. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from btosports.com. Here's the tweets of Travis. All right, here we go. All right, is this thing on? Yep. First one from Keel McStovepipe. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was there, that, actually the, you knew that you was coming. That, that was, was coming. off the board. Yeah, you couldn't, you couldn't even bet on it. Casinos took it off. I don't the board. even think yeah. that dude even wrote in. I think right. he's just making one up. There right. were a couple from him, and I don't think I picked any of his. So uh, this is from Matt Rolfing. Did anyone catch Ralph's dad joke about Ricky pushing on his pant buttons? Daniel? Yeah, I did. And that started on Race Day Live, and then when we were at dinner, they were still mouthing off a little bit, and I thought it was over, and it wasn't. And he kept going at it. Nah, well, Ricky did it. Ricky threw some shade at Ralph during Race Day Live, and Ralph just, like, took it. And then during dinner, Ralph's like, dude, you do realize we're going live here in an hour. Like, I have a lot of time. I can say something back. And then Ricky came out and said it again, and Ralph was ready. Yeah. And just... Ralph's a veteran. Yeah, he he didn't even blink. He had that one uh, in his McStove pipe ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I honestly laughed at that one uh, when it happened. I knew it was coming, too. As soon as Ricky started going at him, I went, oh, dude, bad yeah. move. And Ralph just hit him with it. The whole broadcast was rough. Mm. The whole thing? Including Daniel Blair? Yeah, the whole yeah. thing. What about, Damn. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what, right. what about when Daniel left his, didn't realize his mic was on? Yeah. <laughs> that was bad. Uh, from Tyson Stegall. Fast forward to when they are retired, who would you pick to fill RC's shoes in the broadcast, AC or Zacco? Zacco's good, dude. At, at commentating? Yeah, Zacco will be good. Like He's a very heard, analytic guy. He's I've, very smart. I think I remember. Did they both do an outdoor last year? AC did. I don't know if Zach did. Did they? Or did Zach do like... A Jeep. I feel like I heard Zach somewhere too. I don't remember. Yeah, probably. So I can't compare. Uh, AC either, AC either, was good. Either one would be great. AC did Redbud 
Um, he I was would, good. I would like to see Daniel next to Ralph for a show. I I, I realize that they they don't want Dan. Here's the thing. Like I used to watch IndyCar. Okay. Uh, hold. Can you Google Jan Beekus? Sure. J A N. Yeah. My first thought was how do you spell B E E K. U.S. So I used to watch IndyCar as a kid. I would love to. I would tape, tape, tape it and everything, like Paul Tracy and Zanardi and uh, Vassar and all those guys, right? I used to just absolutely be love. That's love not it. how you spell that at all. It's not? No. <laughs> how you You're not it? good at spelling or no, The race car driver? Yeah. J-O-N, not J-A-N. Oh. Yeah. Okay. B e e k h u i s. What does his Wikipedia say for, like, accomplishments? Like, what? what, what, like, what is it? Did he do anything? Commentator? Like a West region. Arena yeah. Cross like yeah. a West Lights regional Indy, title? Indy Lights champion. See, Lights. There we go. Nine kart races in 1990 and a handful more. He won nine? Huh? He won nine kart races? He drove races? in nine. Drove. Okay, yeah. thank yeah. you. Yeah. So That's similar yeah. to my resume. He, he later won the championship okay. in all yeah. second Here, places. Here's the thing. Jan was very good, and I was a fan of car racing back then, and I'm like, this guy never did anything, and I want to double check, but I was pretty sure he didn't do anything in the sport. It doesn't fucking matter. If you're trying to attract new viewers, which they are, they keep saying they are, because that's why Ralph says Red Honda and Green Kawasaki, who cares if jerk-off Daniel Blair is on TV or Ricky? Like, like as far as accomplishments, like, if you're good, you're good. It doesn't matter. The whole thing with Daniel is that he doesn't have any accomplishments outside of a rest, West Regional Lights Arena Cross Championship. Thanks, got it right. And, uh, more than you and I have. Absolutely. It's, yeah. Daniel's a great racer. Made event guy all the time. Um, but they don't want to put him in the booth because of his accomplishments, and that's so stupid. I look at a guy like Jan Bikis, and I'm like, the guy was very good at telling us about what these drivers are going through. Mm-hmm. And he didn't know he didn't do anything. He wasn't look at some of these uh color guys that were just like DBs, like um uh oh uh who's the guy on Nate uh Burleson? Mm-hmm. Nate Burleson is fantastic. He's great. He never had a great never was a star. Good, good player, good receiver. Never had a uh, had an incredible year. The guy can talk about the game. Two things. Number like, one, why are though, we so worried about well, his number fucking one, resumes? Number one thing with that, with the NFL. How many games are that's, going on? That's basketball. But wait, is you, that what we're watching right now? Yeah, you pointed to the TV. You said the NFL. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm meaning Burleson. I'm just pointing to the team. To, I don't even know why I pointed over there. But okay, with yeah, Burleson, yeah. what Eagle I'm getting at, everybody. Uh, you're talking about they have 16 games going on a week that need a color guy. There, imagine yeah. if there were 16 Supercrosses going True. on Saturday. Yeah. True. I'm pretty sure I'd probably have a shot at one of them. You'd but what a, I'm saying uh, somewhere. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that you don't need to be a great to be good at commentating. And as a matter of fact, I would say it, it pays to not be a great because the greats, they don't maybe necessarily think they got to work that hard because they're great because they have an ego because of who they are. So... Put Daniel Blair next to Ralph and watch the magic happen. <laughs> watch the magic. I appreciate happen. that. That's all. To I'm be saying. fair, also though, because I, I I I deal with this a lot. A lot of people hit me up and they're like, "When are you going up? When are you going up?" Let's be clear. I just last weekend finished my second year on Race Day Live. This is my first year doing the floor full time. Last year I was half the time. Like I just got started. So well, so did Ricky. Ricky was no, he was in the booth with it was a three man booth for a long time. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, he's got the experience and the reps. I'm three. Years, I'm still three brand years, new. Three years in the booth. Maybe I don't know the exact. Uh-huh. But what I'm getting at is, well, I mean, okay, put it this way. Who was it this weekend? Somebody. Oh, one of the uh, Manhart, the the editor um, or the director for Supercross. He thought I was in my mid twenties. And I'm in my mid-30s, <laughs> so I think that I still have the look and maybe appearance know, from bro. many as, no. like, young, new, inexperienced, whatever. 
I got time, bro. I'm I'm a puppy. I got yeah, yeah, plenty of time. Fine, but look, so I'll just do my thing, and he's we're not. Good. He's not going to say it. One but. of these days, you're going to be in the booth calling. Martin Davalos in the 250 class. I know it's going to yeah, happen. Fantastic. I know what, it's going to happen. What, what, what happens first? I'm up or Martin <laughs> retires? Yeah, I'm, Who I'm moves sure. up first? Just right. no, I'll, I don't want to say too much because Daniel could get, be told he can't do this show anymore if I start yelling and screaming. So we'll just move on. All right, yeah, you, yeah, and you won't end up on Race Day Live either. I was going to so. say, that's, you just shot yourself in the foot. Yeah, you're, you you're, shot yourself you're, in yeah, the you bleeding like You shot yourself in your bleeding shin. Yeah, mm-hmm. all right. From Carl Grenier. With NBC coming as a new player, the Supercross coverage was supposed to be different with lots of new things, new angles. I'm still waiting, I guess. What's new, really? For me, it looks the same. Was it supposed to be new? I don't, under, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't remember know. anybody saying anything about, about this? groundbreaking. How about a little show? pop quiz for the live listeners? Whoever can call in and say what we did different this week, because we did do something different, mm-hmm. I'll send uh, the Moto Bundle Eagle Grit to the first caller who calls in and gets it right. We did something different this week. I haven't watched the show yet. You're not eligible anyway. Okay. Win anyway. Right. Yeah. So I don't and I don't know the answer. I know the answer. Okay. So thank you. I'm glad you know the answer. Yeah, I do. And I'm. I'll. We'll see if anyone picked up on it. All right. Okay. From Scott McElroy, Daniel, as a kid racing in NorCal, what local pros did you look up to and watch? Um, Talon Vol and Steve Lampson. They were NorCal guys, uh, and they were quite a bit older than me. And then the cool part was, is when I turned pro, I turned pro real young because. Just say some certain decisions that were made for me by decision makers was pretty stupid, and I turned pro at 15. Uh, so I got to race with Talon and Lampson too when they were like getting ready for the nationals, racing like the winter series stuff locally. I got to actually eventually turn pro and race with them, whole shot, lead them laps, and that was like really cool because I looked up to them. They were like NorCal heroes, you know, especially Talon and Tyson. Bowling. Okay, Kyle says he knows. Uh, Kyle, what's the uh, what's the thing that uh, the broadcast did different this week? Uh, Daniel called Chase Sexton Justin Cooper. That's what he did different. Oh. Nope. I called Chase Sexton Christian, and that was three weeks ago. So, oh, no. That was uh, close. All right, see you, Kyle. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle, <laughs> Kyle, Kyle did not. No, he was close. I definitely yeah. screwed up, but wrong week and wrong name. But here's the thing. Like, you won't hear me get on Ralph and Ricky for screwing up the names. Like, that happens. I've yeah. done it. It, it happens. You, you've done it. It, that's not somewhere you're like, oh, he he didn't know. Of course you know the fucking difference. Yeah, I know who he was. Right, right. I just of made course a mistake. You do. And I do, too, uh, on these shows. That is is excusable, and I understand it. I'll never get on those guys for that. Jim, you have an answer for... Yeah, I think they did Science of Supercross between 250 and 450 <laughs> Maybe. That's here. not it, though. That's, that's just different placement. Right. I'm talking something different that we've never done, and we did this week. Just small thing that is... That happened. That is once y'all. Once I okay. tell you, you'll uh, know. Okay. All right. Thank you for calling. Uh, Kyle's back. Same Kyle. Kyle, what's up? You're back. Yes. Yeah. What's What's the uh, thing they did different? I was wondering. Was it the camera on the inside of the corner? Nope. Not. Right. See you later. <laughs> and did I call Chase Sexton, Justin Cooper this week? I, I don't know. Did I do that? I, I so did it, I do it twice I, I now? I missed that. If you did. All right. Uh, if I did, man, I'm that's. I'm sorry, Chase. Next, uh, the next question out. from Brad Sellers. Randy, what's Michelin's best dual sport option to replace a stock 140 80 18? Uh, depends on the bike. Our new uh, Michelin Anarchy Adventure will be in that size, but we also have the Michelin Desert Race in that side, which is a more aggressive off-road. The Anarchy Adventure is an 80 20 on-road off-road so look at those two options on our website and uh if that doesn't help you hit me up on my instagram 
and I'll be glad to help you. From K Boyd seven two two. Assuming Cowie talks AC into staying two fifty another year, do you really expect Savachi to accept another one year deal? No, I don't. But I mean, it depends on what Sealy does and JGR and all that. I would think I think Savachi's earned a two year deal from somebody. I think he's earned a legit, yeah. not like hey, you're the last guy right, kind of thing. Right, absolutely. I think he's a legit yep. dude, and yep. I think before the end of the year he'll even he'll prove it even more he'll do i think a podium's coming i really do yeah I, I can't and that it. and that would seal it for right. me from nathan powell steve is giving up pulp mx pulp mx hockey podcast like osborne giving up off-road racing will you now be hitting your maximum <laughs> potential yes absolutely it was taking distracting me taking me time away from me and uh yeah, I'll be much better on these shows now. It'll be titles fantastic. coming. Yeah, title titles coming. Absolutely. Dang it. I was just getting ready to subscribe. Were you? Oh shit, Randy. I know you were a big supporter of that. Oh yeah. All right. He's multitasking. Yeah, I'm Well, he's trying him. to play excite biking, so. Yeah. Is this is Ken have a broadcast? Ken has an answer. Ken, what's up? What's your answer for what they did differently? Was it the drone that they flew for the video? Nope. nope. I don't know what you're talking about, but nope. no. Nope. <laughs> All right, next question. From Andrew Lewis. Uh, Steve, did you see Aray ride the last laps on the LCQ after he fell? Oh, yeah. I did. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I was, because I'm the track side guy, but I usually stay a little bit back. I was standing right next to the track with my arms crossed, just staring at him every lap that he went by. Yeah. Dirty looking him. <laughs> and then after he pulled up the track, I was just standing there waiting like a pissed dad. Yeah. Rode right by me, didn't even look at me. Yeah. He knew I had him in fantasy. Oh, he was very, very angry. No eye contact. Yep. Um, uh, that one's from. Uh, that was about the the dessert thing. From fake MX news, Randy, why are moose bibs not a thing for mountain biking? And do you ever see that happening? Um, so he's referring to the bib moose that we use in an off road motorcycle. Uh, hey, lean forward for a second. Yeah, and keep talking. What do you want me to do? It seems like your headset's going in and out a little bit. Okay, put your mic Probably up a little bit. Janky. I can buy. I can bring my own. If you want me to just buy one and start bringing my own, I can do that. Wow. Bring like a good one. Okay. Yeah. Right. Can you bring some up from Main Event uh, Moto? I will. I'll, I'll bring ours. I'll bring, bring ours. Those. That'd be good. Right. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we there are similar systems like that that do exist. We we don't have one at Michelin. We used to have one called the System, which was a foam insert for mountain for downhill mountain bike tires, but also had a pneumatic bladder so you could regulate pressure. And if you got a flat, then it was still going. But uh, weight is a big factor. Also for mountain bike, uh, all these weight weenies out there want to know the lightest. So right. I have the lightest thing. So that would be a factor. Uh, Steven, what did they, do you know what they did differently in the broadcast? Hey, um, taking a while, like uh, stab in the dark, but Daniel, did you, did your team interview different people on the podium? Did I what? That's a terrible answer. Did, uh, no, it didn't. It didn't. All right. Next question. You did you interview different people on the podium? I always do second place. Yeah. All right. From Colby, Steve, have you had a chance to try the CMD BMD USA products that CR22 gave you samples? Tried of it. Yet? Tried it today. Uh, CR22 gave me some stuff. Uh, we'll see how I feel tomorrow for my endo. <laughs> yeah, right over the bars. Um, yeah, I mean, I just I've got knee pain, and I told I was telling Chad about it, and I've got a MRI done, and everything's fine. There's nothing, um, nothing hurt, but I got pain. So Chad says this is going to hurt it or heal it, I should say. Yeah. And he says his ankle, his ankle's really bad, and this stuff helped it. So I am going to try the CBD, and I'll let people know. I just tried it uh, today for the first time. So maybe that and was why I, I didn't see that rock. Yeah, and if you're listening, Chad, please bring Steve some more this weekend in Seattle. He, yeah. it's, it's going to be a rough, rough week for us. Yeah, use it all up. Oh, God. Yep. All right. 
from AJ Holmes. Steve, is there some sort of weird Willy Wonka situation going on with you and Zacho and giving him his own pod? You're testing him for when you decide to pass the pulp empire over to him someday? What's that with Willy Wonka, though? Mm-hmm. What, what did Willy, Willy Wonka, Wonka passed on the chocolate factory to, yeah. what's his name? Oh, he did? The kid. Yeah, oh, the kid, a, to get the gold yeah, He had to prove himself and yeah. earn and shoot. Yeah. Oh, I didn't, wasn't know, a I, didn't, I didn't know the ending of it. Earn the chocolate pizza. I just remember the, you know, the, the girl yeah. who exploded and all that. <laughs> yeah, no, and then he got to take it over. That was the final thing. He gave him the keys. Oh, okay. Charlie. Did he get mac and cheese pizza and buffalo chicken? Probably. With, with no buffalo chicken on That's one probably side? probably why some of the kids in the movie with, didn't make it. With jizz all over <laughs> Willie was like, what the hell is this? It just tasted like eating like bread and shitty cheese. So you think that's a meal that Weege was okay with? A free meal that Weege was okay meal, with A free meal, Weege would have gobbled yeah. it down, yeah. Uh, Jeff, well, what's the answer? What, what did Daniel Blair's group do differently? Was it the, the picture on picture on the screen where they were showing multiple riders? Mm, take that a little further. Oh, boy. Like it was like two screens, so like uh, you're showing like Forkner in the lead on one screen, and then in the other screen there was no, a battle for. No, we do that. Sex. They do that all the time. Every week. You're talking like the split, sc- the two two box. Yeah. Nah, but you 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 sparked my interest there for a second. I thought you were getting kind of close, but no, that's not it. I don't want to keep taking phone calls. Does it have anything to do with makeup to mud? No. Really? Nothing. No. They didn't do anything different. Just a subtle Can change. We just give them the thing. Was it close the four, enough, four riders? Have you guys done That's that during before? Race Day Live. They do the four yeah, box. I haven't, yeah. I haven't no. seen that before. So what is it? Do you guys... I'm not giving it... No, you, someone's got to earn it. Oh, my God. Okay. Steve, just answer three. It's another caller, for sure. Yeah. Uh, who's this? Pulp Mech Show. Pulp Mech Show. Who's yeah. Who's this? Hey, uh, Ricky. What's up, Ricky? Hey, RC. Uh, is, What's up, RC? I wanted to answer that question about DD. Yeah. Yep. Is it that he was doing his pit report with the rider and not uh, just a report? Pit report with the rider. Like, like your race report, pit report, like the thing you do on the side. I don't know. I remember. I didn't know. I didn't Are you talking about when me and Will did our thing together and I when we previewed the 250 main? Yeah, where you had somebody with you instead of actually not, like, like uh, you had somebody physically with you and not um, just a report you had on the sideline. That was with I Will, and that was new a couple weeks ago. But you're getting close. Hey, look, look. I don't even listen, fucking care listen, anymore. Listen, listen. Hang on, hang on. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> you should have called Randy Richardson. Yeah, exactly. If, if I buy one more Moto Bundle, can we just move off this yeah. topic? Yeah, yeah okay. absolutely. You guys right. want to know? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we do. All right. So uh, when you're on the gate, and usually you're just focused in on a rider, and yeah. Ralph and Ricky are just kind of waiting for the 30-second board, and uh-huh. you're kind of previewing it. And Ralph's, and Ricky's giving us a ton of info about every Stop. Rider. Okay. Mm-hmm. Instead, we started on one guy, went to the next, went to the next, and each one of us had a rider that we had a little thing about. So Ralph started, mm-hmm. sent to Ricky. Ricky had a guy. Like in the LCQ, it went from like Chisholm to Gardner to Alessi to Entignap. And each one of us, Will, myself, Ricky, and Ralph, all had one person. And we did it like four times. We did it like a bunch of times throughout the night. So it was like a better way to preview the gate drop. I like that. Who's yeah, in yeah. the race, mm-hmm. a little bit nugget on each one of them, and then the gate drops so you kind of have an idea of who's in it and some kind of info before. Right. All That's right. what it was. And it was the first Olden- time we ever did that. So. And Oldenburg had a kid, right? I think I heard that a, a couple times, right? <laughs> now you're just being smart out. <laughs> no, I'm asking. He did have a kid. Okay, okay he had a kid. Okay. <laughs> From Hayden Sailor, bigger panic button this season, Tomac or Roxon? Tomac. I think Roxon's comeback is still pretty unique yeah. and cool. And But Tomac won 17 races the last two years, and he's got three right now. So Tomac. Flip a coin for me, man. Sure. Really? Okay. 
from Huge Asshole. Randy, why or how did South Carolina become the tire capital of the U.S.? Wow. Uh, I think uh, Michelin Michelin came there in the mid-70s with uh, production for automotive tires and stuff, and I think it was just based on uh, a really strong workforce, you know, some good blue-collar workforce uh, for production facilities. And um, the later our headquarters moved down there in uh, mid-'80s. So not sure exactly how, but definitely a very strong industrial what, what, state. Who uh, else is there? Uh, it's very uh, tired. Let's see. Continental is down. Continental has some manufacturing facilities down in the lower part of the state. I'm um, not sure of that so many not, others. So it's not really the tire capital. It's just because Dunlop oh, is Michelin. in Buffalo. And, well, yeah, yeah, right? Dunlop's up in Buff- yeah, upstate yeah. New York. Dunlop does manufacture some motorcycle tires in Buffalo. Their, okay. All their off-road tires are made in Indonesia. Yeah. But I'm and, saying, uh, like, for this guy saying, yeah, like, yeah. for this guy saying. Yeah, it's, it's, so, yeah, so, it's only Michelin well, and, and Continental. Okay. Respectfully, it's Michelin, BF Goodrich, Uniroyal, all Michelin brands, right? All uh, under the Michelin here, umbrella. Here and go. Continental. Here we go. I'm all trying right. to answer yep. the question. Yep. Sorry like about that. Go ahead. Maybe they shouldn't have called Randy Richardson. <laughs> <laughs> Not this no, South Carolina is a very strong industrial state. BMW okay. is there. You know, yep. we, we talked about yep. that earlier. Right. But uh, I don't know. From Tom Townsend. Listen to me. Who has crazier stories, producer Joe or Marks? And I don't really have stories, but does Joe? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't even want, we don't even need to oh, go okay. there. Like, right. Dude, bad. Uh, from LAX Defense Coach, what are we going to do with Big Air Tom? Uh, bench him till Hangtown. Bench him to Hangtown. He needs to be a case study in why guys just do Listen, one or the other. I'm sure he's a nice guy. I like Big Air Tom. I can't believe it's gone this badly. I cannot believe he can't make main events. Like, really? Like, you're on a factory bike? You have factory test tracks? You have factory people all around you? I, I'm sorry. I just, I cannot believe that. I never, in, if you gave me, what's the worst case for Thomas Covington in, in Supercross? What's the worst case, Mathis? I'd be like, oh, fuck, like 15th. That'd be my worst case. Yeah, it's bad. Um, and I don't know him, so I, no, nice I don't want to take any shots because well, I've no, heard he's a great dude. No, he's but a great dude, but you've got to tell the it truth. It is what it is. Yeah. And, yeah, the problem is is he was hired to be an outdoor guy. Supercross is supposed to be a learning thing. Five weeks of what we've seen, I think you can kiss the outdoor stuff goodbye because there's no way you're going to line up on the gate with yeah. Forkner and be like, all right, let's go. I wonder, yeah. Like, I wonder you how just much, can't. How like, much does your, your confidence take a hit? And obviously, you'll feel better. You'll get on outdoors and whatever. But then, yeah. dude, right. it just you should have came right in. They should have skipped Supercross and went right into out. He should be the Brayton of outdoors. Just right outdoor only. What? Why can't riders do that? Why can't we have a guy that's a GP winner that comes right over and is an outdoor top yeah. five guy that doesn't even mess around with that stuff? I wonder if Rockstar is the you know behind it. I mean, probably his yeah. his name is out there enough as a GP. I mean, there's enough interest there where they. Probably want it. They probably have him on a couple well, year deal. They want him to develop, but I hope he I, fi- I hope he figures it out. He's a good dude. And like I know, said, I think that, every lap he does on the Supergrass track hurts Hangtown. Like, don't do one more. Right, in my opinion. All right. From Sean Ireland, who does Steve think is a funnier co-host, uh, Randy Richardson or Adam Cincerello? No, Randy's funnier than Adam. Adam's good for a writer. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's but, super good. But, you know, but but for as far as yeah, yuck yucks, it's, it's Randy. What's yuck yucks? Just <laughs> comedy club. When, when uh, it's a stupid Canadian comedy club, yeah. apparently. Yeah. yeah, called yuck yucks. Yeah. For they real? Serve, they serve macaroni and cheese pizza. Yeah, I'm and, sure. Uh, What's that? Is that Pookie? Uh, that's, my, that's Pookie. Hey, Pookie, come down here. 
the cookies with the chocolate. <laughs> like, and, what the hell, for real? And, and Russian water for my Red Bull, please. They're, they're, They've been they're, wanting they're, it they're all not night. happy. So. Like, pretty bombed. Wow. I'm working. He's doing a janky radio show. Oh, yeah, okay. He can't walk either. Did you know his legs gotten worse? It's I don't think he can he cook really walk the cookies either. I think she's tipsy right now. I think she's. Are you? Dr- oh, are you she's, wasted? She's not yeah. tipsy. No, she's. Night's yeah. one. She's having a good night. Yep. When you yep. left, yeah. when you left, you were gown pookie. Earlier, I saw you and your grandma gown pookie, and and now you, now you're tipsy pookie. Hey, tipsy Dan, with her Steve Daniel, was trashed. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go hang out with All right, <laughs> hey, make her make some cookies too while you're yeah. up there. All right, next question. From JTM216, Daniel has said he has trouble getting around at Supercross, watching him walk the track for trackside, reporting made my knees hurt. Number one, Daniel, how long does it take you to recover from walking like that all day? And two, Mathis, can we get Daniel a Pulpamex off-road Segway? Yes, that would be cool. A Segway. Uh, Monday, honestly, is when I feel all right. I mean, if my file, if you guys, if you only knew, it's bad. It's, it's not just the knees. It's the feet. Well, I have. Does it ignite some pain in your legs? Okay, I don't have an like ACL, neither knee. Both my ankles are fused. I shattered both my heels, and both the bones are fake. I have a plate with eight pins holding my feet together, and I've broken both femurs. And you want your kid to hold the gas on until the cone? To the cone. <laughs> <laughs> to the cone. Amen. That's dedication. Not <laughs> one crash of mine happened while going to the cone. Right, so right, right, right. We're good for now. Uh, <laughs> from Random Studio. <laughs> random studio cat. I never saw the cat. I never saw the cat. I don't understand that cat to this day. Two people said they saw a cat. Two people said they never saw a cat wandering in, in here. Yes, last week, last Monday. Maybe this. Maybe this. Uh House Marks went back and, and then that's why he got such a good deal. The house. Yeah, Marks comes back and watches the no, whole I show. No, he did. He was because somebody on the Facebook feed commented and said, "Is that Mathis's cat or something?" So I went and I searched for cat in the in the comments and looked at the timestamp and looked at the video. No but cat. All, all I could see was one of the dogs walking by. So no well, cat, but it's a big two, ass cat. Two people in studio. Two people in studio said they saw a cat, and I'm like, stop it! Like came, coming through the dog door, right? And uh, I'm, I'm like. Ne- I sat here right here. I would think I would see a cat come in. And I like will. a cat would just walk by chilling like it was no big deal. Dude, I don't come know, in all bro. freaked this out. Cat, this is a cat mystery. But anyways, at, at Studio Cat. I didn't get that, that username <laughs> before I picked it. Uh, Randy, who is the dick trickle of Supercross? It's got to be Woodcock. <laughs> it's got to be Woodcock. You know what I mean? I think, I think no Wood- one had more fun with Woodcock than Woodcock Randy. Is up to it. Woodcock's up to it. Yeah. Sure. Um... There's just a couple more. From Peelback Zach. Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> this is one dude with all these names. Yeah, it one, is. Guy. one guy. Yeah. And it's not me. I promise you it's yeah. not me. Uh, as a fellow musician, do you find the track snack attention stronger with being a trackside reporter or more so, more so when you were doing the band life? I know we're all older and married now, but are you fighting off the snacks still? So bad. Being a trackside guy, there's ass oh. everywhere, man. <laughs> Just wait till you get in the booth. When I, wait, you yeah, in the wait booth. till you get in the booth. When I come off the track and go into the public... There's just chicks lined up. They're like, that's the, I want the trackside guy. Yeah, hey, track super guy. high profile. Yeah. You can diagnose a rut. That's yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. They're like, did you hear what he said about those whoops? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, no, band life for sure. Um, there was definitely would have been better options. I've been married for 15 years, so I was, 
I didn't have as much fun as y'all might think, but the the opportunity was 2,000 times more during the band. <laughs> than a trackside guy. Yeah, yeah. Should, ask my brother. <laughs> so it's probably trackside guy, then greaseball mechanic. Flagger. And then works flagger. Flagger. <laughs> Come on, give me some more. Trackside gets a little bit more than that. Dig dug. Yeah, trackside guy's more than a mechanic for sure. I do hang with the Monster Girls like the entire show. That's true, yeah. Rough life. It's rough. From... M- Mitchell Dunphy, the biggest advantage Forkner has over Sexton right now is confidence. What does Chase need to get his head right, or is beating Forkner the only catalyst? Yeah, I mean, he's. St- I said earlier in the year that if he got the start, I think I thought he could run with him. Uh, he he hasn't been able to, and Forkner's been unbelievable. Uh, we didn't even talk to these tonight because there's not a hell of a lot to talk about. Forkner yeah. won. Yeah, uh, Forkner, I, I Forkner actually talked him. to Chase a little bit after the podium interview. Usually, I kind of bolt off and do Did whatever. You call him Justin. I don't know what I called him this week. Apparently, I'm screwing that up. But I talked to him, and he even said, he's like, I'm circling all around. I'm close. Yeah. I just got to figure – I just got to put it all together on the same night. It reminds me of Marvin for the last couple of weeks. Dylan. I mean, he's close. He's fast. He's yep. right there. He just doesn't have it all the way. But people need to remember this, too, because there's this little rivalry between those two that grew up amateurs, whatever. Chase missed his whole first year. He broke his femur in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. He's one year behind. So yep. if next year Chase all of a sudden looks like Austin this year, it takes a minute. Like by year three, he's going to be clicking. So mm-hmm. he's fine. He's Dude, he's getting seconds, and he's pissed off about it. That should yeah. tell you, like, he's really good. He's yep. not far away. Give it another year. Forkner's next year. Just, yeah, Forkner's on a roll right now, man. Forkner is it's it. the polished version of two years of yep. a lot of mess-ups and right. mistakes, and now he's cleaned it up. Chase, next year, watch. Chase will be really good next year. Like, really cleaned up. All right, we'll do one more from Brian Kling. With Shimoda set to take a Geico ride, Hampshire, Hampshire, Lawrence, Martin, and Sexton locked in. Does Craig move? Steve, take this one. To a JGR 250, Privateer I, 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 450? I don't, how does Craig move? His father-in-law owns a team. How, how does Craig get booted from there? <laughs> okay, but what do you do for real? I don't know. I sign more amateurs. Craig, they, yeah, yeah. do you realize how many amateurs Geico has? Jet Lawrence, Shimoda, they have three A riders right now, and Mumford. Yeah, yeah. Like, do they just have a second team? I don't know, bro. Because Jmart's resigned forever. Yep. Craig, yeah, keep, the, keep the dog is letting loose. Yeah. Craig, Jmart, Sexton. Yeah. They're Hunter all Lawrence, yeah. Hampshire. Yeah. That's a really stacked five man team. Other teams have four. They have five, and they have three A riders. What do you do? You have, they have eight dudes. I don't know, bro. Yep. Like second team runner. I mean, is, is is Jet Lawrence already an A rider? Yeah, oh. he's been riding the future stuff. Okay, he's good too. I mean, they're they're all Shimoda's. They're all really good. Right. Mumford's good. Right. They they have three really good amateur dudes. Right. I don't know. They have to run two teams. Yeah, I don't know. Is that it? Yeah, well, that's it. BTOSports.com. Uh, please use the code PulpMex uh, when you check out and. Uh, BTOSports.com, love those guys. Uh, bump your bike to your body. They've got you covered. And uh, a lot of our sponsors uh, have B- are, are available at BTOSports.com. Uh, voicemails, 702-586-7857. Here's to the best of the best that was for the last few weeks. We haven't played them for a while, but here's a few. I'd just like to point out, I didn't pick very many funny names that time. I didn't get peel back Zach oh, so it, so it, the, the first time. It, when I read it again, it clicked. I, I still don't get it. What? Peel Ron, back Zach? Uh, Ronnie Rollback. I don't know that. Carrying on with voicemails. Okay. Mathis, watching the post-race press conference from Detroit. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. No wonder riders don't want to come to this fucking thing. Mm-hmm. It, it's pretty much just a bunch of dipshits in a room writing down the answers to what Lee asks. 
and then they just fucking ask the stupidest shit like that fucking old guy fucking Austin is winning gives you more pressure or less pressure Fuck, yeah. man. Yeah. Give it up. <laughs> Editing uh, after they asked Reed about training or some shit. Did he mention CBDMD and they have to fucking edit that shit out or what? No, no, no. Thanks, boys. Yeah, they did edit out the CBD mention, which is kind of lame, but whatever. Sorry, guys. Right. Because so. I did that because I'm super savvy with editing. No, it's not. You didn't say it was your fault. <laughs> Dude, read the YouTube comments. Oh, boy. I swear, anyone that does not like me, they all live on YouTube. <laughs> all of them. And they all talk crap, and then they all like it. Yeah. It's, I'm not, I'm not welcome there on YouTube. And apparently, I'm responsible for everything about the press conference. Well, bad in yeah. the track. The way the track's built, mm-hmm. right? Is that me the too? The point yeah. systems, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, it was, uh, you were supposed to come up with a name for the Triple Crown for each race. You yep. hadn't done that yet? Yep, gangbangs. Everything. <laughs> You're in charge of everything, right? Every single thing. Everything. Yep. Put, yep. It, put it on the list. Mm-hmm. All right. wow. did, did anybody catch the Dean Wilson thing that Paul mentioned? How he yeah. said it, I ignited. Did you guys talk about that? We didn't talk about it, but yeah, that was clever mentioned by Dean. What did he do? He on said, the podium, he said it ignited the start. Ignite. That's See, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good job. That's slick. He's probably had that yeah. waiting for like oh, yeah. He's eight not. weeks. Yep. Hey guys at Pope MX. Could you break down who actually owns the teams? Like we know that uh JGR is a uh, you know, factory Suzuki, but I don't know who the factory Honda team, who's the team behind the team, who who are the owners of, you know, and you know, just like us Cowie's team for Eli Tomac, who owns the team that's a good question so do a little podcast maybe break that down some of the teams that we don't know some of the bigger teams thanks what's up steve with that no I I, yeah whatever I don't know. no i'm serious that's a good question like you have factory honda it's who is mr factory honda who owns it i mean it's honda, honda. america whatever yeah. but who is the final say at the very top of the entire i mean chain yeah for kawasaki it'd be monster Oh, <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, so kind of, like, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> like, yeah, I don't. I forget the guy's name, but yeah, there's. It's pretty rad. That's actually a, a interesting question because right. you think of Factory Yamaha. Well, who is the top, top, topest be, top? You talking about the black Yamahas? That'd be Monster, wouldn't it? Monster too. Okay, so they own <laughs> that one too. All right, keep going. Steve, what's up? Riding down the road here. Just seen your Instagram post about the show tonight. Looking forward to it. Like you said, you got uh, old Blair on the show with you tonight. Quick question. Uh, Red Bull KTM, is Cooper officially the man under that tent now? Is Marvin the other guy with all Cooper's recent success? Let me know what you think. Peace. It's, it's just dumb. Like, they're both getting the same things. They're both testing. They're both a big – like, there's no number one guy. I mean, if, if Webb wins the title – Okay, he's the number one guy, but no one on the team is treating Marvin like a stepchild. Right. No. You know, I mean, there's no. Well, at Honda, you have your number one guy, yeah, number two yeah, guy, yeah. and at Cowie, you do. And but 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 KTM. by that, what do you mean though? Because the team works their balls off for the second guy. Paid priority. Yeah, but not not not. I wouldn't say priority at all. Hey, okay. we got we got a new part. We're gonna try it out. What do you think? Okay, what do you think? 
So factory Cali rig lights into flames, and there's only one bike that survives it. Who gets to race that weekend? Well, of course, Tomac would get to. There, that's so. the answer. The financial investments. The financial investment is your number one guy. And to be honest, no, Marvin's your number one. He's getting paid probably more. But at KTM, you have one A and one B. I, I, I mean, they're first and second in points. They're on the same training program. Same. Every, I mean, the only difference is the pay. If a JGR truck burns. <laughs> <laughs> Who gets to race that? Is it uh, seventh in points? Who do you Chad think? Reed or fourteenth in points? Steve, Justin who Reed? races if JGR's truck burns down and one bike survives? <laughs> Chad Reed. I, yeah, I, I don't know. Let me know if anybody knows about what's going on with Justin Hill. Let me know. Amart doesn't race though, and then you lose your bet. Oh, poor Amart. Wow. You guys said you were going to talk about the Hill start. Did you end up talking about it? Yeah, uh, I showed these guys. Yeah, we watched oh, okay. the video. Okay. What, what do you think happened there? <laughs> what do you think happened? There? I don't know. I think he like missed shift. Like he yeah. started Must in second, have, started and then, in second, and somehow shifted to fifth. And then, and then, yeah, and then, and then back it was like, oh, third. I gotta go back down. Yeah. Or maybe he shifted, and it hit false neutral, and then just popped in, and he yeah. got scared right. and let off. I don't know. That was one of the weirdest right. yeah. three yeah. seconds I've seen yeah, from a yeah, freakishly talented human being. I've never seen something. Maybe like that. he needs to get Michael Lacy's mechanic to rub his shoulders. Yeah, he needs a back rub. He needs a back rub. Paul, hey, what's up? Vertex Pistons. I got the, uh, I understand, replica, high compression. What's a GP piston? Curious about GP. Yeah, lower compression. Thank you. Steve, I just wanted to go on about my race tech rent last week, and I just wanted to explain myself a little bit, okay? I am for real this fired up because RC obviously does not deserve that job. And I'm just so sick and tired of not only in the motocross. Do you have to disguise your voice when you call in? Yeah, I I, uh, deal with this in my personal life to where people who have jobs that don't deserve them continue to have them and continue to get complimented on them. So that's why I'm so fired up. A little bit of personal life mixed with my passion (laughs) for motocross, man. I'm fired up. But hey, man, you don't agree, you don't agree. Whatever, man. Either way, keep up what you're doing. Hey, Steve, I'm listening to the latest podcast, the latest pulp show, and I am 100% on board. You want to talk about people watching Race Day Live, get you on there. I think it would be so cool. Mm -hmm. Coming from Mike in Arkansas. Have a good one, man. Yep, the people have spoken. Mike in Arkansas. Mike in Arkansas has spoken. spoken. I like how you're just looking at me. Like I'm you're just, just, you're just waiting. Yeah, I, I don't know why. Get, you have a get, star right in front of you, <laughs> and you're not utilizing him. You coming this weekend? <laughs> Can I get on there? Yeah, that's yeah, easy. Not good. a question. I'll make a text let's right now. Let's get some Max and Cheese pizza and yeah. go to Race Day Live. <laughs> Randy Richardson coming on the show yeah. this week. That's easy. Pete Richardson? You call him Pete. No, he said Randy. No, he Randy. Said he called him Pete. All right. Who's Pete Richardson? I don't know. Nobody knows. At least I didn't call you Christian or Justin Cooper. The show's been great lately. The in-studio guests have been great. Daniel Blair's been great. Hell yeah. Was. Keep up the great work. Later. I just wanted to play this because normally we get shit on. Social, you know. For what? Whatever. People don't like this or that or whatever. But you just wanted a positive one? Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. That guy obviously it's, doesn't go on YouTube. It's rare. And he, doesn't have, he doesn't have an account. <laughs> right. <laughs> doesn't watch a press conference. He must not he? watch the press conferences. <laughs> right. Yeah, hey, guys. Uh, great show. I just wanted to make a little comment about Jeff Emig. 
uh, Steve, you had always kind of mentioned that on the broadcast when he was uh, one of those guys that he was holding back, and uh, I really didn't understand what you meant. I believed you, but I went ahead and listened to one of his new 447 podcasts, Rick. and um, you're absolutely correct. He's a different person uh, off the cuff when he's just being natural, and I found it. I, I just I think Jeff didn't want to piss people off badly. I think he wanted to be liked, and it showed in his analysts. Uh, many times that's that was always something i said it's like jeff you won a supercross title you're a bad dude tell us what you think tell us what you feel so anyways uh, rick i found him and his personality to be a lot more interesting a lot more intriguing and way more fun to listen to so all those years that he did the broadcast on tv i know that's over this could be a dead horse but uh, you were dead nuts right, dude. We were missing out. If mm-hmm. he could have let loose like dead, he does right. even a little bit on the air and st- still stayed safe, man, I just think he uh, would have been so much more entertaining, more uh, informative, and uh, just better overall. So that's all I got to say. Thanks for listening. And this is The Outsider out in the high desert. See you guys. Hey, Steve, got a question for you. was just listening to your Daytona interviews and was thinking about how cool Michael Essie is and how when he first came into being a professional, didn't seem as cool as he does now. And, and then I was starting to think that it's the same could be said for Tony Alessi. He was not chill when, when him and Mike came into uh, the professional scene, and now they are both awesome guys to listen to. They seem chill to hang out with. Um, the question that I have is, has there been a – personality revitalization or turnaround is as big as Mike and Tony in this sport because I mean they were hated roundly hated by it seemed like everyone when they came in and now they're respected and they get along with so many other people so curious I don't think not at that level I don't Mike was always a nice guy is he a little weird a little bit because he spent a lot of time in a van racing his whole life instead of like hanging out with other kids I think (laughs) But that, that happens to a lot of these kids. Just but riding around smelling race gas. Yeah, it's a lot. But, but Mike, is, Mike, is all, Mike has always been a nice dude yeah. all the time. Factory Suzuki winning. He's always been cool. I I, I never had a problem with Mike. Uh, obviously, had a lot of drama in his life and everything else. But uh, but Tony, yeah, flipped the switch for sure. Another guy I would say, not as drastic, but DV. Uh, I, I was just thinking to myself, who is not liked that is like universally liked, right. liked I mean, you now? Beat McGrath, right? We might even be able to say this about you in another few years. Thank you, thank you, know? you Randy. Thank <laughs> people, you. People actually right. like you. I hope someone fucking pulls pulls Anton aside and really gets to the fucking bottom of this pizza stuff. So I just I hope for that. that you know, can... you know who else not at that level, obviously. But even I'm looking straight at behind you right now, but. Chad, Chad wasn't yeah, liked no, by. No, I was on the team. I didn't like him. Yeah, a lot of people didn't like Chad, and then when nope. he came out as Dad Chad, it like flipped. Yep. And everybody, I mean, yep. who doesn't like Chad now? I think right. everybody yeah. likes Chad. Uh, him and his own team really started to turn things yeah. for him um, as a family man on his but, own but deal. Like he, fair, he like rebranded himself. Yep. To be Absolutely. fair, he could have been. A, he was a bit of a jerk off sometimes oh. when he was first come on the scene. He got a lot of money. He was winning everything. He did do some things. I think rightfully so to turn fans off. Um, you know, but we all age, we all get mature, we all, you know, figure things out. So, but yeah, Chad was a guy. It's funny because with Chad and Villeman and the Alessis, there's a common thread. They were all extremely, extremely competitive and I don't think knew how to be competitive and cool. They were all bad about being competitive. Yeah. And then they all kind of like grew out of it. Yeah. Good point. So. Good point, Daniel. Thank you.
Pulpamax has ruined me sitting jury duty, and all I could think of was the sound drop, waffle, 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 as I was listening to these people testify on the stand. Waffle, 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 waffle. That's what we do. Steve, why the fuck do you have Michael Lindsay on your stupid show? He doesn't add anything. Thank you. (laughs) Rick? No, really, Steve. uh, This call's about Ricky. Uh, Watch on the broadcast. Not even finished with Heat 2 of the 450s. And Ricky has made up a word to trying to describe something. Uh, I think he was trying to say mistake, but he said miscue, which that's a word, a term you would use in pool. No, it's uh, not. Otherwise, <laughs> no, it's not. On the spot. Looking it up right now. And then miss when Q. he was talking about it's a mistake. He's saying miscue ball ahead of time. I know. He said behead of time. Well, uh, I don't know about that. What is this guy doing? I, uh... yeah, there's a high chanceability he could be right. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Pause it. Miss Q in the dictionary. A shot in which the player fails to strike the ball properly with the Q. Also, a miscalculated action. A mistake. Uh, yeah. Yep. DLCQ. Covington's dropping back. They cut to Ricky. Say... And Ricky says, hey, I talked to Covington this week. His Instagram name is Big Air Tom. And then proceeds to talk about how he got the name Big Air Tom instead of saying anything about why or what he learned from Tom Covington when he talked to him this week to maybe explain why he's dropping back and is 12th in the LCQ after being in the lead. Unbelievable. You would do a good do job you, of disguising uh, your voice. Do you only pick uh, these ones when I'm here? Honestly, look, uh, look, I, I swear to you, no. The the outrage, like... the outrage. Ask Marks every week, right? Yes, yeah, it's it, it's bad, dude. It's bad on Vital. It's bad on my Twitter feed. It's bad on the Pulp Show feed. It's a it's probably one of the biggest talking points after each race. Honestly, is that just this sport? Because, I mean, I'm big into the NFL and in the NBA, and I've never even considered considering what no, the Sim, analysts... Phil Simms got a lot of shit. I remember yep. Tim Whitney. Tebow got a lot of praise. Tebow? Wasn't it Tebow? Tony Romo. Tony Romo, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he, like, completely changed, like, the way it's called. He's, like, something different. Yeah. But, like, Witten sucked this year, and yeah. I never even, no, like, no. Witten, thought about, like, got saying... got a lot of hate, yeah. Like, I just watched the games right, and whatever. Right, right. Um, a lot of people didn't like Gruden, and then Collinsworth. I mean, I, I don't... Is that, like, a thing in all sports where you just hammer the commentators? I, I, I wonder if that's, you know, maybe a psychological thing where, like, the other ones are fine, so you don't think about them. Whereas maybe this one's, to you know, to a point where it's so bad that you can't help but notice. I don't. I don't know. You know. It's just weird to me. But he. But he jumped a bicycle. It was a BMX bicycle, right? That he jumped as a kid, right? Who's that? Big Air Tom. I don't know. What are you kidding at? <laughs> that was the story. I, is that what he said? Yeah, I, I, I need to go back and watch the BMX bicycle. Yeah. Kevin Morantz, privateer guy, was leading the LCQ. He rides at the goat farm, and apparently, Ricky had nothing for Kevin Morantz, who rides at the goat farm. I gave him some love. Neil you did? Yeah. yeah. Okay, but did, did Ricky say anything? I think Ricky did. I think he did said he? something about, he, he, you know, he's up front. He just needs to stay up there and not worry about what's going on behind him. Okay. If I remember right. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I don't do know. remember him Again, saying something. Don't worry about Big Air Tom back there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, Biker, to his credit, he did mention him, I Biker mean, not Sherlock? much, but a little bit. Biker Sherlock? 
But you would think that he would have real, real info on Kevin Morant. Oh, he definitely could have gone deeper. Real info on a guy that trains to go said. far. But right. yeah, I mean, okay. he can always. There's always more he can do. He just doesn't. And That's Oldenburg had a kid, right? <laughs> <laughs> Randy is really hammering this one. You're right. As a, no, as hey. a dad, that's awesome. He, he yeah. did. So I said, so that's one, Steve. Yeah. So he has one kid, right? Right. right. So Weege has two. Weege has an Oldenburg angel of a daughter. One. Yes. Okay. Yep. Angel right, of a cool. daughter. Angel. Sweetheart. Yep. I speak Spanish. <laughs> Just because you did <laughs> It's so oh stupid. He knows God. what I said, but you yeah, don't. That's all for voicemail. That's awesome. All right, that's it for voicemail. 702-586-7857. You can call anytime. Uh, we want to thank uh, our guests tonight, David Villeman, Nick McCampbell, uh, Rick Johnson, David Villeman, Zach Osborne, all on board. Which one did you like the best, Daniel? I only I only really talked to Osborne. I didn't talk to RJ or Villeman too much. DV a little bit. I'm scared of RJ a little bit. Really? Yeah, just because, like, when I first started in the sport. Like, Are you related eight? to Scott Burnworth? No. Danny Storbeck? <laughs> no. <laughs> I just, uh, when I first like, got into it, into it, I was, like, eight years old, 1990. Yeah. So, like, Wardy, Johnson, even Bradshaw. Like, we had Wardy and Bradshaw on race day live two weeks in a row, and I was, like, terrified for some reason. Really? Yeah. Because those were the first guys I ever liked. Yeah. yeah. Like, Jeremy... I had already been in there a while. So when I see Jeremy, I'm like, what up, bro? Like, it's just different. But with yeah. those, that old school group, mm-hmm. I just, they intimidate me so a little what, bit. So what, did you like the Osborne's interview then the best? I just, yeah, I like Zach because okay. he, he's, he's, he's funny. Thing. All right, Randy? Uh, probably Zacho. He's just such a good guy. Yeah. Hmm. I'll go Roger. No, I take it back. Garrett. I love that story about uh, oh, okay. yeah, Garrett. trip to Mexico. Yeah, yeah. 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 should have called Randy Richards. Yep. Yeah. He was, his, he was Honestly, on that, like the length pul- of a guest. That's pulpy worthy. That story. It's phenomenal. <laughs> easy. Easy. Should have called Randy easy. I might bring him back just for Garrett. Easy now. If, if he gets a pulpy and I don't. Right. I'll, hey, I'll, know I'll take back the yeah. Schmolpy Award. <laughs> right. You want to know something else funny about RJ? So, you know, he was one of the first guests on Whiskey. Was he the first Whiskey Throttle guest or one of the first? Uh, I'm not familiar, but. You are. I, I know um, the show, but I don't know the first. The order he was one of the first guests. Okay. And somebody, a couple people hit me up. They're like, dude, Rick Johnson was talking about you on the show. You need to listen. Like, dude, he gave you a bunch of love. Yeah, I was like, really? He did. So I went on there, and it was he. It was pretty complimentary. Yep. Except for the fact that he didn't know my name. He's like, "What's that? What's that? What's that kid? The yeah, uh, the, the new kid that's out there? Yeah, he's really good. The he's new in kid, mid twenties. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> man, that's like, I'm pretty happy, but he doesn't even know my name. So uh, you know sad. what? I would still take it. Like, yeah. Oh, I took yeah, it for yeah, sure, yeah. but. Like, hey, but, you know, Chase Sexton knows how he feels. Yeah, he does. He does. Oh, He's boy. like, dude, the floor guy doesn't even know my name. Keeps calling me Christian. Uh, all right, everybody. So here we go. Here's the uh, first thing that comes to your mind. I'm going to do the second thing that comes to my mind. Okay. The first is I say okay. the same things every time. All right. So. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, all right. Um, are you ready, Randy? Am I, what am I doing? The third thing that comes to his mind? Sure. Okay. Meteosports.com. Daniel. Their semi truck burned down. Okay. Did it right? Was it Rocky yeah. Mountain? Yeah, it was BTO then. No, BTO then. Yep. Yeah. See. Uh, fly racing. Fly racing. That formula helmet is phenomenal. Check Race tech suspension and engines. Chris Bloss's dad, because he would run race tech settings and st- he was like you know there's like race tech guys all over the yeah, country that are yeah. race tech guys. Right. right. Bloss's dad was one. See, I'm going deep right now. Uh, Vortex racing. Vortex Racing. That's not the Pistons. No. That's Vertex. Yeah. Vortex, uh, sprockets, and handlebars, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Roost MX. Um, 
Christina Denny yelling at me for a month to get the Eagle Grit logo to roost because people were requesting it, and I just didn't send right. it for right. about a month. Okay. But I did finally. Okay. Fantastic. Uh, Vertex Pistons. You think it'll take that long for me to get my T-shirt from that Moto Bundle? Yep. Okay. Probably. Uh, <laughs> Vertex Pistons. Uh, they're stock in two-stroke KTM and Husqvarna's. X-Brand Goggles. X-Brand Goggles. You used to work. You used to be their guy at the track, right? Yeah, yeah, that. Okay, EVS Sports. Pastrana probably has ten grand worth of EVS stuff at his uh, at his garage. Right, it's all over the place. So you don't even need anything, right? You get there and they're just EVS stuff oh, boxed yeah, up, yeah, yeah, boxed up, all over. No, this like rubber made tubs and tubs and tubs. He'll go, "What size do you need?" They've got stuff everywhere. So a great uh, well with his knees and the swelling, he oh, probably yeah. needed every size. Absolutely, yeah, exactly. For different times. <laughs> yeah. hey. Exactly small this right. week. <laughs> Michelin Starcross 5. Randy? Okay. Firepower batteries and chains. I need to get one for the Husqvarna 701. Oh, okay. Lightweight yep. and uh, Japanese quality. light quality. Yep. yep. Actually, I'd like to redo my Michelin one. Okay. What's the little Michelin guy's name again? His Bob Bindum. What is yeah. it? And th- and this is ca- and this is called Pump MX. Pump it's Babindum. Babindum. B I B. That's my answer. Yeah. Babindum. 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 Right, cool. uh, Maxima USA. Who was up? Oh, you were Daniel. Um. So not Dogger. The next thing that comes to mind. Their uh, bio wash bike wash mm-hmm. is like Eagle Grits, but like not as good. <laughs> All right. Fantastic pro filter. <laughs> like buzzard grit. Yeah. Huh? Pigeon shit. Pro filter. Uh, last show, I hinted that uh, I wondered if they make them for O2 CR125 or an 07 KX250, and you didn't do anything. So Okay. That's what came to mind. Uh, FMF. Um, the T-shirts with the little guy from uh, The Hangover. Did they have those? Or, or they had the something over, like that, yeah. The overall shirt. Mm-hmm. Ronnie Mac, was it a Ronnie Mac shirt? They had a cool shirt with the overalls thing. FMF did. Yeah. Uh, right, well, X Games one year they had Maybe, that. Maybe, yeah. Yep. Remember, I'm going like layers. I'm trying to go deep here. I'm trying to give you something. Oh, okay. Here. Atlas Neck Brace. Ryan Villapota. Works Connection. Live show? Mm-hmm. Live show? Mm-hmm. Guts Racing. Not going to follow up on that? No, I'm just going to give it like a mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Guts Racing. Guts Racing uh, seat covers. Get data. Dan Truman helping me with my fantasy. OGO Power Sports. Fuck. I'm, uh, I'll be checking two OGO 9800s tomorrow on my flight back home. Okay. And I won't be checking nothing from oh, OGO. Really? Why not? WUSA. WUSA for me? No, for Daniel. For Daniel, okay. Yeah, I struggle with that one every time I'm here. I don't even know the I first one. one. I got that one. Come on in, Pookie. Uh, are we going with this or what? She got the cookies? No. No. no she doesn't no. have anything. I got no, no W-U. Uh, I don't know. We, I don't know. I've got W-U. He said he would do it. Okay. Yeah, okay. So uh, John was phenomenal to work with for some display wheels. Uh-huh. And then uh, recently, my buddy Robbie Green's going to do a vintage bike. Reached out to John, and he said, yeah, send him my way. Tell him, uh, left him to tell me he's a friend of mine. I'll take great care of him. So excellent service and All excellent right. quality stuff. Eagle Grit. I don't know. I don't. I don't believe in cruelty to animals. So right. I don't, I don't want to comment. Yeah. Where's that location? Where's that eagle that was on the? <laughs> yeah. 
LA Honda World. I forgot to give these guys a plug. LA Honda World. Uh, 30 minutes from anywhere in LA. By helicopter. Strategic name change. Yep. Uh, love these guys, <laughs> and uh, they've, they've done a good job. With Where Ke- the hell is Downey? Kiefer's got one. Ridgeline, I got one. Seven Deuce Deuces got one, and they will make you a hell of a deal on a Honda. Just mention Pulp Mex when you go down there. Well, we, did you get all those guys yeah. good deals? Yeah, Vince Freeze, too. Wow. Yeah. So you can get people Ridgeline. You can't get me a bag. Free said can't that. Get me some air filters. Free said Any that they filters. beat. They they gave him. I want to say two or three grand more on his trade in than any other place that he shopped around with, and they gave him four grand better deal on the truck than he than he, than he had ever shopped around. So. We nice. get Pookie some headset. We get Pookie some headsets or no? We're, we're going. We're wrapping up. Dang it. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Uh, great company. Uh, a way to get your foot in the door of the motorcycle industry. Yep. Ride engineering. Ride engineering. PulpMX-20 is the code to save at Ride-Engineering.com. Adrian. They won an MX2 title up in Canada. Justin Brayton, Moto Concepts, uses their stuff. Who'd they win the title with up there? Jess Pettis? Pettis? Yeah. Oh, sweet. Good stuff. Intense bicycles. How did it look going? Hey, I had I had a... Uh, <laughs> you saw I, one I, flip I today? I, well, I know you, 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 uh, you've shared a lot that you're really, really pumped on it, but you were head over heels over that thing today, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I was. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I really love it so much. Pookie's buzzing so hard I, right I wanted now. To yeah. sh- I wanted to show you the bottom of it. Yeah, and the, and the battery case and everything. Yes, yeah. I saw it all. Yeah. yeah, from every angle. Oh, fantastic! Uh X ten to save at intensebicycles.com. So. Is Steve a graceful crasher, or was it just like, dude, look at me? What do you boom. think? I just hit the ground, dude. You know, some guys just Ow. hit the ground hard, and then some like roll and pop up. This was all rocky too, dude. I got lucky. It could have been worse. There was rocks everywhere. <laughs> my helmet wasn't even really scratched up, which I thought I landed on my head a little bit, but I didn't. No, not really. Yeah, I landed more on my shoulder. Yeah, you kind of landed more so on your shins, knees, shoulders, chest, wrist. <laughs> Got all yeah, and my back. Wrist, my wrist is swollen. My wrist yeah. is swollen. Yeah. yeah, you went down like a house on fire. Yeah, yeah, I got, I got, a, yeah, I got problems. Um, hey, I'm just telling you that little tipsy. <laughs> Pookie's coming home a little tipsy. It's not a good night for you to be sore, buddy. No, no, I know. You're right? regretting that crap. That's, why, that's why she went drinking. <laughs> uh, absolutely. So, Randy, thank you for coming in. Appreciate it. Michelin right. Motorcycles on Instagram. FMIP222. Personal follow. You had Always a great day at the fun. pool. Always some fun. Always Do you follow him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You saw him at the pool yesterday? Had His Insta uh, stories? I miss out on Instagram. I don't go okay. on it as much as I used to. Okay. I, I'm disconnected from the world bro that's next to go he's really he likes to hang out on youtube twitter and yeah i just go on youtube and just read comments from the press conference all day and cry um Uh, no i twitter's gone facebook's gone instagram uh, instagram is it's next it's it's almost time to just Uh, you're fucking kidding me i wish i could man (laughs) dude i do i wish i could i can't but i i would man i feel so much better you read about facebook and how much of motherfuckers they are I hate with em. people's personal information and what they do to it. You're just like, I don't want anything to well, do Instagram's with Instagram's turning into, it's Well, they it's own next. it. They own I know Instagram. they do, and, so, and they're changing things, and uh, I'm sick I wish, of it. I wish everyone would just want to be like, we're done with Facebook. We're done. You don't need to see, you know, some outraged uh, aunt of yours about something, whatever she's venting on Facebook about, right? I'll like, say this straight up. This is not a joke. I, back in the summer... This is what started my whole disconnect. I actually got rid of everything for one month. Deleted the apps and just said, one month, nothing. Mm-hmm. It was honestly the best month I've felt in ten years. Like I'm telling you, it's the weirdest thing. You I felt that? like a human being again. I didn't wow. look at my phone for anything. I just 
live life. I, I was so much better. Came back and did Instagram only because, you know, you share. You see what everyone else is doing. You like right. it. But Instagram's starting to get a little messy, too. Like, I, I'm getting sick of it. I'm, I'm almost ready to just cut the cord and be done with all social media forever. Just bring my MySpace page, page back. Just rock that because no one else is on. There. I could be on there all alone. Do myself. you put your own band as your song on MySpace, or you do you pick a different band? Pick something else. Okay, just just asking. Yeah, I'd pick. I, I mean, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> the um, Knights win, Pookie. Oh yeah, he's trashed right now. I I, I said buzzing wrong. Oh yeah, trashed. Hammered. Oh. Hammered. Um. All right, uh, Marks. Thank you. Appreciate it. You're welcome, and thank you. Steven. Really? Yes. <laughs> it was oddly similar. Or, or, yeah, or fucking weird. Or what? Mu- muchas gracias. Yeah, oh, muchas say, gracias. Come on, Savat. It's muchas oh. gracias, not muchos. How about but, he got rolled yeah. by some cops in, in Mexico <laughs> last awesome. week? Should have known that was coming. Oh, he yeah. probably, he, he, I know how he it's got, I know he there. got back across the border. He told him he was the Dune Goon. Yeah, yeah, I just <laughs> let him on and bought They were like, oh, why didn't you say why so? Didn't say the- yeah. That's exactly uh, Thanks to our guests. Thanks to you people for watching. Swisscore Moser, thank you. Pookie, thank you. Appreciate the snacks and the drinks and the refills yeah, and the coffee. Awesome. And everything. Hey, the pa- the pound cake with the strawberries on it and the whipped cream, that was amazing. She yeah. did bring me coffee earlier, though. So Yeah, she did bring Starbucks earlier. Yeah. Uh, Randy, thanks for or coming. you're a little bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we had fun mountain biking. It was a really good time. Yeah, uh, good, good times. Time. Thank and, you uh, for taking me. For uh, sure. If you want a Michelin uh, mountain bike tire, please check them out. They make r- really yeah. great ones. Starcross Fives, of course. And of uh, the Venture Touring tire. Yeah. yeah. The Atticus. You and I. Not. <laughs> The Atlas. No. Anarchy. Adventure. The Anarchy. The Anarchy. Yeah. Anarchy Adventure. Yeah. The Anarchy. Yeah. You, me, RJ. God damn, that sounds like fun. Yeah, we're going to do that. I'm going to be so busy. How can I do that? What do you mean, how can you do that? I got life. You, 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 Maybe I need to be like Daniel Blair and just sh- like, see ya. I'm out. Disconnect. Right. No, 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 no. Maybe you need to plan just to go down there on a Monday, fly down on a Monday, take riding gear. Barbecue at RJ's house. Just think about that. I'm early offer, dude. Take a tour of everything. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then Tuesday morning, ride up here, end up in Vegas on Thursday. Boom, done. And when you're there, ask RJ if he knows my name now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tell him we'll bring that kid from the... Uh, we're, yeah, we're 11 yeah. rounds in. Ask him if he knows my name. Yeah, yeah. He's got a Reno Cross Lights regional championship, yeah. RJ. Well, maybe if Ralph gave me the credit that it was due, Why don't maybe you he would shove know. Your, shove your six AMA <laughs> Supercross and National titles up your ass. Motocross the Nations, that's yeah. nothing. Right. Yeah, Sorry, RJ. You just couldn't handle riding in tight confines <laughs> like, like I could. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> in one region. Yeah. In one, yeah, yeah, yeah one just, region. just on the west side. Yeah, just yeah. on so. <laughs> Uh, All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Greatly appreciate it. We will see you next week. Who the fuck is Olivia? There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff and... I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.
Complete.